Welcome to the Pulp MX Show, presented by BTOSports.com. Coming to you live from Las Vegas, right outside the Lions Den, with your hosts, Steve Mathis and Chris Kiefer. I just don't like the guy. The guy's just a douchebag. Wah, wah, wah. Yeah, welcome everybody. The Pulp of X Show, presented by BTOSports.com and Fly Racing. Coming at you. It's live. It's Monday night. We're back. Took two weeks off, everybody. Felt like a lifetime, but we're here. We're back. We'll be here for a long time now. Anaheim 1 is around the corner. So we appreciate you guys listening. And thanks for giving us exactly... No slack at all for taking two weeks off. I saw those angry tweets, people. Looking forward to tonight's show. Thank you, everybody, for listening. Cody Webb will be on. He is your 2017 Enduro Cross champion. Andrew Short, remember him? He's now racing rally for Rockstar Husky. Yeah, I said that right. He will be on the night. The great Andrew Short. Number 29 in your program. And thank you again for listening. Thanks to BTOSports.com, Fly Racing, NFAB Jeep and Truck Parts, Race Tech Suspension, Vortex Racing, Email, Gear Alloy, Roost MX, Pivot Works, X-Brand Goggles, Michelin Starcross 5, Works Connection, FMF, Atlas Neck Brace, W Wheels, EK Chains, Guts Racing, and Get Data all on board with us tonight and you people for the ride. Thank you. Been going well. Just got back from Paris and Italy, uh, visited Alpine Star Factory. We'll talk a little bit about that. Paris Supercross as well. Marvin Muskan win. One, I should say. Just about everything over there. Uh, we'll touch on that. And uh, Cody Webb and Andrew Short as well. We have the Pulpamex app available now in the App Store. You can listen live on that. You can listen to uh, archive podcasts. There's some sound drops on there. All of our sponsor deals and sponsor discounts are on there as well to help you save some money from listening to this show. And Amazon, too. If you're going to make a purchase on Amazon, go to pulpamex.com. Click on the Amazon banner. It takes you to there, and then we get a little slice of whatever you order on there. You can also order the lube and the toys, and we don't see who it is. We just see the um, the what it was purchased. So you can – don't worry. You have a – uh, we will not know, and we will not blow you out live on the air, although that would be fun. So thank you again. We're ready for a hell of a show. Back in studio, KieferIncTesting.com. The RMATVMC Kiefer podcast has been going well for us. Former pro writer, former magazine editor. Advice to uh, all you people out there that need some love life advice. Chris Kiefer, what's up, Kiefer? Oh my gosh, it's good to be back here. Oh, it feels good, doesn't it? It feels like it's been a long time. It has been a long time. We took two weeks off, and then you were, I think, two weeks before then? Yep. So, at least a month? Yeah, it's been a month. Oh, God, welcome back. Thank you for having me. It's been a great drive up here as well. Oh, fantastic. Good to hear. Looking forward to uh, everything you've got to say. You just completed your 250, 2018 250 motocross shootout? That I did. There were some big surprises in there. There, there was, actually. Big yes. surprises. <laughs> uh, so, I want to get to the bottom of that. I want to talk to you about that and uh, how you came about with your rankings and everything else. Yep. Um, so, we'll talk about that. Kurt Caselli ride day is coming up. I definitely want to talk Saturday, that. Yep. Shorty, Cody Webb. Hey, it's like I Dude. built this show or it, something. <laughs> kind of. It's Chris Kiefer's show, everybody. Also That's in, right. Also in studio, 
You people have been waiting for a while for this to happen, but he's made it back. Uh, perhaps our most talked about in-studio <laughs> guest, our most talked about show. Uh, the man is a legend. World champion, Supercross champion, national champion. GL Grant Langston. What's up, buddy? Oh, wow. With that intro, <laughs> it is good to be here. Our listeners really liked it last time you were here. Oh, jeez. I can imagine. I'm surprised I still got employed by MEC this summer. <laughs> they uh, they felt like you really provided some quality entertainment. No, I'm, I'm going along the lines that none of them were actually listening. So, right, right. Unfortunately, maybe NBC is not a huge Pulp Mix fan, but I tell you what, wherever I go, there's yeah. a lot of them out there. There. You just went to Australia to, to announce that uh, TV show for, for Down Under, and you said you, you ran into a lot of people. Yeah, the Aussies, man. Give a shout-out. Hello to all the Aussie fans, yeah. especially the ones I met at AusX Open. But, yeah, there's uh, you got a lot of fans down there. They yeah. I, I heard a lot of people go, oh, man, I listen to the show. And <laughs> at times, especially when you're standing in front of a mom and kids and stuff, you're just like. Yeah. Those yeah. catchphrases. It's. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, man, my twin brother makes me look bad every now and then. But, you know, he's actually a good guy. Awesome. Uh, we'll talk to you a little bit about the Oz Open uh, and uh, find out what you thought about that race. Maybe get some Anaheim 1 predictions out of you. Uh, I want to, uh, for the NFAB JGR segment, I want to ask you uh, your opinion on the 250 guys they've signed and and much more. We have the BTO Sports Tweet at Travis segment, the NFAB uh, JGR check-in segment. Like I said, Gear Alloy Cold Call. Got a couple of guys on mine we can do. Mm-hmm. Or maybe Heather. We should call Cold Call Heather. Yeah, let's do that too. See what she's doing? Maybe Sancho's over and I'm yeah. gone. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, you like that? Uh, also to the uh, Race Tech uh, voicemail segment. I, I forgot to print out emails. I just realized that right now. So let's do call, call the Race Tech voicemail segment and uh, and much more. Like I said, the Gear Alloy Cold Call. Uh, uh, also to the um, uh, missing one here. I forget. Anyways, we'll get to it. Uh, manning the show over there, working the phones, producing the show. He's back. The Travis Marks. What's up, Marks? You know, this feels a little unfamiliar. It does, doesn't yes. it? You've done now one show in about five weeks. <laughs> right. Two. This is my second. Yeah, not, not counting this, this one. Yeah, right. yeah. yeah, One show in five weeks, I think. Might be a little rusty. Oh but, boy, uh, we'll we'll see how it goes. Um, we got big news next week to drop. On, yeah, we do. on the pulp show. Yeah. So that'll be it's exciting. Gonna be good. It's gonna I be good. You, next you have a big hand in that. Um, and sort uh, of, yeah, yeah, sort of. And uh, what else is new, Marks? What else has been going on? Um, travel. That's, that's pretty much it. Yeah. Vacation. I went on vacation. New York City. Bought a house. Bought a house. Yeah. Vacation in New York City and, and bought a house and Bahamas. Damn, how much what? you paying them over there? Yeah, no, it's too much. Most people. If they get a house, they can't afford a vacation. No, no, not that guy. No, no. Yeah. yeah. No, not that guy. Not that guy. Boom, Jeez. Mathis. And, and, hey, and Grant, he has a super hot wife. <laughs> what? Yeah. Yeah. You know, his chick's way out of his league. Yeah. Way out of my league. Way out of There's his no league. There's no denying that. We'll show you a photo. Yeah. Don't. <laughs> <laughs> Um, yeah, also, I don't know if that's a good idea. Yeah, uh, looking forward to tonight's show. Yeah, Cody Webb and Cross champion, and uh, ask him the Colton Haker question for sure. Oh yeah, we're right? gonna get around Absolutely. to that. Absolutely. Yep. And Andrew Short, GL, Andrew Short quitting, retiring from Supercross Motocross, and then going rally racing for us. I, I don't know how much money you could have made on that if you'd bet bet that. <laughs> <laughs> the Andrew Short story lately, it's like. He went from being a good, loyal BTO KTM guy. Then all of a sudden, I'm like, "Oh, he's a Honda guy." Yeah. Then all of a sudden, boom! He doesn't even let you know subtle hints in. Like yeah. maybe I'm, I'm thinking I want to do this. No, with him, it's just wham! It there happened it to me. So I was like, "Whoa!" We all know him pretty well. He's such a 
in control, calm, I, measured I, thinking kind of guy. I'm confused too. Like then the car and Andrew Short to me just what? didn't seem to weigh up. But I'm with you. Like I get he, it. He got a little taste of that desert life, and. Uh, just couldn't get it out like he loved it yeah. every time he came up to go ride with gothic or something he just loves it so um gotta respect have you ever that. done anything like that anything at all Any- um i love like trail riding going through the desert <laughs> uh-huh. Kiefer and i were talking about yeah. it the way up but yeah. pinning it out in the middle of nowhere by yourself yeah. not knowing where the rocks and holes and breaking bumps and excel- whatever yeah. not knowing traps, what's exactly booby, booby traps yeah, cars. I yeah. mean, we know with a lot of these types of things, it's it's you know, there's yeah. things out of your control. Yeah, I could never be a, I could never do that. So I respect yeah. Shorty, and I'm 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 pulling for him as someone that's raced him, and we've had, you know, that yeah. that rivalry where we were at each other's throats. At the end of the day, we respect each other yeah. a lot. We're friends now. I am still shocked that he's doing something like this, yeah. but I think it's awesome, and I really, really hope that he does well because. I think it'll be cool for, one, that sport and just the international side. Americans aren't really known to go to Dakar or any of those sort of big rallies and do well. I think this is awesome. I I spoke to – I met a guy named Anton Mio. He is a French guy, Mio. He is a rally champion. He was at Paris Supercross. He jumped the finish line with his Dakar bike. That's insane. And And he gave it a bit of a scrub. Oh, yeah. And so I went over – Osborne knows him, and he was there, and we went over – ask him if he is for scuba? No, no. Okay. So we <laughs> we talked about the rally thing, and he said that Shorty has brought a lot of attention yes. to the rally guys. Um, a lot of people are now, he said he's noticed it. He's really noticed it. So that's cool. Well, like, not yeah. even to go back to the Kurt thing, Kurt kind of started that tr- American trend again. <laughs> For sure. Yeah. And then, then it went up. You know, Ricky started going, and other guys wanted to go, and now Shorty wanted to go. So I think it's going to catch some yeah. steam I, I think it's crazy that he's doing it but full props to him for sure uh shorty is a great rider well, and we'll get to the bottom of what's going on with him for sure so um all right gl so i just got back from paris where dean wilson was uh, you saw dean wilson in australia rj yes. hampshire as well uh jason anderson took the win over brayton i believe and ricky carmichael beat ronnie mack um <laughs> but overall gl what are your observations from the aussie sx open what'd you think what'd you make of it oh I, I i love it it's been my third year there and um i know several people go man they must pay you a lot of money to go down there and i said well i go there for the experience you know yes of course i get paid to go do the the live announcing or tv announcing yeah you know not to confuse yeah. people but uh it's a great event. I'll tell you, I've, I've done several events over the years, you know, internationally. Most of them have been in Europe, um, especially in the off-season. But uh, OzX Open is cool. You go down there, it's summertime, everyone's out, it's wild, it's loud. Yep. The pits are a big party. It's The pits are outdoor. The hotels are all around there. That Sydney Park yep. has a cool vibe because there's several arenas and stadiums and does it have sports like that, parks. Does it have like that U.S. Open vibe kind of? Like back in the day? It does, but it doesn't. I felt like the U.S. Open vibe, everyone was like, yeah, I'm so pumped to be in Vegas. Oh, shoot, there's a race tonight. That's really <laughs> cutting into my gambling time and my drinking time. Right. Whereas down there, they just know, like, we're going to get to see Jason Anderson and Ricky Carmichael. And, you know, it's the only t- uh, you know event that's live on TV. Yep. In fact, I think it's the only televised event. I think, you know, they do webcast stuff and things like that. But yep. so... <clears throat> To me, it's become a little. It's becoming a little bit like Bercy, but I think it's got more of the vibe. Like you want to go there. Like if you're a racer and mm-hmm. you want to have a good experience traveling the world, 
that is where you go. I mean, it's it, it is fun. They take care of everyone. It's a good time, and I think for any of us. You know, especially English-speaking people, yeah. it's simple to go down there. You fit in, you know, yeah. like uh, you know, PB and J. It just um, works. The t- track looked really tight. Uh, it was definitely more of a arena cross feel than, than, say, Paris was. Did you pick up any observations from the riders and, and Brayton and Anderson and Wilson and, and Hampshire and all that? Like any anything come to mind or anything catch your catch your eye? Any um, is it too early to talk about these guys and and how they're going to do in twenty eighteen? You know, um, I, I don't think so. I think you can always look at someone's foundation or what they did this year. And if they're not injured and they can build off that foundation, usually to me, it proves when when it comes time. Yeah. Call it a one, not even a one. By the time Vegas rolls around, you know, that's the big the big yeah. deal. Who wants who's going to win the title? And I think in the past we've said Anderson can win races and this guy can win and he can do well. And, <clears throat> there's no real dominant guy, especially going to this year. I mean, yeah. correct me if I'm wrong, but besides Chad, there's no former champion in that class. Uh, no 450 Supercross champion? What about the seven? He's back on a bike. He's not racing, bro. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm <laughs> joking. I thought you were how serious. About, how, about, how, about, how about let's leave that for the second <laughs> half of the show because that could be a story on its own. Um, no, uh, uh, yes. Uh, um, well, Roxon's a 450 motocross champion, but yeah, you, you're talking supercross champion. Yeah. Yeah. So you've got Chad Reed, and I hope Chad does well. No one knows his yeah. exact story. Do you think he'll be on the line in A1? I think so. Yeah. I mean, when Jeez. I talked to him in Australia, he pretty much said he's going to do kind of his own deal. Yep. So I'm assuming that means I don't mean so much team. team. I mean his, his injury, his injury. Like, it will um, not be ready for A1, you know? I think I know what he's doing with his team. He's going to yeah, 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 do his yeah, own thing. Okay, yeah. But I mean his injury. Like, is he going to be rehabbed and ready to go by A1? <sighs> I mean, he'll be there. Yeah. <laughs> but truthfully, truthfully, I, I, don't, I, don't, I, I, I can't see someone <laughs> saying, I really feel like... I'm going to be at mm-hmm. A1 with a shot to win. Yeah. Right. But we all know Chad, if yeah. he does what he does, three-quarters of the way through the season, start he might have yeah. zero wins but be 10 points right. off the points lead. You know, yep. that's yep. that's the kind of guy you deal with. And um, and I know one thing with Chad, and I've said it many times, if you want to look like a fool, bet against him. Yeah. Say yeah, he yeah. can't yeah, do yeah, it. Yeah, for sure. Say he won't be on the podium next year because he's the kind of guy he'll prove you wrong. But – was Anderson, obs- was Anderson a lot better than Brayton or no? Anderson to me looked like, you know, and, and, and I've also learned you take this out of context. If you have, let's say, for argument's sake, next year you, you say Tomac could win, Muskin could win, and Roxon. Anderson and Roxon. Yeah. Well, there was only one of the four superstars there, mm-hmm. but he rode like a superstar, Jason Anderson. He went down the first turn the first night and he sliced his way through the pack and got up to second behind mm-hmm. Dino. <clears throat> and I'm sure Dino could have picked it up if he had to, but you were like, well, if Anderson didn't go down the first turn, he's yeah. going to win. Well, the second night, he didn't go down the first turn. And he sort of dominated. And Dino rode pretty well. Mm-hmm. Brayton rides very well. In that stuff, yeah. Especially yeah. in those conditions down there. I mean, he is... I thought Brayton got second overall, no? No. We, we Dino did? Okay. The 2-1 and a 1-2. Yeah, yeah, yeah. okay. yep. So, Brayton went like 8 yeah, well, you guys right. yeah, the first night. Yeah. The, yeah, first night he's way back, yeah. You're welcome. Thank no, you. <laughs> yeah, he was there. It's not often that I'm right, no, so no, I enjoy it, especially uh, against stat men well, like you. <laughs> six days in Europe, um, uh, yeah. it's, it's all blurring together for me. Yeah, Dino went 2-1. Yeah. Dino one, looked two. good. Two, it yeah. was Yeah, sorry, 1-2. Yeah. Uh, Anderson went 2-1, but Anderson just 
just look, you know, when you're watching everything, you're like, okay, there's a good, talented field here. Yep. But he just seemed little better, head and shoulders, yeah. you know. And and uh, I think with Anderson Dungey out, the way things are going, Tomac's not someone that is really good at closing, if it makes sense. Yeah. Like he's a great talent, and he's going to be fast. He's going to win, win, and who knows? But I just feel like with Anderson, he's not rattled mentally, mm-hmm. and I think he's got that subtle confidence about him where. I'm like, Marvin's on fire lately. Yep. Everyone's wondering what's happening with Roxon. And, I, you know, so am I. I mean, I'm, yeah. I'm really intrigued. I yeah. think we all are. Yeah. Uh, that's the, report, the big mystery. The, the reports I get from Castillo Ranch where he's in, it, he's as fast as ever. That's what I hear. Oh, he's faster than everyone? He's, well, he's <laughs> By a, himself? No, no, he's, no, he's racing yeah. with other, riding with other guys. He's as fast as ever. He's, he's on it. Now, take that for what it's worth. We know that. We, hear that. we hear right. that all the time. But right. the good thing right. is... I would think, at least with that said, they're going, okay, he doesn't look hindered. He looks pretty similar. And th- I think that's exciting yep. and intriguing. But another thing to think about is when you lose a year, we've always seen any rider yeah. that loses a year, it's really hard to come in oh, and just yeah. be oh, on sure. it, guns yeah. blazing. So I think for Roxon, it's going to come back to can he calm himself down? Because I think Roxon, his injury this year at Supercross was self-inflicted. It was he dominated the first two rounds and His, then and then he got a bad start and he was in a hurry to get to the front and yep. you know hindsight's twenty twenty races yeah. are, are yeah. built one way and I've done the I've done the same thing yeah. you're the, clearly the fastest you, guy you really shouldn't have slammed Alessi in the last corner looking back on it oh yeah you know yeah, no, yeah, exactly. what I mean like, yeah, 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 yeah. you were gonna win the title like you probably would have won the title what year was that what was that uh, five or oh, whatever five, yeah. you, you could have just been like hey I'm gonna give you the win don't worry I'll get you a long series but yeah I went for it and right. I think Roxon wanted he wanted to go for it and then i kind of noticed at that race i was there watching and i was kind of diagnosing it in my head and i still thought he seems like he's getting a little impatient because instead of gaining a second or two a lap he's only gaining a few tenths and it seemed like you know the patience was wearing out and he made a little mistake and i think dungy and most guys and 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 i could say myself it sometimes would have gone for it and would have not gone for it yeah but he went for it it didn't work out. He got injured. He's lost a year. He's had multiple surgeries. I think the one cool thing about Roxon is he really wants to race. He's yeah. motivated to win. He wants to come back. He's coming back. And it's now literally down to how is you know the physical health. But I think his yeah. age and his talent, yeah. he, could, he could get back. And he's mentally quick. strong. He's a mentally oh, strong guy. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so I – Went to Paris two nights. It's back in Paris at the U Arena. It's a forty. It was a forty-six and then a forty-four second lap time track. So like big, and a really good show. Marvin was there. Seely was there. Wilson was there. J Mart, Hampshire, and Osborne. And Marv won, but damn it, like okay, Marv. Uh, it was almost on the level of Dungey and Tomac last year, if not better. Right. So. Sure. I'm looking at Marvin being like, that's a championship contender, yeah. right? The, sure. The, the, but, there's, there's the, right. the top dog. But I'll yeah. tell well, you, a, and, he won, and he won Paris, so I feel a little hesitant in saying this, but he there was a set of whoops there, and they were long and big, and he was not skimming them. Seeley and Wilson were noticeably better than him in these whoops. Uh, Seeley even passed them in them and took off for the win one night in a sprint final, like a heat race, and, and Seeley was all over him in one main event for a while. Now, Again, I'm hesitant in saying this because Marv won. That's the bottom line. 
But damn it, he's got to get better at these, man. Did he ever skim him at all that time? Yeah, he tried to skim. He went outside to carry momentum and skim. Uh, he went on the right-hand side, which was killing your momentum, but they were newer, fresher. On the right, he was trying everything, and eventually, I, I feel like everything you're saying reminds me of every time I've been to Bercy. Yeah, I've tried the lift, I've tried to swing it, I've tried to cut it, I've tried to hop it, <laughs> and I know exactly what you're saying. Yeah, and I agree. You know, so like, I, like what? Okay, so do I say, oh my God, Mar fucking won Paris and he beat Seeley and Wilson uh, in most time? Like, yes, he did. But if I'm looking at a championship contender, I'm like, bro, you got to be better in the whoops. Well, here's the thing, too, okay. though. If they dumb down the whoops, I mean, remember back to Reed, Ferry, Carmichael, you know the... Ferry? What? Yeah, no, yeah. shouldn't have said <laughs> Easy, pumpy break. Remember Reed, Carmichael, Stewart days, <clears throat> and Timmy was there for a podium? <laughs> now I feel like I'm dog and Terry. <laughs> Get Timmy. out. Yeah, exactly. Get out. So, <clears throat> when Timmy had his off day and didn't win, <laughs> yes. and Ricky, right. James, and Chad had a chance to do well. Yes, thank you. Um there was a period where the whoops were kind of big. I remember Carmichael oh, wasn't yeah. a fan. Oh, yeah. People were bitching. Reed wanted them bigger. Carmichael didn't like that. You right. know, there was a lot of opinions going around. Well, just what you said comes back to if the whoops next year are going to be kind of what they've been the last few years to me, which yeah. is dumbed down. I've, I feel yeah. like I could. You could just go out there and there, do there's it. There's right? very few that are big. Yeah. Yeah. Like yeah. If, if you feel like you get on your just. The, whatever bike you got in the garage kek, kek, or demo bike and yeah. be able to go across them, to me, that's not technical enough. And that's what a lot of the whoops have become. So um, Marvin is really good about being meticulous, but like he won't like really hang it out. So <clears throat> here's I mean, a good thing. It wasn't just that he was like a tick off. It was like every single lap, brrr, the guys would close it up. Every, and then he was really good everywhere oh, else. Everywhere else on the and flat then, stuff, yeah. see you later, you know? Hmm. So, but... So Wilson beat him once when he went off track. He had the lead on the last two laps to go. He had the lead. He jumps off the track onto the pavement. Dino takes the win. And the other time, he got beat straight up. Seeley caught, passed, and dropped him. Other than that, he was unbeatable. So, sorry. I know, no, yeah, go ahead. you want to say a point? No, no, no. I, was just, I, I, I just I heard that he uh, he had some problems with his bike. Like, he wanted less motor. Um, yeah, they, they did a little bit of stuff. Frankie, yeah. they did a little bit of stuff. But That's what all skinny guys say. Yeah. <laughs> guys... With like me with built-in traction control, we want a little want more, more torque. I want some torque. Give me some beef. But um, so a good way to to compare it, you could yeah. say, is Dino was in Australia and in Bercy. You know, two yeah. different weekends. Yeah, blah, yeah, blah, but, blah 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 blah. Right, but but I just felt like Anderson, if he didn't go down the first night, would have won both nights. Yep. And that's you know Dino was good, and yeah, you know Dino's not an doesn't have his head up his ass. He knows yeah, yeah, that yeah. what I'm saying now. He would admit to it. But I just felt like with Anderson, I just saw a little bit of a right. – almost like he went there going, well, I should beat everyone, and mm-hmm. he rode like and that. He, and yeah, yeah. So now I think if he carries that to the U.S., yeah. I don't – I didn't see anyone that could actually match him. Remember, last year he had surgery, got knocked out at the Nations, had surgery got on his foot, on. Yeah, right? Yeah. So came into Anaheim a little behind. You know, so now so now, now he has not, some base. Yeah. So another thing that I've said, which I disagree with certain trainers that don't want guys traveling, they want them. You uh, know, this is actually perfect. You bring this up because I did want to talk to you about this. Uh, is this another segment? Should I just shut no, up? No, no. Go ahead. Oh, sweet. Yeah. Okay, let's talk about it. <coughs> we don't have to do a commercial break. Baker was in Paris, and I was writing him about like, look at your guys. Here they are. Better watch out. Anaheim's around the corner. What are they going to do? Because I think it's bullshit. 
And, and, and he's and, an anti-travel? Oh, he's, he's an anti-designations, anti-travel, okay. everything. So and, go ahead. And this is no, you know, bashing on Alden, but... No, yeah. Oh, those, was, those guys become control freaks. They want to control their riders because if they don't control it, something goes wrong, then, you know, there's, there's, there's yeah. an excuse. The flip side is Alden's proven, so he goes, follow my plan and you'll be yeah. successful. Donji never did these races. Villapoto never did these races. But right. I don't think everybody follows that same program. And I think, it's just my opinion, mm-hmm. just literally just me going off a tangent, someone like Jason Anderson, I think it's good for him being in Australia. I mean, maybe I shouldn't say this, but he was out at the after party and we all had a good time. Anderson, I what? Know. Getting loose. That's but good. I was like... Not I, the Anderson that I know. I was like, <laughs> I, respect a guy. <laughs> I, res- I respect a guy that I takes a schlong shot <laughs> <laughs> and goes and wins races and smashes drinks. Yeah, you know? exactly. Right Who knows what else he's smashing? But he was I just smashing races. Winning and races and smashing pussy. Right. That's what he was doing, but... <laughs> So I think that he's the kind of guy that's going to ride the wave, meaning certain guys, I think, need to be contained and do their thing and be like almost prepped and like told you're the man, you're the man. I think there's other guys that need to go out and and be themselves and be the man and then come in and go, I'm in race mode. I've. We've said it many times. We, I mean, I know we all agree yeah. on this one. There's no substitution for, no. for for racing like racing. So you can test and practice. You can go to Corona and do a million laps, and yeah. I've learned the hard way. The problem is you get so used to that track that you can make several changes and everything feels good right? because you know the track so well. Then you yeah. go somewhere else, and you're like, like what the fuck is this bike? Yeah, it's so bad. Right. I don't get it. I, like, I'm it doesn't work you, here. This Paris race is a 40, like I said, 42, 46-second lap time. It's the same as San Francisco was many times. It's full gate drops. You're with you're with your same guys, same twelve or thirteen guys that are professionals. You know, uh, big whoops, on off, dragon backs. Like you yeah. want to talk about learning your bike and getting race <laughs> drops and getting you know. There's no excuse to me for a guy to turn down Paris twenty thirty grand uh, and all this experience and all this twenty thirty grand plus and all yeah. this experience and everything else for going. Like I don't get it. Like I think Osborne rode it to four fifty this weekend. And rolled great. He got second one night behind Marv, the first night in the main. Like that's 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 an awesome ride for him. That's yeah, a lot that's, of confidence. There wasn't a lot of talk about Osborne there. Dino was flying through the whoops like it was fucking ridiculous how fast he was going. You know, he knows. Hey, big whoops. My bike's on point. I'm on point. Got my new gear. I'm, I'm looking good. Osborne, uh, first night was really good. Second place. Yeah, he rode well. Never got the starts after that. And Marv got every single start. I was going to say Mar- <laughs> Marvin's just. It, it, his so, name it should be meticulous Marvin. So let me ask you. So back to the Marv thing. Like, am I right to be worried that these problems with Marv exist with the whoops? Or well, let's be honest. You've been around racing long enough. You're not an idiot. You know Thank that you. when you think that drop that, get that drop. I'm not an idiot. Yeah. Yeah. Does that earn me a pulpy? Yeah, I think so. Sweet. <laughs> <laughs> but when you think that, there's a reason you think that. Which means there's a kink in the armor. Yeah. I, and I, I just, think there's not someone that'll look at and go, oh, he's got every single thing that takes to be a champion. But until you become a champion, I don't believe yeah. anyone has ever said, you've got everything. People will tell you, oh, you've got everything it takes to be a champion. Yeah. But a lot of times when you look at people that haven't won, you go, well, maybe it's a lack of talent. Maybe it's a lack of commitment. Maybe it's a program, lack of yeah. program. Yeah. Maybe it's... Uh, 
the heart. Um, you yeah. know, there's yeah. always these things that come into it. But we're now looking at a new season where we're going, okay, there's no McGrath. There's no Carmichael. There's no, there's no someone where you go, oh, this yeah, is yeah. the guy to no, beat. I agree. It's, and I it's think open. That yeah. lit, lit, like you said, Marvin J.A., that'll bring a mentality like, hey, I can win at any time. I'm good. But here's the thing. It, what, what you said, if the whoops are bigger – that could cause Marvin some problems. But if they're the same as this year, Marvin was faster hopping most of the by the end of the race. So Marv's really good at figuring out when to time. do it. Like I swear he probably was addicted to Leapfrog as a kid. Or played like the live version. <laughs> yeah. Because he just knows where to put the bike where yeah, and, he was, and he's very light on yep. his feet. I feel bad for like I said, I feel bad for criticizing quote unquote a guy who just about won everything. But if you're going to be with Roxon and Tomac, I'm like, dude, you. Well, that's our job. You got to get better at these. We got to talk shit about somebody. I don't even know if it's talking shit. <laughs> We're not talking yeah. shit. It's just being honest. Ask Marvin. Yeah. Do you think you're really good at blitzing whoops? No, he couldn't possibly he, say. He if would he be. said he was, I'd say <laughs> you're full of shit. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But he wouldn't admit it. Um, but like Reed, that's his game. Oh right? yeah. So yeah. if I yeah. knew that next year's whoops were going to be ridiculous. I'd say, man, Chad, get on that stationary bicycle and one leg it right now. Like, get but, ready, man. But, but for. The, the three races that are the new format, I think that's that's right up Marv's alley. Good starts, short races. Yep. That's right up Marv's alleys, and that's against Tomac, if you ask me. So for those three races, Marv could benefit greatly from that. Um, let's uh, let's get Andrew Short on the line real shortly. Before we do that, we got to get to this <laughs> Short, guy. shortly. Shortly, shortly. Raining Yellow, congratulations. He's back. I, I saw the Messiah, the Moto Jesus. Bro, he putted around his place on right. a Honda. Like, calm down. Oh, man. I guarantee you, many men, as well as myself, were fully aroused. I don't think so. I I just think you. That's it. No, man. Uh, it, vital. Vital's blowing up. It was cool to see him ride, honestly. like I, yeah. I, I thought it was nice to see him ride, and it was cool that he was riding dirt bike, but how he was riding and what he looked like did not scream, I'm going racing at all. No, and, I, and that's the thing. I'm cool with that. It's just good to see see that he's alive you know what i mean yeah and i think that's what kind of it pisses me off as a, as a person that enjoys dirt bikes and watching racing is like i understand you want your privacy and all that but lee you can't just go mia dude like i feel like that's kind of bullshit to me no i think you can do whatever you want god i don't know man i, mean, I don't like I, it you can i don't like it i, I, I stated before i uh, know i mean i kind of you know, a Stu can't do no wrong in my eyes, but it, I I do have to admit, you know, uh, he he kind of left us hanging. He's saying, you know, that he'll be back or whatever, and just to go MIA kind of kind of, I hate to say it, but it's kind of shitty. Yeah, I mean, he's been around for so long. He was part of our it's, you know racing lives for so long. It's bizarre, but it's James. So then you kind of think that that's the normal for James, like. You know what I mean? Like, he hasn't always been fan-friendly. He hasn't always let everybody know what's going on. He's told me numerous times, uh, Randy Yellow on the podcast, that if he's got nothing to say, he's got nothing to talk about. He's told yeah. me that. He's and, like, I, I got nothing to talk why about. He's, that's why he's Moto Jesus. He cru he crucified himself that in 2016 when he came back. Yeah, well, um, congratulations. A big moment for you, Randy Yellow. Yeah, hey, to anyone, anyone out there, I'm starting uh, It's going to be the seven religion. Fantastic. Good to hear. Congratulations on, on riding around at James's house. That's <laughs> Sounds great. <gay>. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Absolutely. See, see you, buddy. See you guys. Yeah, I mean, he's back on a Honda, and Mookie was, on a, Mookie was on a Cowie or something. And well, let me ask you this. Since 
you retired. You didn't, we were talking about this on the way up. You kind of, you went out, you kind of forced yourself and, you know, you had to go out, you know, because your eye, right. And you took your knee. Um, but you let people know about it. It wasn't just like Grant's gone, you know, it's, was that something that you decided you wanted to do? Or is that something like you had to do? No, no, no. I, well, it's a, it's actually a bit of both because the one leads to the other. Um, if there's enough people that are following you or care, you get asked enough times. So eventually, regardless, at times in the beginning, you try and uh, sort of brush it, you know, aside going, yeah, you know, we're working on things. And, and that was no lie, you know, trying to get things sorted out. And then eventually it's like, well, here's the situation. Right. So I do, I do get it. I mean, I, I think... I know James a little bit. I don't think anyone in the industry knows him very, very well, except for maybe one or two people that were close to him, because James has always been a, 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 you know, likes to keep his cards close to his chest type kind of guy. And that doesn't mean he's a bad guy. No. He's just, I think he's also handled things differently to maybe what is sort of expected or the way it should be. And... You know, I think there's some Stuart fans out there that really hope and are holding on to it. But I don't want to be a dream crusher. But I really think if he comes back, I think he's going to be yeah, it's, it's a over. disappointment. It's, it's yeah, too yeah. far. Yeah. Like, too if there's one thing I've yeah. really learned is the minute you're not working every day, all day, you start losing what other people are gaining. Mm-hmm. So I personally think if James came back, I would be excited. I think a lot of fans would be. I think it'd be great for racing. But I think would be a bunch of those camera shots pulling to the side of the track yeah. with him either down because James knows one way and that's wide open. And when he's on it, there's nobody in the world that can touch him. Uh, I think everyone could admit that one. Uh, you're absolutely right. And uh, let's get to our first guest of the night. He is brought to you by uh, Pivotworks, which simplifies your trip to the parts counter by creating a single, single simple solution. When it comes time to replacing the worn-out chassis and suspension components on your dirt bike, 40 to 50% off with the OEM's charge. Does Langston Motorsports sell pivot works? You should. If it pivots, it works. If it works, it pivots, Langston. Trust me. Pivot works. Do it right the first time and save some money. <laughs> so aggressive. Pivot works bringing you our next guest uh, of the night. He is Rockstar Energy Husqvarna Rally Racer, Andrew Short. What's up, Shorty? How are you, man? Uh, cracking up at you. <laughs> I mean, to, to say Andrew Short rally racer seems really strange, but that's awesome. <laughs> yeah, I was cracking up at, at if it pivot, it works. If it Last works, night it... I was mounting up some uh, Michelin, and all I could think of as I was doing it for the first time was easy mounting, bro, mm. from your show. Easier and mounting is always kinda... a good feature. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, absolutely. It's it's almost creepy how much influence like. What what you say? You're like your dingy little radio show has on like that that effect. I guess I don't know. It's just yeah, I like to hear that. GL said he got hit up with a lot of people down under talking to him about you know his taglines on the show. So I like to hear that. That's good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Dick I think he might win that. Yeah, I think he has the best I uh, think one-liners. G- I think GL's in line for a pulpy. I really do. Yeah. Congratulations, yeah. GL. I hadn't listened to the Pulp Show in like a couple months, uh-huh. and I was at the Honda shop uh, last whenever he was on, you know. And uh, Lars was like, "Dude, did you hear Langston?" And I was like, uh, "No." He's like, "You gotta listen. Like, stop what you're doing. Put some headphones in, and you can like put it on in the shop, you know, Honda." And he's like, "Just do yourself a favor. Put some headphones in and like." Start listening. Listen to this guy. 
Right. He was yeah. good. Uh, well, he's uh, the night's <laughs> just begun. So hopefully he's, yeah. a, he's a world champion. He's a national champion. We're, we're stoked to have him in here. Um, I just mm-hmm. fucking kick it. So rally, the Dakar rally is coming up in January. Um, how do you practice, Shorty? What do you do? How do you, how do you get ready for that? Yeah, it's pretty tough. It's not like you can have a supercross track and <laughs> lap. You know, it's like once you do a road book, it's pretty much no good after you do it once because mm-hmm. you know where you're going, obviously. So right. uh, Thursday, I'm actually going back to Morocco, and the team has a bunch of road books to do for, you know, six days straight. And then that will be the last big test or practice, whatever you call it, mm-hmm. on the rally bike before the big one in Dakar, January 6th. So wow. I'm excited to go back. I have a lot. Like, my learning curve is pretty steep. and uh, But every time I ride, obviously, I'm getting quite a bit better. And it's fun because I'm around the best guys, and it definitely helps the, the learning curve. It accelerates it. So we saw you at the races last year. You were helping out factory Honda guys, uh, doing some filming, uh, you know, ch- ch- uh, chiming in whenever you can to help out. Did you not enjoy it? Did you miss the competition? Did you find yourself, you know, not, not now you've told me many times how you don't, you do not want to race supercross anymore. you like, you were over that, but did you find yourself missing competition? And that's why you decided to pick this up. Yeah, no, honestly, like well, I heard you guys talking before I came in on, uh, on the line, but you know, like GL, he said he, he got to go out on kind of his own terms and tell people, you know, like yeah. what his deal was. And I was super fortunate in that aspect. You know, it's like, I didn't want to race supercross anymore. I got to race outdoors. And, uh, so it was like perfect. And then transitioning to that job with, uh, with Honda was perfect because I got to ride and test and be around everything that I loved, you know, that whole community and, and ride supercross, but not have to race it on a good bike and, and all that. So it was perfect transition. It was awesome. And I thought I'd still be doing it honestly. Mm-hmm. Um, but the opportunity came up. I fell in love with rally and <laughs> yeah. I, uh, the opportunity came up. So it's like, I, I felt like I would have regrets on that. end if I didn't take advantage of it, it didn't really make sense on a lot of levels and it made more sense to keep doing what I was doing, but right. I didn't want to look back one day and, uh, and wish I would have taken advantage of the opportunity. And it's pretty cool. And a dream come true. So for most people that don't know out there, obviously rally is a lot of thinking, you have to go fast, and you have to uh, scan everything. So my question for you is, you kind of said, hey, I can't just be going out in my backyard and riding moto and riding supercross. So how do you train for the rally, I mean, on and off the bike, and how are your eyes uh, adjusting to the speed? Yeah, I mean, the speed's obviously a, a lot higher than what. It's like Glen Helen times two. Like, what are we talking? And, how, fa- how fast are we going? Um. Uh, like my top speed in miles per hour is like 116, I think. Holy shit! They yeah. go that on, fast? I was about to say on the straightaways that they're, they're doing 100 miles an hour through. Yeah, and oh, you got to look down at your, your book. Stuff, yeah. yeah. Okay, I didn't think it was that fast. Oh my god. Okay. All right. Open yeah, your yeah, eyes, no, Mathis. It's, yeah. It's, Boom. It's more. <laughs> it's more dangerous than like I knew it was dangerous, but I didn't know. It was, <laughs> dangerous as it was until i got to morocco and then i was like okay, dangerous. as an african but i can even, tell you it's dangerous up there <laughs> yeah so even For like more last than time one training, reason yeah yeah so i mean last time yeah. i was out training in spain i was going down a road flying and i just couldn't get stopped and you just send it off a cliff you know it's like sometimes you just point it straight and hope you don't know it's on the other side and you just hope for the best but it's uh Jeez. it's gnarly 
But in terms of training, man, it's really hard. Just for me, just to ride here at the house and get a much, as much seat time as possible and then just try to adapt to anything because it's like like Supercross, he wanted to be super fit and lean, but it was one-dimensional. You know what you're getting yourself into. With Rally, it's like you don't know. Like I said, you don't know what's around the corner. You don't know if your bike's going to break. One day you're going to be at oh, yeah. really high altitude. The next day you're going to be in the desert. And so it's like you just train – Train, train, train. Try to get your body used to adapting to whatever comes at you. I guess, I guess too, they, people don't understand how long each stage is. And, what, 400 miles? It's a freaking day. Oh, yeah, it's more than that. Yeah, like, yeah. you're riding 500, 600 miles. And so I would yeah. think you would probably want to add weight to yourself just because you don't know what the what the hell you're going to eat either, right, when you're out in the middle of BFE. <laughs> if you're going to eat. Right. Yeah. Yeah, it's like the opposite of Supercross. Like, you want to come into Anaheim super lean. Well, you want to be, you know, middle part of the Supercross, you want to be fit and strong. But you want to be lean and almost light. And rally is the opposite because after two weeks of racing and no sleep and no eating, I guess you're basically like a bean, bean pole. So, for me, that's one thing they've told me to, to come into the race a little little heavy and um and just be mindful that anytime you you stop, you got to eat and try to rehydrate just because you don't know when your next meal is. Like, you don't know if you're going to be on the bike all day or what's yeah. going to happen. So, um, do you ride different. Do, you, do you ride moto at all, like motocross outdoors on a, on a normal bike at all, or is it all rally bike stuff if you ever get on a bike? Yeah, no, I don't even have a rally bike here in the U.S. Oh, okay. So, all right. Um, yeah, I'll, my training bike, it was going to Morocco, mm-hmm. and they, only, they don't have very many of them, so I'll get that after Dakar, but... Yeah, I just moto, man. It's pretty fun, actually, and I get to do everything like I normally would, I guess. But yeah. it's just I just try to do long motos, fill up the tank, and go. And <laughs> it's cool. I love it. Uh, so Anton Mio was in Paris, uh, and I was <laughs> and I met him, and Osborne knows yeah. him a little bit, and I met him, and and honestly, I thought the the road book is that what you call it? Yep. The road book. I thought the yeah. road book shorty was like my Tom Tom. And it just tells me, like, no, I, don't, no. I don't know. Turn okay. right. You've got to. So I go over there, and, okay, Osborne laughs at me just like everyone just did here. And Osborne takes me over there. I meet the we guy. We didn't laugh at you. He, he's, Actually, we did. He's a, <laughs> he's a cool guy, and, and we talked about you a little bit, and I looked at his bike. And then he sh- rolled through the road book, and it's a piece of paper with an arrow and some X's mm-hmm. and a little tree drawing. It's a fucking modern-day scroll. That's all it is. I mean. I, you have to be partly a rocket scientist to figure this. And, and you you're, and you got to scroll it with your hand. You know what I mean. You got to scroll it with your thumb. I mean to kind of where you're at. Yeah. And, he, button, and, and he yeah. goes, yeah. Sometimes things change, so you got to. They tell you in the beginning, hey, this section there's a big rock. Then there's a flash flood, and then all of a sudden the road gets changed. And you're like, oh. oh man, I didn't. I just thought it was a tom tom. Like go left. All right. <laughs> yeah. Cool. No, it, dude. It's it's not. It's pretty complicated. And the navigating part, like what you saw, is pretty easy. That. The computer that the organizer gives you, and there's all this etiquette. That's the stuff you can't practice, and you just yeah. kind of have to learn as you go. But it's fun, dude, because like you said, sometimes it's really fast, and then other times you're just you don't know where you're going. You have to like basically just calm down, try not to overthink it, and uh-huh. really try to understand what the guy who made the roadbook was thinking when he threw that <laughs> illustration. That's so, where I get nervous. Yeah, is it is? Yeah. I asked Ricky the same stuff. Like he tells me that Deep the road. Hard. The road book is more accurate than, say, going in a hare and hound when there's down arrows or ribbon. He says, if there's a oh, danger, yeah. there's a danger. It's right on the mile marker where it's at. Yeah, yeah. 
But the problem is, is if you're off course, so if you're lost, and you think you're on the right course, and you're just like pinning it, and you're like, "Oh, sweet, no dangers," and yeah. you're just clicking uh, gears, yeah, and then there's like a cliff, I did or that once. yeah, I yes. mean, it's like, or you're just so like annoying. pinning it in the zone, and you're not looking at your mileage, like you're just pinning it, brah, and you know the kilometers go by super quick, and then all of a sudden you're at that danger, and you didn't even realize, dude, it's oh. you have to be on your game twenty four seven. So nice. I love it because you're like in the zone the whole time, and. It's super fun and challenging, and do do, it's, do uh, the it's do, cool. do the motocross or supercross skills come in handy at all? Do you have an advantage uh, over yeah. some of the rally guys because of this? You know, mm. Mm. So, so, I mean, dude, skills are skills. Like the technical side helps. Yeah, like riding in yeah. the dunes and stuff like that. Well, let's put it this way: like, I, I feel like I can go really fast. I, I feel like, in my opinion, I can go just just as fast as those guys are faster. But it doesn't help if you're going in the wrong direction, you know, <laughs> right, or right. you make a mistake and you get hurt. Now I'm never going to learn to navigate, you know. So yeah, um, it's a whole different ball game. And so for me, I'm just trying to take it slow. And then right. I know this Dakar is going to be super tough, and I just want to make it to the end because the finishing rate is not very high, especially yeah. for your first time. Yeah. So if I can make it to the end, that would be massive. And then uh, the next year, I want to try to. Like go good, oh boy! But you just never know. So, um, so I don't know, man. It's pretty crazy. Kiefer Mio was telling me the KTM Husky Program bike yeah. is very solid, very good bike. You know, mm-hmm. it's it's won everything in the last whatever. But the Honda it's is dangerous. way way trickier. Mm-hmm. It's got automatic preload for the fuel. You know, to adjust your preload. Yep. It's got all these electronics and everything else. But they break a little more. They're not as reliable. Um, yes. Is that kind of that's kind of what I've gathered yeah. as well, and also when I'm over, you know, when I when I sit on the Honda, it it feels really 450R ish, yeah, yeah. you know, and and it's basically is a you know a 450, but with a lot all kinds of other shit on it, yeah, um, with more weight, yeah, um, but that's why I think Honda and I think Andrew can back me up on this is that's why they're really pushing because they really want to beat. KTM and Husky, they're they're so successful in that, yeah, yeah. you know. So yeah, yeah, Mia was like, yeah, they got some tricker things on their bike, but. Sometimes it doesn't always finish and work. Yes. <laughs> and I think yeah. it's weird hearing Andrew, like, he doesn't have a bike. Ricky has a bike, and he tests. Like, he's testing all this week. He's out doing stuff and getting mm-hmm. stuff ready. So I don't know how that is compared to, you Just know, like Supercross. Just make sure people know it's not Carmichael you're talking about. Ricky? Brabeck. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah Brabeck. Sorry, yeah. yeah. X brand so, goggles, by the way. So, I, I, does that is that were you in the were you in the long run as far as testing time? Like, those guys have more testing time because they're out in the desert all the time? No, I mean, because I, I was there the summer when they were testing, you know, yep. like I've been around that bike and that's why we're going to Morocco same way. And I was in Spain for two weeks with the new bike and, mm-hmm. and, uh, so yeah, I mean the same way, if not more. So for me, it was a huge opportunity just to be with that group. They've won Dakar, like they said, for the last 16 years, I think Mayo was telling you. And yeah. so they've been really good. And it's awesome that you know, Honda's in there pushing, and uh, Yamaha has a team. Uh, Sureco, there's a bunch of like teams, and it's getting, it's huge, like worldwide. Mm-hmm. Dakar is uh, a big, big race, and it's funny oh. how in North America, like no one really knows about it. That's how I was, and now, now I feel like my eyes have been open. But yeah. it's crazy. All the one of the bikes, the Honda bikes I read got stolen online, and they valued it at three hundred grand or something. Holy really? shit! Oh, jeez. Um, yeah. So a three hundred grand Honda. Is that what you said? Yeah. 300G. Yeah. They talking, have, like, traction control and fly-by-wire. And uh, I thought you were talking to foreign currency. currency. Um, <laughs> hey, so 
Um, yeah, uh, Mayo was saying that you have brought more attention to the series, you know, just because of, you know, your your worldwide name, and and certainly we've I don't think we've ever seen a motocross guy do this switch over, and you know, of your not caliber. a full fledged moto guy, right, no, right. yeah. So he he said it's awesome to have you there and, and have you people interested in the series, and and I know our listeners will, and I'll, yeah, I'll be he'll following say that it until you know? he gets beat. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> <laughs> like, screw these, screw, screw this shorter shorty guy. Uh, screw America. Yeah. Uh, I think like go back to you. You know, I don't even know the history very good. I think the rally people would be ashamed of me, but uh, like Danny Laporte was really good from uh, the side and there's a ton of people that have done it but yeah it's pretty interesting uh, I, I didn't even really know that much about it until Caselli you know and um, then once I talked to him I started following it but uh, Kiefer how weird is it to see Shorty in A-Star gear that's what I was going to say yeah <laughs> it's not weird yeah. to see Shorty doing rally because I know how much he likes off road no but that's weird too nah but to no, me it's not as weird yeah well to you yeah to me GL it's also, I mean, Shorty, I'm a big fan. I'd love to see you absolutely crush it. Um, as the South African distributor for Alpine Star Gear, I'm very excited because they follow, those people follow it very closely. But no, seriously, Shorty, as someone that's raced with you and had some good battles, like, man, I I really wish the best for you. I think, uh, I think this is something cool for you, and I'm very intrigued. And the only thing I can say is just be safe, buddy. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Thanks, man. I appreciate it. Um, I, lo- I I loved and hated racing against you, Gio. I hated that you were so mind strong. Like you were uh, when it was ready. I was like, a dick. You, you can be perform. honest. I was a dick. <laughs> no, you were. Ah, dude, we all were. I mean, it, that's something that's way different about rally. Like everyone's cool. Like Al Mayo. Yeah. Like Mayo has a beer after the race. I think it's because he about dies every time, and he comes back and he <laughs> makes sense. Like light flash before him, so he's like, "I got to have a beer to chill out." Yeah, yeah. But you would never see a moto dude do that. And like every time, my eyes are wide open. I'm like, "Is he really drinking a beer?" Yeah, yeah, he is. Yeah, he okay. is. He's drinking a beer. And so like, and they hang out. Like so, I would never hang out with GL back in the day. No, like almost like like I would train. Like I hate that guy. I want to just beat him. You know. Right. And, like, the rally dudes, they are training, hanging out together. They help each other. If they break down, it's like, mm-hmm. you know, I don't know, it's just yeah, so it's different. different and weird. Um, yeah, it's, uh, but getting back to the gear thing, was it weird to pull on the A-Star stuff after being fly for yeah, so long, I mean, right? Like, that surprised yeah. me as much as the, uh, you know, doing yeah. the car. I was kind of shocked about both, actually. Yeah. I mean, I mean, I have no, like, everything with those teams, like, uh, everything's the same, like the exhaust, the handle, like everything is the exact same. And for a reason for rally, like when you're in the desert, you got to depend on everybody. And yeah. that way everyone's equipment's the same. And we all have the same things in our jacket and on our bike, you know, it's like yep. everyone has the same Leatherman. Everyone has this same spare part. Like it's just how it works. And that's what it takes to be successful in the desert. Yeah. For me, I was super pumped. I was still able to wear a fly helmet and, um, uh, Western Power Sports, they distribute uh, Alpine Star boots, and I've worn Alpine Star boots since I started wearing Fly. Yeah, uh, yeah. But like you guys said, it's it's weird. Yeah, for sure, right? No, it's it's all good. It's just uh, it's I cool. saw a photo of you, and I'm like, oh, I yeah, think it's shorty. It's, yeah. it's 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 a cool, interesting story. By the way, I was it. just in Italy at A Stars, and they were making Brabeck special vented boots, shorty. You might want to get on that. Really? I yeah, I got some. I got some special. 
I I was uh oh you yeah. got, you got some okay all right I was I don't want to say anything because yeah ooh yeah. <laughs> the edge ooh um, I got the edge something coming out soon. dropping soon it's not gonna Shorty help and I'm boots. going the exact wrong direction uh, does Gothic want to quit Honda and, and go work for you in, in rally <laughs> I guarantee you he does I guarantee you Gothic I wish he would cu- quit Honda tomorrow to go <laughs> rally no that's against his religion dude he's like he bleeds red yeah you know? that's you true know how they have orange bleeders he's like. <laughs> Honda through and through. <laughs> well, most people actually, just to clarify things, most people do bleed red. Yeah. yeah. Just saying. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, well, Gothic, I mean, not enough electronics for Gothic. He loves data, right? He loves data. So. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, no, it's 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 going to be awesome to see you do it and try it, and we'll be tracking it come, uh, come January. Um, before we let you go here, Andrew Short brought to you by Pivotworks. Official. Uh, if it pivots, it works. If it Official OEM replacement bearings of Langston Motorsports, everybody, by the way. Um, before we let you go, Shorty, what did you we'll make? We'll get you a discount, yeah. discount code real quick. <laughs> what did you make of the Supercross changes, Andrew? What do you think of all that stuff? Uh, yeah, I'm interested to get your opinion. Yeah, I mean, I think evolution is good uh, for the sport. And I think just motorsports in general, it seems like it needs a little bit of flair. And I think the average fan, I don't think they're going to get lost. Uh, I don't think it's good for the privateer, but I think Feld, I don't think they really care about that. Uh-huh. Um, and honestly, I think for an elite sport at the money, high money. end, whether it's F1 or yeah. or Supercross, I feel like you know the the, the top guys are going to get the press regardless. So hopefully, it makes the racing exciting, and mm-hmm. I like it. I think it's good, and I think they made the right decision. So. Yeah, no. It's gonna be weird for me. I, yeah, I, I never used to even watch the races when I got home after last year because I analyzed the video enough on race day. Right. And now I'm gonna be like checking it out all the time. So yeah, it'll be a different perspective. Yeah, absolutely. Right. Um, well, you never know, Shorty. Maybe one day you do motocross only contract for you. Get the twenty. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, no. By the way, Marty, no. Marty's got your old number. Believe me, yeah. that's, that's very odd. Yeah. Marty's got the yeah. 29. He does? Yeah. Is this yeah, so that, this, that bad? Was that the first year it was it was yeah. available? Yeah. Oh, dang, already? Yeah, Marty's 29 now. Jeez, yeah. Shorty. Life goes on, huh? <laughs> ah, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Do you what? look at Dino any different? Um, It was tough the first year, for sure. It was really? Tough. Oh, yeah. 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 You know what I mean? Um, When's uh when's the car start? What's the day? January 6th. Okay, till what? I don't know. <laughs> he doesn't want to think that long. I'm it? scared, yeah. Once he gets there, to that point, he'll figure way. it out. Oh, man. Yes. Uh, how's the wife and kids? Everybody good? Yeah, they're all good. Awesome. Yeah. Good to hear. Well, thanks for your time, man. I appreciate it. Good luck. Yeah, in, thanks for having me on. And Rally, we'll be, we'll be in touch. We'll be following you. And uh, thank you again, man. Thanks. Thanks, yeah, Shorty. Love it. Thanks, all right, man. see you. See you guys. See you. Behave tonight, GL. Yeah, no. good to hear you too, buddy. <laughs> hey, seriously, I am literally pulling for you, but the biggest thing is I hope you do what you said. Just take it easy the first time, get your bearings, and then uh, – Pivot works bearings. P- yeah. Yeah. Because they work all the time, every time. And then from that, like, honestly, I, I you got the talent, bro. Like, you can get it done. I hope that you be safe this time. And I think maybe your mental attitude might get you right up there. Hey, when we were mountain biking hey, the other day, I told Ricky, I go, I think Andrew's going to be good. I think he's going to, you know, maybe this year, maybe be up top 10. I go, do you see that? And he's like, nope, no way. 
Not oh, top yeah. ten. Why would you blow yeah. Brayback out like that on the show? Because I don't well, care. It's Ricky. He's okay. He blow me it. out too. Yeah, Everyone Ricky's a good guy. Has an opinion, right? But as yeah, someone that knows like Shorty well enough, Shorty may not be the most naturally talented rider, but, but he's got out. a good worth ec- yeah. work ethic and a great mindset, well, and I think. He will do very well. And I think sometimes in these sort of events, if you come out too aggressive or too gung-ho, it goes sideways. But, you know, longevity is, but also, is the key. Also, too, having a great team behind you right. is key. And the Rockstar Husky guys, a la KTM guys, this is, but this that's, is, a, this is a team you want to be fun. I, I, right. I'm going to be glued right. to the results every day because I now know someone very personally yeah. that I, I, I want to see do well. Absolutely. And that's why I think Brayback said fan. that is because that the navigation's the hard part, and Shorty can agree to that. Yeah, so. yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. Don't get me wrong; I have a long way to go, and it's going to be an uphill battle. But like you guys said, I, I love it, and I'm going to do everything I can to to get to the top level. But awesome! We'll Thank you, man. Appreciate the time, Thanks, guys. Thanks, see you, Andrew. Kick ass, Andy. Andrew Short, everybody. One of the nicest guys around, man. Yeah, he's a good dude. Been around him a lot, and. I can honestly, I mean, he's a guy that I'd like to act like that all the time. The guy was. He's the nicest guy I've beaten a championship, which <laughs> he was, didn't allude to. But, but even but like he had bad days. I watched him come off the track and be upset and he was be always, professional. And, yeah. you know, like there's never blaming a motorcycle. There's never blaming a sponsor. There's. Was he pretty gnarly as a racer though? Was he like. Oh, he'll put, he'll put you down. <laughs> no, shorty, shorty. He's a little intense. Um, we talked about it a little bit. Came down to Seattle, 06 West Coast Supercross Championship. There was two points between us and came in the first turn. And, and I even said to him one day, I said, man, I felt like you kind of, you know, really yeah. gave me that, you know, that, that shunt, like I want to put this guy on the ground. And I, I, I totally get it. Like, don't yeah. get me wrong. Yeah. I would have done. In fact, I almost want to tell him I would have hit you way harder. <laughs> like, come on. But no, Shorty is um, – you can't help but like him. You know, I've I've had races I've raced against, and I don't want to mention the people I don't like, but Shorty's the guy that you went and you gave a hug. He was very respectful, very um, professional, you know, all those things. And um, after things were said and done, I have a ton of respect for him. I really do. It's yep. not a... Grand you know me, I keep it real. I'm not giving you a corporate answer. I, right. I like Shorty. I'd love to see him oh, you fucking keep it real. crush it. You keep it real on the show. Grant Woo! Langston. Chris <laughs> Kiefer. Uh, you heard, tuned up, bro. You heard uh, Shorty talk about Michelin. Who brought the drinks? I'm getting tuned up over here, bro. You heard Shorty. I'm in third gear right now. <laughs> Seven-speed gearbox. <laughs> Maybe eight. All right, let's, just, let's just go to commercial break. We'll be right back after this, everybody. All of us have one thing in common when it comes to leaning that bike into a corner, floating a dirt bike through the air, or blasting a sand berm in a UTV. And that is passion. At BTO Sports, our foundation is built around family, which allows us to offer unparalleled customer service. Knowing we share a common interest, we look forward to the weekend as much as you. So we offer three-day express on orders over $85. BTOsports.com is proud to be a premier source for motorsports parts and apparel for well over a decade due to our reputation for excellent customer service and great prices. From motocross to mountain bikes, sports bikes to UTVs, BTOsports.com has what you need because our passion reflects yours. Yeah, that's right, people. That's Van Halen. I want to tell you about my two favorite things in life. Van Halen and Fly Racing. Flyracing.com. They make much more than just moto gear. Mountain bike gear, snowmobile gear, hard parts. They've got it. Flyracing.com. 
The F2 Carbon Helmet. It's as close to a factory bike as a helmet can get. It's out of the box and onto the racetrack ready helmet for guys like Millsaps, Baggett, Canard, and Pike. Carbon Fiber, Kevlar, Coolmax, Mips. Fly Racing's F2 Carbon has 10 different graphic styles, 22 colorways. Go to your local dealer, get them from flyracing.com. Please check them out. A whole line of hard parts as well. Flyracing.com. Do you ride a stock bike? Then why drive a stock truck? NFAB offers innovative products to take your truck or Jeep to the next level. Innovative, high-quality styles will let you customize your vehicle just like you customize your bike. The new RKR rails with patented detachable steps provide ease of entrance around town and clearance and protection for an off-highway adventure. NFAB's direct bolt-on MRDS pre-runner bumper with multi-mount and LED helps light up your world. Justin Barcia, Weston Pike, and Filthy Phil are all NFAB users and fans. Visit NFAB.com to learn about all of the innovative products and how you can outfit your build. NFAB. Get your truck in gear. Everybody knows Racetech is the number one place to go for your suspension. Everybody knows that if you go Pulp MX 17, you get a discount at Racetech.com. But besides that, did you know Racetech? They are now the home of engines as well. Racetech suspension and engines, great guys. They've done a lot of great work for the, uh, a lot of privateers and, and different riders in the pits with their motor work. Precision engine services are dyno, flow bench, and then track tested to provide maximum performance and reliability. The Racetech engine services use the industry's most desired state-of-the-art equipment and a championship-proven experienced team. They're really pushing their engines, and they're really doing a good job down there, those people. What, think about how many years they've been doing incredible suspension. Well, they've added engine work to their program with guys that have been around the sport for a long time. Pulp MX 17 gets you a discount on their engine services, whatever it is. Rebuilds, performance, they can do it. Got four-stroke motor problems? Racetech.com, everybody. Check them out. Guts Racing, the leaders of seat technology, has tons of new stuff for 2017. Guts Racing has new products like RCH Factory Suzuki Graphic Kits and complete Husqvarna seats. Guts Racing has added new gripper material colors, fluorescent yellow and pink to go with nine other colors we already have. Guts Racing even expanded to more teams and riders. 2017 Guts Racing will be seen on JGR MX, RCH Suzuki, Factory Husqvarna, Cycle Trade Yamaha, Blue Buffalo, Barn Pros, MCR Honda, Pro Circuit Kawasaki, Malcolm Stewart, and many, many more top teams and riders. Guts Racing has the world covered for 2017 and beyond. So now it's time you join the Guts Racing team by using discount code PULPMX2017 for 30% off at GutsRacing.com. Hi, Randy Richardson from Michelin here, and I'd like to thank the Pulp MX Show listeners for your support and share some information about Michelin motorcycle tires. 
Michelin offers motorcycle tires for everything from cruisers to sport touring, sport bikes, and adventure touring motorcycles. And as we celebrate our 10-year anniversary of our iconic partnership with Harley-Davidson, you'll find Michelin Scorcher tires on an increasing number of factory-equipped Harley-Davidson motorcycles. New for 2017, Michelin introduces the new benchmark for sport bike tires, the Michelin Power RS, featuring many of Michelin's patented technologies, all of which contribute to the incomparable grip, handling, and flickability of the Michelin Power RS. I just want to hit a motocross stuff. Fair enough. Let's focus on the Michelin Starcross 5. Because the Pulp MX show listeners are important to Michelin, we're going to continue to sponsor Steve's janky radio show. That's right. While I'm not like some people who say, I know everything. I do know a few things about motorcycle tires, and I'd like to share some of the key features and benefits of the Michelin Starcross 5 tires with you. And I promise it's not a bunch of corporate blah, blah, blah. The Michelin Starcross 5 tires are specifically designed for use in a broad range of conditions and terrain. They're available in sand, soft, medium, and hard versions, and are offered in 21 size and fitment applications. Yeah, you like that? In addition to the exceptional performance and durability, the redesigned architecture of the Michelin Starcross 5 features a bead profile that makes the tires easier to install. And everyone knows... Easier mounting is always a good feature. If you're riding on Michelin Starcross 5 tires, but you have friends that are still buying other brands, please tell them... No, 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 no. Encourage them to try a set of Michelin Starcross 5 tires. And if you haven't tried Michelin Starcross 5 tires yet... You're out of your mind, dude. Visit your local dealer or online retailer to purchase a set of Michelin Starcross 5 tires and install them on your bike. Who knows, they might just help you learn to do a backflip in a day. It worked for the Doom Goon. To learn more, visit MichelinMotorcycle.com and follow us on Instagram at Michelin Motorcycle. Want a chain and sprocket kit but aren't sure what you need? Then call Vortex Racing at 800-440-3559 and get hooked up with a V3 performance kit. They have more gearing than your garage has room for. With over 30,000 possible gearing combinations, Vortex has the right gearing for any track condition. It's a ridiculous amount of gearing for nearly any bike. Join the ranks of Chad Reed and Cooper Webb on the factory Yamaha Supercross team at Rocka Vortex Sprocket. Available in red, black, blue, silver, and green. Yes, green. Call a doctor because things just got sick. Warning. May cause extraordinary power, excessive performance. Speed so fast your eyes will bleed. Call Vortex Racing at 800-440-3559. Mention promo code PULPMX16 to get 40% off your next order. And don't forget to sign up for the Vortex Athlete Support Team for 2017. For more information, call 800-440-3559 or visit VortexRacing.com. Attention riders, welcome to Atlas Air Flight 604 with non-stop service to a better neck brace. Please follow along as we outline the safety features of this revolutionary device. Located on the underside of the frame is a convenient, easy open system. To fasten, simply insert the release bar into the left frame. To release, push the release button and pull the frame apart. We suggest that you keep your neck brace fastened throughout the duration of the moto as you may experience an unexpected huckabuck from time to time. To ensure a safe ride, please keep your neck underextended at all times. In the likely event of an over-the-bars emergency, your brace will double as a suspension system. Although the Atlas brace will not be noticeable, it will be there when you need it. If you are riding with a child or someone who requires assistance, secure your brace first and then assist the other person with a prodigy, tyke, or brawl. We ask that you keep your brace on until your moto is finished. Maximum surface area is located on your chest around the sternum, back around the spine, 
and up over your shoulders with extra padding over your collarbone. Should you need more, please request a Defender Roost Guard or Guardian Body Armor. We remind you that this is a non-rigid neck brace. Tampering with, disabling, or destroying the product is prohibited by the limited lifetime warranty. You will find this and all other safety information in the user manual located online at atlasbrace.com. At this time, we ask that you remain standing with throttles in the wide open position, elbows up, and two fingers on the clutch. On behalf of the captain and entire crew, thank you for flying Atlas Air. Enjoy the ride. WUSA is the number one source for quality wheel sets and wheel building services. They are the exclusive importer for talent and kite hubs along with DID and Excel rims. Their wheels and wheel building services are trusted by the finest teams in the country. Teams like Factory KTM, JGR Suzuki, Rocky Mountain MC KTM, Rockstar Husky Star Racing Monster Energy Babbitts, they all trust up, yeah. No job is too big or too small. WUSA, everybody, we thank those guys for coming on board with us. Whatever you need for your wheels, hubs, wheel building services, they've got it. Mention Pulp MX when you call down there, and they'll give you a discount. They ship nationwide. Follow them on Facebook and Instagram at WUSA.com. WUSA, they're all things wheels. Do it. WUSA. Do it. Gear Alloy Wheels. Since introduced in 2004, the Gear Alloy brand has dominated the truck, SUV, and Jeep market with a wide range of styles, sizes, and finishes. Featuring unique, aggressive off-road styles along with fashion-forward SUV styling for today's discriminating sport truck and off-road vehicle enthusiasts alike. Designed and engineered in SoCal in order to stay on trend with design. And sourced worldwide to ensure the highest quality, best-looking product available. With styles available in 16-inch through 22-inch diameters and 5, 6, and 8-lug applications, including 10-inch and 12-inch wide options. Whether you drive a Ford, Chevy, GMC, Dodge, Ram, Toyota, Nissan, or Jeep, there is a gear alloy wheel style for you with 20 different wheel styles to choose from in black, machined, milled, and chrome-plated finishes. Gear Alloy is a proud sponsor of the NFAB and Pro Yamaha GNCC race team. Be sure to check out all the gear alloy wheels at gearalloy.com or atdwheels.com. Get your trucking gear. Starting now, you can use the code PULPMX17 to save on Gear Alloy at SoCalSuperTrucks.com. Gear Alloy Wheels for your Jeep, truck, or SUV. Get your trucking gear. Established in Northern California in 1989, Works Connection's original idea to bring top-shelf motocross and supercross products to market still holds true today. Offering protection and performance upgrades in the form of either aluminum or plastic skid plates, the patented Pro Launch Start Device, radiator-saving radiator braces, 
or the unique tack hour meter with maintenance timer. Being just a few of the product choices, works connection stocks. Tested and trusted by RCH Racing, JGR Suzuki, Star Racing, Rock River Yamaha, and Babbitt's Kawasaki. You can count on Works Connection to provide reliable products that deliver. Available on the web at worksconnection.com or your local retailer. Founded in 1999, PivotWorks was created with the vision of providing a fast, easy, and complete solution to maintaining the suspension and chassis of your dirt bike or ATV. By taking all of the hard-to-find parts within the different chassis and suspension segments and packaging them into one easy-to-order kit, PivotWorks helps simplify the way you buy dirt bike parts. You can save time and money by ordering a PivotWorks swing arm or linkage rebuild kit that contains all of the necessary parts for a complete rebuild. Whether it's wheel bearings or a complete shock rebuild kit. PivotWorks has what you need to get your bike or ATV handling like new for a fraction of the price of the OEM parts. If you race, ride for fun, or just like restoring bikes like Mathis, PivotWorks should be your first choice when it comes to bearing and seal replacement. After almost 20 years in business, PivotWorks is still the leader in OEM quality aftermarket bearing and seal kits. And PivotWorks is giving back to Pulp MX listeners by offering a special 30% discount for all orders placed online. Go to PivotWorks.com today and use the discount code PULPSHOW2017 for a 30% discount on your order. Ride hard, ride fast, ride PivotWorks. EK Chain set out to design a chain that was as elegant and beautiful as it was strong. The result is the 3D chain by EK. The first thing you'll notice about the 3D chain is its formed outer side plates. They have a curved form that helps to reduce weight. The centers of the plates have a recessed rectangular stamping that adds an eye-popping appeal. The inner side plates feature lightning holes and rounded edges to further reduce mass and put more power to the pavement. 3D chains by EK are available in three colors, chrome nickel, black gold, full gold. 3D's elegance is matched only by its strength, 11,400 pounds of tensile strength to be exact. That's enough to handle any motorcycle, no matter the terrain. The QX2 X rings that are featured in the 3D chain have a better wear resistance than standard QX rings by 30%. This more efficient design results in a chain that transfers 1% more power and torque to the rear wheel. EK is accepting applications for rider support. Get your 3D chain by EK at a great price through the EK Rider Shop. To apply, visit EK.
back, everybody. Pulp Next Show presented by BTOsports.com and Fly Racing. My motocross show at work. Thank you, people, for listening. Appreciate it. Thanks to BTO and Fly. Great guys to have on board with us. NFAB, Jeep and Truck Parts, Race Tech Suspension, Vortex Racing, Gear Alloy, Roost MX, Pivot Works, X Brand Goggles. Works Connection, FMF, Atlas Neck Brace, W Wheels, EK Chains, Guts Racing, and Get Data. All on board with us, Grant Langston, Chris Kiefer in the house. Ouch. Thanks to Andrew Short for coming on. Good luck in the rally. <clears throat> Fun time. 702-586-7857. Give us a call anytime. You want to talk to GL or Chris Kiefer? Kiefer After Dark is coming up, too. Oh, yes. Oh, a lot of, lot of tweets coming through. I'm trying to keep up but a lot of good actually several good questions well we have a segment later where he asks those questions oh sorry no it's fine i'm just how, how depressed you got that guy for the fans. the guy in the corner will ask you every one of those questions later on yep yeah yeah absolutely uh by the way uh you heard andrew short talking about he was mounting his michelins oh he sent me a picture the other night, too, him oh. doing that. Oh, really? Easier mounting. That's what he put on his caption. Easier, easier mounting. mounting. Always a good feature. Michelin Starcross 5, MichelinMotorcycle.com. They can be purchased wherever Michelin motorcycle tires are sold. Getting a ton of feedback from our listeners and people who've bought these things, and they love them, man. They work out really well for them. Four versions, hard, medium, soft, and sand. Completely redesigned casing, a more aggressive self-cleaning tread design. 15% lighter on their sand tire. It's a great tire, and uh, please check them out. Michelin Star Cross 5, man. They really work well um, for most people in most conditions. We are having uh, giving away some at some point uh, in the next coming shows. So if you want to win, just listen, call in, maybe ask a question, and, and uh, perhaps we will uh, get to you and uh, see if you can get a set of Michelin Star Cross 5s. I might need some soon on my RMZ. There you go. RM Army. That's right. It's all ready to go, right? Thanks thanks to Race Tech Suspension. Okay. Got We're locked suspension in. back. How about that sag? When are we going to measure that? <clears throat> or do you, got, do you got one of those auto? We need to. We need you got to. those sag scale tools? The fucking thing is so trick. Okay. The oh, RM Army. Here we go. That shock has just got the Allen key and you just like click it, you know? Like yeah. it's. That's weird, right? No. It's, it's, so it's, it's called technology, like, Kiefer. Oh, so and you're shitting all over the bike. <laughs> no, no, no. What it is is if he doesn't take a shit. They can quickly change the adjustment. Right. If it takes a shit, it just, you know, several it, pounds. Yeah, I am looking so the forward. Sag is, yeah, yeah, yeah. I am yeah. looking forward to, to riding it. For, for overweight. Pre-coffee, after coffee. Um, can't wait. Hey, so uh, the Gear Alloy folks, the Gear Alloy folks, we saw, uh, I tweeted out a photo of a guy who uh, went to SoCal Super Trucks. He punched in the code PULPAMEX17 at SoCalSuperTrucks.com and got a great deal on a wide selection of uh, Gear Alloy uh, wheels that they offer for your truck, Jeep, and SUV. They built to accommodate the most demanding conditions on and off-roads, so whether you're loading up to head to the track or heading to work or just cruising the street. Gear Alloy will get you in style. Ford, Chevy, GMC, Dodge, Ram, Toyota, Nissan, Jeep, Gear Alloy wheel style for you. 20 different ones to choose from. Uh, so thanks to the folks at Gear Alloy for making it happen. And you can save with Gear Alloy um, using code PulpMX17 and the RMATVMC team, KTM team. They're sponsored by Gear Alloy, as well cool as the sale. NFAB Ampro Yamaha team. And, of course, uh, Jessica Patterson, JP Money. Uh, so this is the Gear Alloy cold call. So let me ask one of you guys. Let me take a vote here. Yep. Don, Donnie can be the third. Donnie Bales here can be the third tie-breaking vote. 
I want to call either Adam Cincerillo or Adam anything that. Who do we call? I'm going AC. 722. Donnie? I'm not turn your mic on. Just get, yeah, no, just, Doug, just, Doug, just, Doug, Doug. just lip read. Uh, I want uh, AC. Yeah. Adam He's just, driving home with me. Doesn't yeah, have a I choice. Tried, Sorry, I, tried, I tried Deuce. Sorry. Will, but will he pick up? Will the, well, ki- will the kid pick up? We don't want Deuce Deuce. I just want to hear what CC's doing. Okay. AC. Yeah, Sorry. Yeah, me too. AC, CC's? Too many CCs and the ACs. <laughs> hey, uh, gear out cold call. Hey, Adam, I can not fuck you, everyone says, except for Chris Keeper. Hey, if he doesn't answer, then I'm going to give a fuck you to AC, too. Yeah. <laughs> you better fucking fuck ask guy. Gear out cold call. Gear out get your truck in Yo. gear. 50-50. Adam Cincerello. What's up, bro? Pulp and Show, gear out cold call. How are you? Uh, dude, I am doing excellent right now. I'm watching a terrible football game between the Houston Texans and the Baltimore Ravens. We have it's it on. Awful. We have it in studio. Also, so Chris Kiefer's here and Grant Langston in studio. Oh, what's up, Skell Kiefer? What's up? What's happening, China from another vagina? <laughs> whoa, whoa! <laughs> Go if you slap you save my China. Hey, uh, so we just wanted to find out how's boot camp, how's preseason going, what's going on, how do you feel, how is the bike, how's the track, how's Kenny, how's the seven deuce deuce? Yeah, you know, it's uh, it's good. Um, yeah, I've been in Santa Barbara, we've been up in Santa Barbara, we do our boot camp up here every year, we do, we come up here like uh, last week in October, normally kind of right after Monster Cup. Uh, I'm, I'm really, I'm hush-hush I'm on Kenny. Okay. Because everybody, everybody, everybody who talks to me pretty much is like how's he look bro like what what's the speed difference what's right. that and like i'm just i'm just not going to tell you guys okay i'm not under orders or anything right i just kind of want to see like i have a lot of people tell I me get that, it, man. that are I, thinking he's way slower and i get it so i'm just gonna i want it to be a surprise but everything else is good uh-huh. i almost died on a bike ride the other day but it's cool <laughs> what happened oh no i just don't i mean i just almost died i was like hit by uh, a car just, or <laughs> No, oh no, no, just legs. Um, just oh, legs. I see what you mean, right? Yeah, no, yeah, I, 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 I get you. Um, west or east? Come on, bro. Uh, west or east? Um, I don't know. I like west. Yeah, let's hope you go west, right? Yeah, I like west. Um, how's the seven we'll deuce deuce looking? As you Hold know, on. the question what? is: what? Who's faster, seven two two or seven two three? Good question. Who is it's better? Changed. It, it, it changed. It changes by the day. I think they're both, like, I think they both kind of have their days where they fluctuate. But mm-hmm. uh, what's cool about them is, like, the energy's always up. You know, you hate going <laughs> to the track with guys that are, like, right. are super bummed out all the time. Yep. So you have no, you do not lack any energy when the Deuce Deuce and, and Tyler are around. So it's been fun. I actually never, I don't even think I met them before. Oh, boy. Uh, before I this time. So it's been fun. Yeah, it's they're been fun. We actually. Hey, we actually went over to their house for a barbecue a couple of weeks ago, and we started, like, we went to Deuce Deuce's little studio and kind of, like, recorded this little hook. Like, it was it was kind of, I mean, it's terrible. Don't get me wrong. It was, um, it was fun. So you'll be sticking to Supercross career and not rapping career. Is this correct? Yeah, that, no, I'm just. Yeah, I'm just not really too good at anything other than riding, to be honest. <laughs> oh, stop it. Come on. Um, yeah, it's uh, it's uh, interesting to, to see. It's right, coming right around the corner. Uh, GL just got back from Aussie. I just got back from Paris. So we've been talking a little bit about that, you know, and what we saw yeah, over there. No, yeah, it's funny. It's funny. Like, I woke up 
I swear, it was like last week, and I'm like, okay, I'm ready to race now. You know, like going through my first season and then kind of being like, oh, man, like I, I could use some time off. Like I am actually feel like not riding for a little bit. Mm-hmm. And then now coming through boot camp and it's like you just wake up one morning and you're like, okay, I've had enough off season. Like, let's do this thing. Yeah. Yeah, really, right? GL, did you get to that point at some point where you're just Absolutely. like, I'm, I'm over this. Bones, Bones, I'm good. Leave me alone. <laughs> well, I think sometimes when you start doing too much at the same track, same place, same time, and I, I've alluded to this before, mm-hmm. I think you start doing basically it's like doing donuts on yourself. <laughs> you go around in circles and then you're like, oh, this is better for sure. And then a week later, you're like, oh, I don't know. And you start, I think, psyching yourself out. Uh-huh. That's why I said I think it's also good to do a little bit of racing in the off season because it's reality. You know, it's it's racing. It's, it's at the end of the Breaks day. Breaks it up. Yeah. Like, they, like they say, you can you can be the, the fastest guy in qualifying and win your heat race and all that. You know, I hate to bring up Davalos' name, but, like, he was so good at all that, but – I always said, but yeah, but when it comes to putting your money on, who are you going to bet on? And people always hesitate, and it you know comes back to that whole thing. So I would, I I am stoked, and I and and AC knows from talking to him, like so stoked that he had a good season of getting, you know, being healthy, yeah. being at all the races, doing well, and being in a position to win. He knows as much as I'm saying right now. He blew several of those, but. He was pushing the envelope. <laughs> yeah, no, I agree. He blew he blew it because yep. he was pushing the envelope. But I think the good thing is you've got to go from the you know the lowest point to the highest point, and you find that happy medium. I believe someone like AC has got the talent, all the talent in the world that just needs to, you know, be able to come in healthy and confident. I think he'll do major damage, and I know you're listening right now, I see. But I, I I've said to you before, like. It's it's a little things, and I know you're a hardworking guy. He's worked on it, and I'm excited to see him next year because when he came on the pro, I mean, as an amateur, he uh-huh. was the man. We all knew that. Everyone uh, said. I, I thought Webb was better myself, but. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> hey, tit for tat. I'm kidding. I'm. I know you think yeah. Timmy Ferry was better than me as a pro, but oh, uh, Timmy was I'll, good. I'll, I'll hold up a number one plate every now and then just to show <laughs> you. Hey. But I'd like to. I'd like but, to. I'd like to get that frame checked by the AMA, though. Can we do something about that frame you had? Yeah, I'd like to get that thing it. checked. I'm telling you, rookie, you check it. Rookie was taking a freaking uh, Dan Dino Dan. I meant was taking a freaking sand wheel to that thing. That was before wrong, you got wrong the new team, wrong, yeah, before wrong you brand. got the new frame. You guys were taking so much me- aluminum off that thing. It's ridiculous. I wish they would have. I swear, I would love to say oh. you were right, but I I asked them to, and they said. There's a limit, and we uh, don't even is. want to flirt with there the gray is. area. And I'm like, bro. My favorite thing, my favorite thing about Steve is he never lives in the past. It's always no. Before. It's always about the future. <laughs> <laughs> He's never you know been about that you know one what? time. That was well, a good one. Several times. You know what? <laughs> Fuck you. But that was a good one. That hey, was, see, that's I why I like, like you, brother. <laughs> that was a good one. Um, I feel like we ended with that. No. <laughs> no. He wants to get off. No, because what about the no, ninety? What about the ninety-two, bro? What about looking at that thing and seeing the 92? Oh, it, look, it looks nice. It looks nice. It's really, it's been a goal of mine. Right. Since, I know. Since, when I hit that kind of slump in the middle of outdoors, like the four races where everybody thought I probably didn't even race, uh-huh. like that was my motivation, really, like <laughs> to get back on track was like, man, if I, I've had a pretty decent season so far. If I don't get my shit together, I'm going to be number, uh, I don't know, 30 next year. Right, so. right. 
I was I was pretty stoked. I was like checking it every single weekend on the on the ride home. I like it. No, I like it. It's the, good. I'm glad you got it. it. Took took a while longer than all of us thought, but you got it, bro. You got it. Yeah, you think, I know. I um, know. But yeah, I'm stoked on it. Uh, what's your favorite GL memory? Do you oh, have one? Hey, see, no, I'm not, uh, GL. But, well, let's keep it to on the track. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think I think I mean watching. I know I hate to bring this up, GL, but the thing, if you were to ask me, Grant Langston, what I would think of, um, I would think of uh, Hangtown 05 mm. side saddle riding up the finish line with his ankle like turned backwards. Mm, that was right. pretty boss move. That was pretty boss move. Yeah, yeah. He probably should have just checked up and would have won the title. But oh well, that's not why he's GL, right? That's not. Yeah, I'm sure there's more, but you got me on a cold call, and I'm completely. Right. I was in my football zone, not in my racing zone. No, uh, absolutely. There's plenty of GL memories. GL's the man. Love that guy. Um, yeah, no, uh, that's we were just talking about that earlier. Like, that's one of those cases where you're a racer, and Grant saw the opening, and he already didn't like Mike Alessi anyways. I didn't hate him. <laughs> so, I had nothing fuck really against him. <laughs> <laughs> that's, uh, that's your words right there. <laughs> um, yeah, that was my words. <laughs> not the- um, AC, thank you for picking up. We appreciate the Gear Alley cold call. Uh, we'll let you get back to the thrilling Houston-Baltimore game. When are you going back to Florida? Uh, I'll be back. We have our team photo shoot, so I actually go back to Corona on Wednesday. Um, and then we have our team photo shoot and a little testing and stuff to do. And I'll probably be back to Florida in the next couple weeks or so. Go back for Christmas. If I don't, my mom will kill me. So I'll how's, be back there soon. How's Chuck? Is Chuck good? Yeah, I haven't seen him in a while. Oh, I haven't seen him in a man, while. We but I, I'm looking forward to it. I'm looking forward to it. Absolutely. Tell, but, uh, tell everybody we said hi in the boot camp, especially the 7 Deuce Deuce and the 7 Deuce Trace. Oh, I will. Um, uh, they'll be stoked to hear from you. Did you see the photo of him on the podium up in Canada? The seven Hell Deuce yeah, Deuce? I did. I tried to tell him to cut his hair. He doesn't Dude, want he to looks do like it. an animal with that hair. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, he's an animal, bro. We've been just modeling down laps on laps. Is he dude's coming for top ten? Is he getting skinnier? Is he is he looking good that way? Because I know he's trying. Yeah, they look good. They both look good. Yeah, they both have. They, I mean, they joke around a lot, but I feel like they both work pretty pretty hard. I mean, right. from what I've been around them, unless they're really faking it, they're doing a great job. <laughs> nah, I doubt it. Um, thanks for picking up, buddy. Appreciate it. Thank yep, you. No problem, guys. All have right. a good one. See ya. See ya. Cheers, bro. Adam Sincero, everybody. There we go. Donnie Bale's breaking the tie break. There you go. And uh, so we found out what he's going to do. Uh, he's not talking about Kenny, which I guess, I don't know, whatever. Dude, but, I would, uh, I get it. You don't want to be that guy. I would be so sick and tired of it, yeah. too. Because you know he's getting heat all the time. Hey, how, what's he look like? I wonder well, how many people drive is, up, the, but how many people drive up north. Is Cincerello is such a big name and such a, <clears> you know, name of the sport. But, of course, the minute any fan gets a chance to talk to him, they we'll figure in their about- head, I'm going to, you know, rapid fire at least three or four questions yeah, I when I in. can. Yeah. So it's like, how you doing? You feeling good? You're going to win next year? How's Kenny? How's yeah, Kenny? Yeah. You know, like people get in that mode. Yeah. So yep. I get it. I mean, I was teammates with Reed and he was injured briefly and people were like, hey, how's it go? Second question. How's Chad? <laughs> and I started going, you know what? Fuck yeah. you. Why are you asking? Yeah, well, exactly. Why are you Timmy, asking me? Hey, Timmy was teammates with Stu, so... Where's Stu? It, like, and he remembers this one. No, yeah. he said it got to be so brutal. Like, yeah. he's signing, and it's just like, how's James? You know what I mean? It's just like, fuck, man. Like, every single guy would come through the line, you know? And just, it almost takes the pressure off yourself, though. And no? well, other people for come lack of better line. terms, Timmy was going in his head, I'm sick and tired of fucking hearing about James Stewart. Yes, yeah. absolutely. Uh, let's get to some no phone offense, calls. James. Skippy, what's up, bro? How are you? Skippy. 
I'm good, gentlemen. How are y'all doing? We're good, man. Thanks for calling in. What's up? What's on your mind? Man, first things first, uh, you know, I know you'll love this, Matt. I got me a new lady friend, and uh, she's a huge hockey fan. She's oh, from Philly yeah. originally. Nice. She's oh, yeah. Big, she's big into hockey, so I actually sat down and watched a uh, full hockey game for the first time in my life, and uh, holy shit. Is she Pretty intense. She's from Philly, you said? Yes, sir. So she must be really bummed because right now I believe the Flyers are 2-9 and nine in their last 11. They really fell down the, fell down the slope. Jesus it's been rough Jesus. for her, but uh, we're, we're here in Dallas, and uh, – yeah, you know, Dallas Stars. I got to see them play the uh, the Flamers or the Flames or some the shit. Flamer, whoever, the Flamers, whatever the fuck their name is. It's the and, Flames. Uh, they, bro. They, yeah. Whatever, whatever. They had that. It was intense. So uh, yeah, that's good stuff. She she good girl. Uh, but uh, I was really wanting to talk about uh, you know Dean Wilson finally being healthy for a consistent year. And I really really yeah. And on the same bike, you know, all all settled with his program and everything. Well, you know? he didn't have the same bike all year. Yeah, and Yamaha. No, but I mean, this off season, right. like all settled, all he ready to go. Year. Sorry, this, sorry, this is going to be a good year for together. him, and I think uh, I think just a couple little nitbits there. Uh, you know, really, honestly, the real hero is Mohan uh, Mohan. He's the he's the true hero behind the scenes. All mechanics uh, are. All mechanics are true it, heroes, but bro. It, Oh, God. Exactly, exactly. But uh, I really think he's going to have a good year. I'm, I'm really looking forward to seeing him rip it up, and I'll just want to really, you know, kind of get y'all's uh, in-depth perception me, on what y'all think uh, he's going to do. Let me ask these two experts. GL, uh, Wilson, two questions. Can he win this year? Can he make a podium? Uh, the first one, I, I don't know if he's I, – I think if the, you know – circumstances sure, like yeah, of with a bit of luck yep. um no discredit but podium yeah i think okay. so and i want to see him up on the podium because his chick sarah's smoking <laughs> god so. she is a piece <laughs> she'll she? be right there next to him and holy we have a question yeah. about that later on i know and we'll get to the I bottom of that hit up all the time like yep i think i know sarah okay uh so what do you think sarah. he has to do to get his starts more consistent so hold on uh, hold on skippy start- kiefer win yeah. or podium no win podium yes yes all right, go ahead. Oh, Let's get it straight to the point. Yeah, well, you fucking said Sorry. it all, so. I thought we had a five-hour show, so. <laughs> what, is, what has he got to do to get his starts more consistent from a pro standpoint? You know, I know that nowadays the traction control and all that, you know, electronic stuff plays a big role, but do you think starts are a consistent thing? Because we've seen Marvin just knocking starts out left and right. Uh, no uh, questions about listen, it. Listen, I don't have as many wins as GL. I'll give my theory first. I think you're a good starter or you're not, dude, and that's it. You can nail a start if you're not a good starter. You can get some here and there. But when you're a Vince Freeze or Michael Lessie or Marvin Muskan or Ryan Dungey, you get starts. If you're Tim Ferry, Michael Arocco, blah, blah, you, you come across GL, them sometimes. Well, I think the thing is, to answer that question, my opinion is I think it's a combination of several things. Well, I'll narrow it down. To me, it's three things. Uh, motorcycle. Mm-hmm. Um, basically your feeling with the motorcycle and how you are as a starter. So it's just saying, you know, ride Technique. a machine. Mm-hmm. And thirdly, I think it's mental. Meaning take the what you think how good your bike is or whatever. I've been light and been phenomenal at starts. Mm-hmm. I've always had good reflex and all that. But I've had times where terrible starts happen. And it's always hard to figure it out. And the thing with starts without getting yeah. too long is – if your elbows, we're talking a couple inches, are ahead of the guy next to you, you can lean on him and you ruin his start and you can get the whole shot. So it literally is a matter of inches 
And I've had years where I what just she said. knew. Yeah, so she yeah said. exactly. I know. That extra inch really helps, yes. both in the bedroom <laughs> and on the start straight. Yes. I swear to God. You have that inch over that extra guy. Extra girth. You lean on him. Now you're the... You're the one swinging your cock, not getting someone's cock swung in your face. Wow. Right? That's the difference. There you go. There's the starts. I like that analogy. Swing your cock. And but then you get a good one. It. You're doing the helicopter halfway down the start straight. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Skippy, uh, we're going to run, but uh, guess what? We have a set of fly gear to give you. Um, we have a set of the uh, L. It's not LE, sorry. The hot pink Monster Energy Cup uh, stuff that uh, uh, the, the riders wore. And uh, we got that a set to give away. So, uh, that, good question. So, you win, bro. Nice Thanks, one. brother, man. That is some good stuff to hear, man. I tell you what, it's kind of depressing coming from a Houstonian uh, to see these uh, Texans struggling, so that makes my night. Thank you guys so much. <laughs> yeah. I appreciate it. Stay on hold, and uh, the guy in the corner will get your info. All right? <laughs> Thanks, guys. Y'all have a uh, great night. Thanks, you Skippy. too, brother. See uh, let's, rack, let's get through some phone calls here for GL. Benny, what's up? What's your question for the great Grant Langston? Yeah, Zulu had a question, so correct me if I'm wrong, but I vaguely remember – your championship winning outdoor season, you were in one set of gear the whole season, and then like the last race, you switched to another brand. Am I mistaken? Or? No, no, no. You're right. That was uh, talking about 2007. I actually did a deal with M2R that was uh, doing very well in the helmet market. Um, they ventured out a lot of different reasons, but I actually uh, had equity in the company. Was due to that. Everyone thought they just paid me a you know, a lot yeah. of money, but I basically invested in the company with that. But uh, there were a lot of reasons, especially the main thing was the economy. <laughs> yeah. It just, it was wrong place, wrong time. And uh, yeah, I was wearing M2R gear and they were trying to get that off the ground. The helmets, as you know, Steve, you know, they were, they were pretty popular. They, yeah. Were, yeah. they were, you could argue back then they were probably more desirable than a showy yeah, Arroyo Bell good. at times. You know, yeah. people wanted we to wear them. We wore them in 05 in Canada. Yeah, M2R. I mean, people hard. loved them, and it was a big thing. But uh, things went sideways, and the, the, the wheels came off, and then... But, okay, did you do that for the last round on purpose, or was that just when the deal came to you? Like, were you like, hey, I'm going to I'm gonna wait well, for the last round? this is stuff I think people like yeah. to hear, yeah. because this is, like, the nitty-gritty. Um, I wasn't being paid. Um, the owner of M2R, Tony, is a... Australian guy, very straight up. I have a ton of respect for him. He was very honest and forthcoming with me. And uh, we try to just, you know, just keep it casual, mm-hmm. for lack of better terms. Yeah. Just, nothing's really wrong. But, you know, when the, when literally the wheels were off, things had to happen. And what happened was, um, you know, my agent, you, you know, Fred Bramlett, yeah. right, Steve? You know, he had been, you know, Timmy's agent as well, oh, many yeah. other athletes. But, he had obviously been outsourcing, and uh, the MSR thing came along. But their deal was, we'll pay you and give you the championship bonus. Wow! But you've got to win. When it's you know pay yeah. you like pay yeah. you from here moving yeah. forward, yeah. plus a nice bonus to wear their gear for one race <laughs> at the last race. Basically, is what it came down to. So yeah, it, it was. That's a pretty good a deal weird, for you, though. It was a weird, different. You know, was the M2R guy pissed or did he get it? No, no, no. He, he was it? the one that basically was pretty much almost in tears saying, yeah. you know, the wheels have come off. Yeah. And I know some guys in Canada never got paid either, you know? And uh, they were like, huh. But, you know, I lo- don't get me wrong. I lost a fair amount of money throughout the whole thing. Yep. But I did switch the gear. MSR came along, you know, with their whole 
Tucker Rocky program and said, hey, you know, yeah, we're at, my agent worked it out. And he goes, you got to wear it so that they can yeah. say, hey, you know, we yeah. won a championship. So Got to be one of the only times in motocross history a rider has switched I think it's gear. me and, oh, yeah. I, was gonna, I thought you were going to say MSR. I was going to say it's me and LaRocca. Oh, no, no, the, uh, no. I just met a guy switched gear for the last round and won a title. You know what I mean? So, and <laughs> helmet. And helmet, yeah. Well, I wore a bell. Yeah. What was the championship bonus? What's that worth back then? For gear? Yeah. Well, gear is probably worth more, but at that point in time, I'm, I, I honestly am trying to think. My memory's not that great, but I think the bonus for that was fifty grand. Okay. Just meaning their proposed bonus for yeah, that last right. race. Yeah, round. I think typically, you know, nowadays if like, I don't know, I'm just saying if Tomac, Dungey, those guys win for their gear companies. I think two hundred. I would think it's, I was going to say one hundred and fifty, yeah. two hundred, maybe two fifty. Yeah. That's just bonus. That's the championship yeah. bonus. Yeah. So, but yeah. their contracts um, are probably well. It depends. A lot of the, a lot of those guys, once they become successful, like a Dungey, whatever, I think they get a little more base, a little less. Yeah, no, those guys at the top are getting over a million for gear. What? Yes, a year. Yes. Yeah. How the fuck do they justify? They don't. It's smart. That's why we pay out of our yin yang for fucking gear. <laughs> oh, I want to say us. I mean, my consumers. I don't pay for gear. Yeah, I'm too um, cheap. Hey, I thanks for the call, it. man. Appreciate it, Benny. Thank you. Yeah, good wow. question. Thanks, brother. Uh, let's get to Dave. Dave, what's up? You got a question for GL? Yeah, it's kind of. I think that uh, there's a recurring theme tonight with uh, everybody you called. Short AC. It's all about how uh, Grant's uh, riding techniques <laughs> taking out riders. Oh yeah. I never. Yeah. I never heard him uh, talk about the 2000 motocross the nations in San Angeli with uh, taking out Pastrana. A couple oh, that times. was that was some good racing. You and Pastrana in France. Yeah, no, I never took Travis out. I mean, I, I, don't get me wrong. I look back at some of that footage. And now, I'm that like, was a qualifying race, right? That epic battle that's online? That's the qualifier on Saturday. Yeah. Yeah. So I oh, look that back at that. Okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. So anyway, yeah, I do Think look back. Think about that, though. It's just a qualifier. And you guys are like, both of you are like, yeah, fuck you. <laughs> well, I, you know what I think it is? And I, I've, I've never actually sat down with Travis. We've talked about well, racing back then. We did a then. story on you on Racer X yeah, about but it. Yeah. I've never set, said to Travis, like, how was it for you? Because this is how it was for me. But I was a kid out of Africa just trying to prove himself. Everywhere I went, I was just, you know, every weekend mm-hmm. was prove yourself, prove yourself. And then get there, and it's like, oh, Pastrana, the American hero, the new, you know, yeah. the guy, the guy. He's the future. He's the man, you know. You want to beat his ass. And it's someone that's a world champion. It's like, well, yep. if you're a world champion, you got to be the world's best. you got to beat this guy. So we had some really good battles. I wish it would have lasted longer, but. We've had conversations, Travis and I, and and Travis has even said before, he goes, man, you were a real fucking dick, but man, I really enjoyed <laughs> racing you, right. you know, like I had a good time. He's like, those were some amazing years. And if you know Travis, he actually means it by saying, cool. because yeah, you yeah. were that yeah. kind of guy, I yeah. enjoyed it. And, and I respect that a lot. And then throwing Mike Brown, you know, it just, yeah. you had three different personalities going for yep. the same same people, spot, uh, but people want to read more about it. Uh, myself and Wygant did a Race Rex online mm-hmm. oral history of the 2001. It's a really good. You should read it you, if you haven't. You, GL, 
uh, Travis and Leroy and Andrew Everybody. Langston, every, Mitch Payton. Harry Nolte. Yeah, I called Nolte. Nolte. I mean, yeah. everyone throws their two cents in. But, but uh, the stories are pretty good in there about you guys tagging the front brakes of each other, hitting each other out, and then you you weren't able to race Bud's Creek, and Brownie was like, yeah, I guess I'm just the best or something today. And you were yeah, like, I want to fucking smack. kill him. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> There's a lot of stuff. but um, That was a great series. It's it's those it's those kind of memories and races that remind you of why you love competition. You hate your competitors, but when you're done racing, you have a yeah. lot of respect. And that's why when people say, I really respect that guy. They know because they know what it took for themselves to get there, so they respect the other guys that yeah. got there. But, uh, yeah. yeah, just thanks, uh, thanks, good Dave. times. Thanks, thanks for Dave. the call, man. Sure. No problem, man. Thank you. Right. Thank Appreciate you. it. Uh, Christian for uh, Chris Kiefer. Colin, what's up, man? What's your question for the Chris <clears throat> Kiefer? For the Chris Kiefer. Hey, Kiefer, this is the guy that bugged the shit out of you about the exhaust for the Sierra 450. Yeah, Colin, how you doing? Good. So the clutch sucks a big dick on that bike. How much does uh, Hanson help that? We're talking Honda, correct? Yep. Yeah. yeah. Honda sucks. Yeah, the Honda clutch is pretty bad, so <laughs> that's why Jill doesn't sell Hondas. <laughs> Sorry, that was me. Honda sucks. Um, Get a new bike. The A-plate Henson makes it a lot, lot better, dude. Seriously. Like at least you don't have to go through a clutch every three to four hours. How about the uh, that that recluse torque drive deal? Well, you gotta be careful with the re, uh, the recluse torque drive because it puts a bind on transmissions, especially the Honda. Um, if the springs are crew are too aggressive, then you'll break trannies. Mm-hmm. No so one wants to break a tranny. No, they're hard to break. <laughs> <laughs> no one wants I'm to try to break a tranny. It didn't work out. <laughs> So yeah, I, I, what I would do if it was my money, I would go towards the eight-plate system on the Henson. Okay. Even I don't, I don't even, though, dick, even though I know it's a twelve hundred piece of property that you're going to buy. Yeah. Well. Is this two fifty or four fifty? I'm 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 lost. Which one? Four fifty. Four fifty. Oh, four fifty. Yeah. Get a new bike. Uh, <laughs> they have the Judder Spring still, Steve. Oh, they do, huh? Yeah. The old one stock, so yeah. it's just it's not good. And then yeah. you could take the Judder Spring out and put another plate in there, but then the clutch is hard as hell. At least they went oh, to you this. you could get a new bike. All right, Gio, we got it. <laughs> <laughs> we got it. Thanks, Colin. All right. Anything else? Good luck, That's Colin. It. Thanks, Colin. Appreciate it. <laughs> good luck, Colin. You're such a fucker. <laughs> I'm serious. Good luck. He's on a Honda. He needs luck. Hondas are good. Have you ridden a Honda? Yeah, you did. You rode the shootout. You ridden it. You even said it was good. What was the your ranking in 450s? I listened to the it, Honda? but I forget. No, just overall 450s 2018. Shootout order. Well, oh, when we it go. comes to like KTM Husky, it's like, how do you rank? Uh, no, all these experts say it's okay. so much different. It's different. All the experts say that. I'm with you, GL. These guys can fuck off. Whatever. Okay. Yeah. So okay. I'll just go KTM Husky. Yeah. I went Cowie. I was. You were odd in that, right? Most guys did I not, just, yeah. there was, I, I do. That wasn't odd for Glen Helen. Cowie oh, is good oh, at Glen okay. Helen. I just, honestly, it worked. And I the really Yamaha was it. fourth, right? Then I went Yamaha. And then. Honda, and then unfortunately Suzuki at yeah. the end. RM Army. Fuck you. <laughs> Best looking bike. It, I agree. Um, it is good looking. Uh, all right. Hey, so it's like uh, a monster model. The only thing it's got going for it is the look. <laughs> the what no, model? I'm just kidding. GL monster model. Continues good to look at, but it's fucking useless. Cuts down monster models. Cuts down Hondas. He's just cutting people down. I like monster models. Don't get me wrong. 
Moto 9, the movie. It's out now. MotoTheMovie.com. Please check them out. It was came out on the November 21st. It is, uh, it is fantastic. They've, they're on their uh, tour schedule right now for their premiere tour, uh, MotoTheMovie.com. Baggett, Christian Craig, Jimmy D, Aaron Plessinger, and more. Fly Racing giving away a complete set of gear per show at these releases. So please, even if you're not going to be able to make the tour, Check out Moto Nine, the movie. It's uh, it's fantastic. I gotta get a copy. I'm waiting to get a copy. I haven't seen it either. No, I haven't seen the new one. The, oh, I thought you would have them. I, I would think so too. I haven't seen it, but I know it's fantastic. If you go by judging by any of the other Moto the movies, uh, it, it's a great uh, great series. And those guys kill it each and every time. So we thank them for coming on. BTOSports.com and Fly Racing as well. Uh, let's do the Truck Hero question of the day. We can uh, we can do this, and we can do the JGR uh, NFAB JGR check-in as well. TruckHero-com, Truck-Hero.com, uh, whatever you need for your truck, Jeep, your SUV, it's uh, it's great to have these guys on board. They're a parent company, the folks at NFAB, and they've been on board with us for a little while. Uh, great guys to have on. And uh, Tonneau Covers and uh, parent company of all these great companies that make parts for trucks. Truck Hero question of the day is uh, for Chris Kiefer right now. Um, don't. What happened to the 2018 Honda 250F? Chris Kiefer. What oh. the hell happened? What happened? GL, remain calm. I haven't, calm even, down. I haven't no. even seen no. it. Brand it. new bike. Brand new bike for the folks at Honda. For Do I have a chance for a piss break? Or yeah, go ahead right yeah, now. Sweet. If, if, right. if you're done insulting Hondas, you can go. No, no, no. I. You know what? Every Honda is a great Honda. <laughs> great. As he leaves the room. <laughs> great. As he leaves great. the room. So what happened, Kiefer? Basically, in our shootout, it was either loved ranked very high or hated. So the guys that loved it rode aggressively and they rode up in the mid to top in power. So they liked that because that's where that bike shines. And no, the you're wrong. No, oh, you're wrong. Let me finish and then you can you're wrong. rebuttal. Okay. The guys that like to ride lug it, um, higher gear, um, Parabinos, Rarick, me, there's not enough torque. It's empty, real empty at the bottom. There's no bottom end. So unlike... A KTM Husky Yamaha where there's some bottom end pull, and then you can get up to that good mid to top power. When you're in the tighter stuff, there's just there's nothing there on the Honda. So that's why I think it ranked really bad. However, everyone raved about chassis and suspension, how much they like the bike. So you can get power. You can make power. I'm yep. sure you can. So that's that's the easy part, right? Yeah. So chassis is good. It is heavy on paper. Doesn't feel that heavy on the track. Mm-hmm. And the suspension, from what I've gathered from my testers that I use... Same stuff as 450, correct? Yes, yeah. and it's very close to the Yamaha suspension, which was the best. So, it just needs more more meat in the motored part. Yeah, that's. I talked to Rarick and Parabinos mm-hmm. uh, about it, their days, and they were both like, yeah, bro, it just it's not fast. Yep. So, you would think having... There, there's a gap in the tranny, too, they said. Well... Yeah, because, yeah. you know, Rarick went to Milestone, and then Parabinos went to Sunrise, where you're in second, and you don't have enough to get out of the corner in second, but yet you go to shift to third, and it's a big gap. It was like third. That's yeah. like, huh. And and I use fourth a lot, which was super weird. So as a 250, you know, you don't mm-hmm. really ever use fourth gear that much. And with the Honda, you do. So. Okay. Um, the rest of your shootout, how did it go? Let's talk about that now. Let's just go right into that because, so, the Honda got last. No, Suzuki. Oh, I thought the day I, I mean, it was just one the day. The Honda that I read. tied yeah. for fourth with Kawasaki overall. Okay. Um, so some people had the Honda last. Some people did during the day. Crazy yeah. Crazy. And actually, that. it won a couple as well. 
So, so overall, how are your rankings? Jeez. Overall, KTM won. Uh, Husqvarna was second. Shocker. Uh, third was Yamaha, tie for fourth. Cowie Honda, and then sixth was Suzuki. And not your not your order though. Your personal. No, because I had some um, help in R and D with the Honda. Mm-hmm. So um, I didn't rank my stuff in there. And even if I did, it wouldn't have been the top three for myself. Um, so. But we had over 15 test riders. I used a couple girls because I feel like uh, that's a good market for 250Fs. Um, had a couple women in the shootout as well. And a lot of those women liked the Suzuki because it didn't have a lot of power for them. So it was easier for them to handle. Yep. So all over the board. I think the 250 shootout was more all over the board than the 450 shootout. So um, very close. And uh, yeah, next, I would think that Yamaha motor would pull it. It does. See, it has, it has really good bottom to mid, but yeah. it doesn't have top end like the KTM and yeah. the Husky. And the KTM and the Husky has almost everything. Only thing it doesn't have is a is a great fork. It has a good fork, mm-hmm. just not a great fork. Yep. So uh, next year, my plan is um, I'm going to go back east for shootouts, and I'm going to have a West Coast shootout. So I get a lot of emails and calls about people. You know, the dirt's different back there, and bikes do change. I've experienced that firsthand going to Loretta's. Um, so. I'm going to migrate east to do a three-day shootout back there for both 250 and 450D, and then I'll do a West Coast side. Ooh. So that's that's my plan. Nice. Manufacturers are going to get you bikes out east? Uh, it's going to be some – I'm going to op- give them the opportunity if they want to go. If not, I'm going to take it upon myself to – Give them a last. To <laughs> get fucked. Uh, that's what I would do. Tell them to get fucked. <laughs> Oh my god, that's awesome! Fuck you. You. Excuse hey, me, if you don't want to go to my shootout, you can get fucked per GL. I <laughs> don't work over well at Kiefer testing. Yeah, hey, we're gonna sp- we're gonna help you guys out for next year. Not. We have our top three and only three. Hey, what are you, three what is Langston Motorsports selling these days? What are you selling? Everything about Honda. <laughs> <laughs> what? I figured that. Yeah. What do you sell the most of? KTM. Hold on. No. Oh. Why not Honda? Just because it's too close for another guy. That's no, because sell- they're dicks. Okay. They're very arrogant. They got their head up their ass. I mean, I don't know what to tell you. Like, So you wanted to bring them oh, in? Oh, yeah. They they just basically said, we believe in standalone stores. Yeah, they do. And I'm like, oh. What about Chaparral? Yeah, well, they're grandfathered in. So when I bought out the old West Coast Motorsports in the ghetto of Paris, try to move it, they said, well, you're grandfathered in, but if you move... It's a whole different ball game. You're like, I'm moving to the next town. We're like, no, we're moving down the freeway to a better area on the freeway with, you know, there was everything for them to be behind us. But anyway, I'll just, as a rider, they dicked me around. And as a dealership owner, they dicked me around. So I have zero tolerance for Honda. I'm a Honda hater. Okay. Okay, What do you sell the most of? KTM? Yamaha. Yamaha. Yeah. Yamaha crushes it. KTM has a niche. It does very well. It's a close second. Polaris does well. Cowie does pretty well. Suzuki's struggling a little bit. I, Fuck. I fucking have sympathy for them. Dude. I want to see them do well. Yeah. I just feel fucking like there's nothing. Like this. Yeah, Kiefer. You rated it 6-2, so dick. suck it. <laughs> Why do you got to bring me to this now? <laughs> I got to sell them. Fuck no. both of you. <laughs> Fuck all you motherfuckers. <laughs> no. Click. The Suzuki, they just need to... Reinvent themselves a they little did. bit. They did. They did. They've a brand new bike. No, it's not brand new. Bullshit. Oh, the okay. motor. Right. The Are motor is not. The motor's not. But everything else is bitching. It's they, got a blue plastic tank cover. That, <laughs> that was that was that was bitching. probably the highlight of the test for me. Hey, was it a blue tank? When I fucking loaded it no, up in you know my what truck. I said the best thing was. Oh, no, that sounds bad. 
gold, folks. They look oh, they look really dude. good. They look sick. They, they look, look sick. sick. I'm telling you right I, now. I wanted to own them. That shock looks sick. That shock looks sick. When dude. I loaded those bikes up in the truck, I'm thinking, fuck, this is going to be good. The bike's going to be awesome. I was excited. And then I rode it, and I was like, damn it. Yeah. I was bummed. And every tester, including Gio, when we interviewed him, they're like, dude, I'm so bummed out. I just, was, just, I was, mi- I was just hoping missed the mark better. a little bit. Uh, I was hoping for better. Truck Truck-Hero.com. Uh, please, from the inside of your vehicle to the outside, Truck Hero has you covered. To learn more about Truck Hero and the growing family of vans, visit truck-hero.com. Proud sponsor of the Auto Trader JGR team and a parent company, the NFAB. Uh, Bedrug, Husky Liners, Back Industries, Undercover, worldwide renowned brands. Truck Hero. That's the question of the day. Kiefer? That's a great question Honda of the day. Honda CRF 18. Love Honda. I'm a huge fan. Although it did win the the Honda Honda won the 450 shootout. So that that to me is a big fucking shocker. How did the Kiefer Inc. testing shootout match up against the Vital MX 250 shootout? Our 250 shootout wasn't that far off. Mm. So 450 was a little. Michael wasn't sniffing coke this year. Right. So Um, all right. So NFAB JGR Suzuki check in n-fab.com. Uh, please check them out from Steps, Bumpers, Light Mounting Solutions. Uh, they've got you covered. NFAB, great company. And yes. By the way, it would have been nice to fucking know this information before you did my shootout. What's that? How much you hate Honda? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I, I got I, zero information from you about this. No, I, because when I did the test, I gave you a honest opinion and my opinion. And I What still, if the Honda was fucking insane? You would have rated it first? I would have reluctantly rated it first. Okay, there you go. All right, good I would have said I man, reluctantly rated. A man of honor. <laughs> no, I, I genuinely do. I, I think the Honda 450 is a decent bike. Don't get me wrong. I think it's pretty good. I genuinely do not, no matter what, think I would never have put it on the podium. My top three, the KTM and Husky is so close. You could argue one, two, two, right. one. Okay, I get that. But like I told you, the Cowie was the best Japanese bike to me okay. overall. Yes, that's just did. me. That's odd, though. For okay, me. I yeah. could have GLs back a little bit on this because at Glen Helen, when we do manufacture testing, Cowie is a baseline bike sometimes, and that frame is a really good frame character absorption, and it the it flex. so it flexes as for an aluminum frame. It's the best aluminum frame for it, flex. It, I agree with that one one hundred ten percent. The Suzuki is. All right, so NFAB. Good, because we need to pick up Suzuki sales. So I agree with Mathis. Suzuki is crushing it in 2018. NFAB JGR Suzuki check-in. Please check them out, n-fab.com. Proudly uh, sponsoring our show as well as the NFAB Ampro Yamaha Off-Road Team. Uh, GL, so uh, we haven't talked to you about this. Of course, the JGR Suzuki guys are running a 250 team now. Justin Hill, Jimmy D, Filthy Phil, Kyle Peters. What's your take on that? Like, what do you, how do you, is Hill going to defend this title on that team? Jimmy D, Phil, what do you make of them? Peters as riders. How do you think this is going to go? Uh, that's a interesting question. Pretty loaded let's, let's, question. Let's oh, start with baby steps. Does Justin Hill repeat? I think he can. I think he should. And if he doesn't, it's not going to help Suzuki at all. Right. Um, you know, they, they, they're not looking. If you look from the outside in, they're not looking pretty at the moment, just generally speaking. And um, I would like to see them get the credit they deserve. You know, I think Carmichael won for them a little while ago, but mm-hmm. it's everyone said, oh, that was Ricky, not the bike. Well, it's been a drought, and I think someone like Justin Hill could give them some credibility going, oh, the bike, yeah, you know, he's not the biggest guy ever. Yep. 
but he he still won. Whether it's everyone thinks Pro Circuit is better than the Kawasaki, if that makes sense. Like they could polish a turd. You yeah, know what yeah. I mean, even through their bad years. Not not nowadays. I don't think. No, it's no. changed. Yeah. There's, there's too much depth. There's too many good teams. So I agree with you on that one. But I think for Suzuki and JGR and for Justin, if you don't win, it's 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 gonna be. It doesn't look good for them, but I, from a guy that's ridden a factory pro circuit, me, I mean, I know you have, KX250F, and then I've ridden JGR's RMZ250. That thing's fucking great. That well, bike is that fast. And, yeah. it, and that, that chassis is meant for and I, Supercross. And I also believe there's something Justin Hill complains about. I think JGR is a team that will find a way to make a part. Yeah. Or, or they got enough resources that they could show something Suzuki didn't know. And I'm hoping and thinking that that'll happen, which means that I think that they'll have a good season. Dakotas, Peters, Nicoletti, thoughts on them? It's a trickle effect. Yeah. You know, it, if they can get these guys to a point where they're happy, and I'm not saying they're not happy. I don't no, know. Yeah, you yeah, know, yeah, my yeah, point no, no. is yeah. Suzuki happy, didn't right. crush it in the, in the you know, shootout. But, you know, even, you know, I've said before, the worst bike in any magazine because – if you read different websites right. or magazines, yeah. last place is a different brand. Yep, um, they're all the, fucking good. The worst, the worst bike is still a good bike. Right. You know, even the Kiefer shitting on the on not the shitting. The Suzuki is not a horrible bike at all. So right. it's just not a great bike. Looks good. It does. Yeah. Looks good. Honestly, looking it, good the is, engine, is the biggest thing, Steve. I mean, I've noticed you. with you. Yeah, you look good. Thank so you. I know you're yeah, gonna sound thank good. Thank you, GL. Especially is, in that Raiders shirt, about really time turns me I get, on. About time I get some fucking respect from one of the world champion like the Grant Suzuki Langston. engine is easy to ride, very manageable, good engine. Yeah, four, four, even four, your wife likes the power band. Yes, very manageable. Seven zero two five eight six seven eight five seven. I think Jimmy Dakotas is going to do good this year. That's my prediction. I think podium guy. How did, did you talk to his chick about Manitoba at all? Yes, we did. Okay, dude, Canadian chicks are rad. Canadian chicks are probably one of the coolest chicks ever. And they don't know, even if they're super hot, they don't know. They don't even know how hot they are. And they're still cool. Yeah. You can be an Orange County 10, like we were talking about earlier, <laughs> and still be cool. If you're a California chick and you're a 10, you're a bitch. So, Eesh. but anyway, oh, wow. back to Jimmy. Okay, yeah, back to Jimmy. Jimmy, um, anyway, from Manitoba what, looks good. From what I've heard, um, he really loves his bike. And. That he's been going to these, you know, they got the star guys and Jimmy, and they do these practice races, and Jimmy's one of the fastest dudes. Oh, good. Good to hear. I like so. Jimmy D. Hopefully he does well. That's been the NFAB JGR Suzuki check-in with Grant Langston and Chris Kiefer. Next up, the X-Brand Goggle Tear-Offs. Let's do this. It's the X-Brand Tear-Off segment. 15-second rapid-fire Q&A. Rapid-fire. X-Brand Goggles, the choice of champions everywhere. Freddie Norn, Kyle Chisholm, just some of the guys that wear X-Brand goggles. Ricky Brabeck. Ricky Brabeck. Who could forget Ricky Brabeck? I saw Ricky's vented Tech 10s being made in Italy, everybody. Must be nice, Steve. I saw him right there. I'll talk about that Alpine Star visit Must in a little bit. Must be nice. Have you ever been there to A-Stars? Uh, I think once upon a time. Okay. Aren't you an A-Star guy? I've been a lifetime oh, yeah. A-Star guy. I think I was there when I was 17 and got the really crappy tour when Gabrielle wasn't there. All right, okay. Anyways. Um, Great story, huh? Uh, use the code PULPAMX17 to save at xbrandgoggles.com, eksbrand.com. 
Terrific goggle. Great company. These questions are submitted by a Moser, Corey Moser. Are you familiar with him? Yes. Okay. I'm not. And uh, for Grant Langston, Kiefer, myself, 30 seconds to answer, not 15. And let's do this, Marks. Steven. Yep. What is the best Thanksgiving weekend movie marathon? Uh, Rocky. Ugh. You don't like Rocky? Oh, it's okay. Do we have to comment? No. It's just oh. for me. Good. All right. You did well. You crushed it. <laughs> you got plenty of time. Yeah, no, I was good. He didn't want to answer that one. You're All amazing. Right. Uh, Killing this. Grant, oh. what was the most start money you got for an off-season race? Uh, um, tick, tick, tick. It was 50,000 start money for Bercy in right. 2007. 11.1 seconds. God, that's a good time. I can improve. Give me another shot. No, you're good. You're good. Did you say it was a good time because it's one one one? No, no. I said I could do that in better time. No, you're good. Yeah, you got more coming. Kiefer, what's something you have wanted to test but haven't had the opportunity? Pussy. Oh, he tested that a lot. Oh yeah. Test the shit out of that. (laughs) Um, I feel like Moser's asked this question a few times. Yeah, right. Yeah, he's cheating now. Electric. Dude, electric. I don't know. I'm passing. I'm passing on this. I have no you idea. Can't Jesus. Pass. I don't know. I test everything. Just say something. Uh, That's what I said. A factory Let's sandwiches. Factory CRF Honda 450 Honda. Suck it, GL. Hey, why didn't you put the Alta in the shootout? The I, OEMs scared you away. No. The OEMs put pressure no. on you. I was very excited to see the Alta against the 250Fs. Chill down. I'll give you, you my opinion. And you said Chill you were going to do it. Chill down. You said yes, GL. Pick me. Yep. No. After this, right? No, Hold what's on. your opinion? Oh. Your, yeah. They're they're sniffing some good glue. They're not ready to compete at that level. That's false. <laughs> Dude. Is that like, Paul, is it, 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 that's false. In sand, it just... It, it, Listen to it, me. Listen to I, me. I'm listening. I, you must have written a future. <laughs> Regard me. <laughs> Listen to me. Where's Tony at when I need him? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Um. The 2018 spec wasn't finalized, so I didn't bring it in, but I brought mine that I have, my durability unit, and I let key guys ride it, and we talked about it and ranked it like if it was in the shootout, and that's going to be a separate podcast. So I have that on the side, ready to rock. Suck it. Thank you. Ha, 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 ha. Okay. All right, next question. Next question. Um, Steve. Who would you like to pour and polish your next bike build? <laughs> pour and polish? Come on, Moser. Was that bore? Race tech. Was that bore like bore or port? Port. Port. Oh. Bore and polish. Let's go next question. That was two strong. No, you can't pass. You can't pass. I said race tech. Yeah, bro. I said race tech. They did my CR, so. All right. Grant. You see that photo of you on the CR today I put on Instagram? That was great, yeah. That was a good shot. All right. Was that video coming out? I don't know, bro. Stop interrupting. Grant. Yeah, it's my time to shine. Who can party the <laughs> hardest, Weege, Emig, or Ralph? Ooh, that's actually a good question. I mean, Chad has the the. No one else about Chad. No, Weege. but no, no. I'm saying Chad has the king with riders of partying. Like, like now we're going to go into TV personalities. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, hang on. I get a close second. Don't no, no, I'm you don't podium. count. You don't count because oh, oh, you're. I don't ride anymore. No, no, because gotcha. you're answering the question, so you don't oh, count. Okay. Tick, tick, tick. Um, I've seen Fro have a good time. I was with him in Australia. Um, he was in Australia. Yeah. Oh, 
Yeah, for Fox and they yeah. had their 25th anniversary and a few other things. But um, I would say Wygad would probably surprise some people when he takes that corporate hat off. And then the eye goes. Yeah. The eye. It's He's looking at you while checking out your chick sitting yeah. in the booth on the right-hand side. But he is there, and he's there for a good time. Maybe not a long time. Mm-hmm. But we will throw it down. If there's karaoke, that motherfucker can oh, sing every geez. song. Out of tune, yeah. perfectly out of tune the whole time, every time. All right. There we go. Bleach. Kiefer, des- yes. describe the perfect post-Thanksgiving sandwich. Okay. Um, this year we had chicken. So um, the chicken <laughs> is light. Okay, listen. After 2 o'clock you eat, 6, 6.30, you're getting hungry again. The wife's gone. She's shopping. You go in the microwave lightly, 42 seconds of warmth on the chicken. You got some nice either Hawaiian bread or a good, like, potato bread. It's like an intro Light, to a porno. <laughs> lightly mayoed yeah. on both yeah. both sides of the bread. Yeah. Creamy. Okay. Yeah. Honey yeah. mustard on oh, one yeah. side. Oh, honey yeah. mustard. I love honey Chill mustard. Down. Keep telling me. Chicken, the lightly chicken warmth, 42 seconds of warmth on the bread. Okay. 41 not enough, 43 too much. Okay. Okay. And then a layer of Swiss. No way. You don't want Swiss cheese? Shit's getting real. Oh, my God. Swiss cheese on it. And then you put that baby together. And then you're not done yet. We're not done. Oh, no. Hold on. This more? You cut that son of a bitch. No. You cut the son of a bitch. You cut it. With a hot knife or a regular knife? Regular. No shit. No, uh, no tomato, no lettuce. No, no, we don't mess with that. No, and that Swiss will lightly melt on that chicken. Mm. What mm. about a panini? Yeah, that's good. Okay, that's yeah, what he's pretty it. much talking about. And if you really get creative, I will add. If your your grandma or mom makes some homemade gravy, lightly homemade gravy on that, Sammy. Oh, your mom made some gravy for me. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. My mom's passed away. Sorry about uh, your mom. <laughs> but it, anyway, her gravy was really uh, good. All right, next question. Oh, man. Uh, Steve, what position would Ronnie Mack get in a 450 LCQ? 69. Eight. Ah. Uh, I want to talk to you about Ronnie Mac down under. We got a question about that, right? Let's yeah. ask. I want to ask GL about that. I think it's a legit question, so we'll get to that. Okay. All right. GL, uh, GL who will win the 2018 250 championship and 450 championship? Are we outdoor? What two? F- I go, mean, s- go Supercross. It's Moser. Yeah, I know. So East or West? Both. Both. Okay. Name your three champions right now. You have no idea which who's riding which coast, so. Yeah, I was about to say, fuck. All right, do 450. Um. I'll do 450 first. Um, gosh, I hate making these predictions this early because it's so hard to tell. Um, yeah. I have three that I really think can win. Nope. One. Well, I was going to say three. I have three. Everyone has three that could win, yeah. GL. I mean, uh, literally everyone. 2018 champion's going to be. Say it. Fucking <laughs> Jesus, GL. We didn't mean to. Marvin Muskin. Wow. Hot take. Consistency Hot wins. Take. I just. They see you guys put me on the spot. And you're no, like, whoa. Yeah. I, you pulled that one out. I'm Tweet like, that out. I try to give you a Tweet long. Tweet it out right now. Hey, you G- should. What GL said. You guys will yep. make money because I'm yep. a money maker. Yeah, there we go. <laughs> just ask me. 
All right. Anything else? Oh, wait. 250. Uh, on one coast. Osborne will defend the other one. How's that? I agree with you. Mm. I think Justin Hill, Ooh. I hope, would like to win who we just heard about a little bit earlier, but... He's gonna wait. Waste. He's gonna race one of those guys. He's gonna waste. He's gonna waste them. He's gonna waste one of those guys. But somebody's gonna come up short, and I'm not sure who it's gonna be. We talked to Hill on the show a couple weeks ago, and dude, he's like, I didn't like California. I'm moving out there. I'm training out there. I'm living out. Like he was really. He's a good mature and a yeah. good interview. Like I was impressed with with Hill. Like. I know there's been reputation of being flaky, kind of, because you know he kind of comes and goes, and he had issues with TLD, and he had issues the first time with Mitch, and but then he came back and won for Mitch, and they wanted to keep him back. And I know Justin, you know, I think enough to know that I was impressed that he is, <laughs> and I use this lightly. He's a little bit like me, but not like me. If that makes any sense whatsoever, like but hammered. S- <laughs> okay. That's why he's not like okay, me. Okay, all right, okay. So he's the guy that doesn't want to be under the, like, put in a box. This is who you are, what you are, how yeah, you yeah. do it, the way you do it, when you do it, why you do it. Right. He wants, you know, to be himself. But, and I've said this before, you could put everybody in Eldon, Pro, Eldon Baker's program. Yeah, yeah you said it earlier. They, won't, right, they yeah. won't all win. Right. You know, there'll be guys like Roxon Cincerello that bowed out yeah. because it didn't work. Doesn't mean they're lazy. Doesn't mean Alden sucks as a trainer. No, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. We, we, yep. we all know this. I mean, I think we're preaching the choir, but I think for, for Justin, um, he worked with Johnny Louch. I mean, Johnny Louch is a good friend of mine, and Johnny is different to Alden. Alden, I would put him in the, call it corporate category, and John more in the we work hard, play hard, but we enjoy the work yeah. we do kind of thing. And that works for people like myself and other people. And I think for Justin, it worked for him. And I hope that he's figured out what makes him work and he can find that balance. And uh, let's be honest, when was the last time you saw a Suzuki win in the 250 category? It's been a while. So it's 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 he's got everything. He's got a target on his back. Mm-hmm. The number one plate, the red background, everything everyone wants. I think there's a few things. He's almost got to prove himself again. But I think if he goes and wins again with yeah. JGR, yeah, the I bike, yeah. I think it's going to put him on another category, another level. And I, I like Justin a lot. I think I like both the Hills. I think they're 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 good. I know you've had a issue with, with Josh. I, I mean, he has an issue with me. I don't really have an issue with him. But I but know yeah. Josh from a different aspect. And I think they're both good kids from a good family. And I think someone like Justin... If he can do it his way, which, you know, yeah. sometimes means being pushed more than you want. Yep. I, I still think he's got what it takes was, to win. He was the best guy on the coast there. Yeah. last year. There was no doubting that. You and know, I think I think with AC, if he's healthy, yeah. I mean, he showed what he did when he came in as a rookie. You know, he pretty much won everything until he got hurt. I'd like to see both those guys on the same coast. That'd be good. Um, all right. Anything else? Kiefer, uh, yeah. what is the best Christmas present you have ever gotten? Uh oh, a um, Trumpy. Trump- What's it called? Trumpy doll, Trumpy bear. <laughs> um, I've got a really sensual massage from Heather. Each really good one. Can you describe a little more? Well, we can Try later. To close my we, eyes and we can. Uh... Hold on, that was that doesn't that happen every night in your household. No, this was a no. This was. So good I mean, one. like, how can that be better than just some? Random gift. I mean, it opened God. my eyes to a lot of things I didn't. Really? Yeah, yeah. And where did she figure this out? At? 
crotchal region. She uh, she asks questions. Okay. And uh, I give her answers. Okay. And then she takes those there was some answers and uses and them. Was there, Kifa was was there any very probing relaxed. going on? Uh, no, I don't okay. like probing okay. so much. All right. Just okay. checking. He's an exit-only kind um, of guy. Yeah. All right, uh, Cody Webb coming up. Enduro Cross. Oh, is that it for that, right? Yes. Yeah, X-Brand Goggles, uh, Rapid Tear-Off X-Brand Goggle Tear-Off segment. Rapid Tear-Off. Rapid Tear-Off. Rapid tear uh, there we go. X-Brand Goggles, the choicest champions everywhere. You said, how's your X sales at Langston Motorsports? How are you doing with that? Pretty good. They're good in Southern California. Don't 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 play off like no, they're no. not. I, I don't have the fucking stats in front of me, Mathis. I don't know how every fucking brand does in my store Pivot that works. sponsors your damn show. Pivot works. Get them so in and Motorsports. I know. Pivots works. If it works, the pivots, blah, blah, blah. X brand. Another tariff. All right. We're going to commercial and coming They're back with Cody Webb. The number one the- brand in our store, without a doubt, oh, Mathis. Crushing it. All of us have one thing in common. When it comes to leaning that bike into a corner, floating a dirt bike through the air, or blasting a sand berm in a UTV. And that is passion. At BTO Sports, our foundation is built around family, which allows us to offer unparalleled customer service. Knowing we share a common interest, we look forward to the weekend as much as you. So we offer three-day express on orders over $85. BTOsports.com is proud to be a premier source for motorsports parts and apparel for well over a decade. Due to our reputation for excellent customer service and great prices, from motocross to mountain bikes, sports bikes to UTVs, BTOsports.com has what you need because our passion reflects yours. Yeah, that's right, people. That's Van Halen. I want to tell you about my two favorite things in life, Van Halen and fly racing. Flyracing.com, they make much more than just moto gear, mountain bike gear, snowmobile gear, hard parts, They've got it. Flyracing.com. The F2 Carbon Helmet. It's as close to a factory bike as a helmet can get. It's out of the box and onto the racetrack ready helmet for guys like Millsaps, Baggett, Canard, and Pike. Carbon Fiber, Kevlar, Coolmax, MIPS. Flyracing's F2 Carbon has 10 different graphic styles, 22 colorways. Go to your local dealer, get them from flyracing.com. Please check them out whole line of hard parts as well. Flyracing.com. Let's listen to some Van Halen. Do you ride a stock bike? Then why drive a stock truck? NFAB offers innovative products to take your truck or Jeep to the next level. Innovative, high-quality styles will let you customize your vehicle just like you customize your bike. The new RKR rails with patented detachable steps provide ease of entrance around town and clearance and protection for an off-highway adventure. NFAB's direct bolt-on MRDS pre-runner bumper with multi-mount and LED helps light up your world. Justin Barcia, Weston Pike, and Filthy Phil are all NFAB users and fans. Visit NFAB.com to learn about all of the innovative products and how you can outfit your build. NFAB. Get your truck in gear.
Hi, Randy Richardson from Michelin here, and I'd like to thank the Pulp MX Show listeners for your support and share some information about Michelin motorcycle tires. Michelin offers motorcycle tires for everything from cruisers to sport touring, sport bikes, and adventure touring motorcycles. And as we celebrate our 10-year anniversary of our iconic partnership with Harley-Davidson, you'll find Michelin Scorcher tires on an increasing number of factory-equipped Harley-Davidson motorcycles. New for 2017, Michelin introduces the new benchmark for sport bike tires, the Michelin Power RS, featuring many of Michelin's patented technologies, all of which contribute to the incomparable grip, handling, and flickability of the Michelin Power RS. I just want to hit a motocross stuff. Fair enough. Let's focus on the Michelin Starcross 5. Because the Pulp MX Show listeners are important to Michelin, we're going to continue to sponsor Steve's janky radio show. That's right. While I'm not like some people who say, I know everything. I do know a few things about motorcycle tires, and I'd like to share some of the key features and benefits of the Michelin Starcross 5 tires with you. And I promise it's not a bunch of corporate blah, blah, blah. The Michelin Starcross 5 tires are specifically designed for use in a broad range of conditions and terrain. They're available in sand, soft, medium, and hard versions, and are offered in 21 size and fitment applications. Yeah, you like that? In addition to the exceptional performance and durability, the redesigned architecture of the Michelin Starcross 5 features a bead profile that makes the tires easier to install. And everyone knows... Easier mounting, always a good feature. If you're riding on Michelin Starcross 5 tires, but you have friends that are still buying other brands, please tell them... No, 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 no. Encourage them to try a set of Michelin Starcross 5 tires. And if you haven't tried Michelin Starcross 5 tires yet... You're out of your mind, dude. Visit your local dealer or online retailer to purchase a set of Michelin Starcross 5 tires and install them on your bike. Who knows? They might just help you learn to do a backflip in a day. It worked for the Dune Goon. To learn more, visit MichelinMotorcycle.com and follow us on Instagram at Michelin Motorcycle. Race tech, suspension, and engines. Great guys have been with us for a number of years now. You know what race tech's all about. You know the top teams and privateers choose race tech. Look, maybe you don't race supercross. I get it. That's fine. Neither do I. But you can at least get your suspension looked at. Change your oil, change the bushings, change the seals. Love your bike and it'll love you back. Pulp MX 17 is the code to save at racetech.com. Suspension and engines. Of course, they got their gold valves now. They got over 200 gold valve designs to date. They're constantly updating and evolving to provide the best suspension products and settings available in the market. 100% guaranteed to exceed your highest expectations. Love the guys at Race Tech. Love what they've been doing for us. Love what they do for you jerkies. And we thank them. We're going to help you save, whether it's suspension or engine services. Just give your bike some love with some suspension. We'll do it. Race Tech Gold Valves, 100% guaranteed to outperform your highest expectations. All Race Tech products are made in the USA. Race Tech suspension and engines. Make it happen. I like that. Make it happen. It's a good little tagline. Let me try it again. Race Tech suspension and engines. Make it happen. For more than 20 years, Vortex Racing has been a leading manufacturer of MX race components boasting intelligent race design. A proud supporter of the Pulp MX Show, Vortex is offering exclusive discounts for Pulp MX listeners. Trusted by champions, Vortex Racing components are made from aerospace-grade billet aluminum to the tightest tolerances. Chad Reed and Cooper Webb of Factory Yamaha will be using our rear sprockets and will be rocking them for Supercross and Motocross. You'll find the right 
steering for any track condition from the vast array of sprockets. Cat 5, F5, Hardcoat Silver, our long-lasting laser-cut steel vortex sprocket. Our newly redesigned V3 Racing Chain 2.0 is the perfect complement to Vortex rear and front sprockets. Create a custom chain and sprocket kit with more than 30,000 possible gearing combinations. In addition to sprockets and chain, Vortex also offers the V3 MXSX handlebar that is 29% stronger than the competition. You can ride with confidence knowing that Vortex has put years of research, development, and testing into these super strong bars without sacrificing weight and speed. And that race teams like Team Babbitt's use and abuse these bars on the national stage. And don't forget about your wearables parts. Vortex recently released its own line of V3 brake pads, V3 performance lines, brake line kits, V3 oil filters, and V3 cycle straps tie-downs. Want 40% off your order? Just contact Jake at VortexRacing.com or 800-440-3559 extension 222 and mention promo code PULPMX2017. For more information, check out VortexRacing.com and see you at the track. EK Chain set out to design a chain that was as elegant and beautiful as it was strong. The result is the 3D Chain by EK. The first thing you'll notice about the 3D Chain is its formed outer side plates. They have a curved form that helps to reduce weight. The centers of the plates have a recessed rectangular stamping that adds an eye-popping appeal. The inner side plates feature lightning holes and rounded edges to further reduce mass and put more power to the pavement. 3D chains by EK are available in three colors, chrome nickel, black gold, full gold. 3D's elegance is matched only by its strength, 11,400 pounds of tensile strength to be exact. That's enough to handle any motorcycle, no matter the terrain. The QX2 X-Rings that are featured in the 3D chain have a better wear resistance than standard QX rings by 30%. This more efficient design results in a chain that transfers 1% more power and torque to the rear wheel. EK is accepting applications for rider support. Get your 3D chain by EK at a great price through the EK Rider Shop. To apply, visit EKChainUSA.com and click on Rider Support. WUSA is the number one source for quality wheel sets and wheel building services. They are the exclusive importer for Talon and Kite Hubs along with DID and Excel rims. Their wheels and wheel building services are trusted by the finest teams in the country. Teams like Factory KTM, JGR Suzuki, Rocky Mountain MCKTM, Rockstar Husky Star Racing Monster Energy Babbitts, they all trust up, yeah. No job is too big or too small. WUSA, everybody, we thank those guys for coming on board with us. Whatever you need for your wheels, 
hubs, wheel building services. They've got it. Mention Pulp MX when you call down there, and they'll give you a discount. They ship nationwide. Follow them on Facebook and Instagram at WUSA.com. WUSA, they're all things wheels. Do it. WUSA. Do it. Guts Racing, the leaders of seat technology, has tons of new stuff for 2017. Guts Racing has new products like RCH Factory Suzuki Graphic Kits and complete Husqvarna seats. Guts Racing has added new gripper material colors, fluorescent yellow and pink to go with nine other colors we already have. Guts Racing even expanded to more teams and riders. 2017 Guts Racing will be seen on JGR MX, RCH Suzuki, Factory Husqvarna, Cycle Trade Yamaha, Blue Buffalo, Barn Pros, MCR Honda, Pro Circuit Kawasaki, Malcolm Stewart, and many, many more top teams and riders. Guts Racing has the world covered for 2017 and beyond. So now it's time you join the Guts Racing team by using discount code PULPMX2017 for 30% off at GutsRacing.com. Founded in 1999, PivotWorks was created with the vision of providing a fast, easy, and complete solution to maintaining the suspension and chassis of your dirt bike or ATV. By taking all of the hard-to-find parts within the different chassis and suspension segments and packaging them into one easy-to-order kit, PivotWorks helps simplify the way you buy dirt bike parts. You can save time and money by ordering a PivotWorks swing arm or linkage rebuild kit that contains all of the necessary parts for a complete rebuild. Whether it's wheel bearings or a complete shock rebuild kit pivot works has what you need to get your bike or atv handling like new for a fraction of the price of the oem parts if you race ride for fun or just like restoring bikes like mathis pivot works should be your first choice when it comes to bearing and seal replacement after almost 20 years of business pivot works is still the leader in oem quality aftermarket bearing and seal kits and PivotWorks is giving back to Pulp MX listeners by offering a special 30% discount for all orders placed online. Go to PivotWorks.com today and use the discount code PULPSHOW2017 for a 30% discount on your order. Ride hard, ride fast, ride PivotWorks. Attention riders, welcome to Atlas Air Flight 604 with non-stop service to a better neck brace. Please follow along as we outline the safety features of this revolutionary device. Located on the underside of the frame is a convenient, easy open system. To fasten, simply insert the release bar into the left frame. To release, push the release button and pull the frame apart. We suggest that you keep your neck brace fastened throughout the duration of the moto, as you may experience an unexpected huckabuck from time to time. To ensure a safe ride, please keep your neck underextended at all times. In the likely event of an over-the-bars emergency, your brace will double as a suspension system. Although the Atlas brace will not be noticeable, it will be there when you need it. If you are riding with a child or someone who requires assistance, secure your brace first and then assist the other person with a prodigy, tyke, or roll. We ask that you keep your brace on until your moto is finished. Maximum surface area is located on your chest around the sternum, back around the spine, and up over your shoulders with extra padding over your collarbone. Should you need more, please request a defender roost guard or guardian body armor. We remind you that this is a non-rigid neck brace. Tampering with, 
disabling, or destroying the product is prohibited by the limited lifetime warranty. You will find this and all other safety information in the user manual located online at atlasbrace.com. At this time, we ask that you remain standing with throttles in the wide open position, elbows up, and two fingers on the clutch. On behalf of the captain and entire crew, thank you for flying Atlas Air. Enjoy the ride. Gear Alloy Wheels. Since introduced in 2004, the Gear Alloy brand has dominated the truck, SUV, and Jeep market with a wide range of styles, sizes, and finishes. Featuring unique, aggressive off-road styles, along with fashion-forward SUV styling for today's discriminating sport truck and off-road vehicle enthusiasts alike. Designed and engineered in SoCal in order to stay on trend with design. And sourced worldwide to ensure the highest quality, best-looking product available. With styles available in 16-inch, through 22-inch diameters and 5, 6, and 8 lug applications, including 10-inch and 12-inch wide options. Whether you drive a Ford, Chevy, GMC, Dodge, Ram, Toyota, Nissan, or Jeep, there is a gear alloy wheel style for you with 20 different wheel styles to choose from in black, machined, milled, and chrome-plated finishes. Gear Alloy is a proud sponsor of the NFAB and Pro Yamaha GNCC race team. Be sure to check out all the gear alloy wheels at gearalloy.com or atdwheels.com. Get your trucking Gear. Starting now, you can use the code PULPMX17 to save on Gear Alloy at SoCalSuperTrucks.com. Gear Alloy Wheels for your Jeep, truck, or SUV. Get your trucking gear. Established in Northern California in 1989, Works Connection's original idea to bring top-shelf motocross and supercross products to market still holds true today. Offering protection and performance upgrades in the form of either aluminum or plastic skid plates, the patented Pro-Launch Start Device, radiator-saving radiator braces, or the unique tack hour meter with maintenance timer. Being just a few of the product choices, Works Connection stocks. Tested and trusted by RCH Racing, JGR Suzuki, Star Racing, Rock River Yamaha, and Babbitt's Kawasaki, you can count on Works Connection to provide reliable products that deliver. Available on the web at worksconnection.com or your local retailer.
Pet Show presented by BTOsports.com and Fly Racing. <laughs> this is GL song. <laughs> Did you see my knack-knack? It was pretty good. I wasn't flashing my penis. I was doing a knack knack. I thought you were doing some Captain Jack shit. I don't know what the fuck we. No, nah, he was doing a knack knack. That was my request. So the, the MC the, the, the chair was Terra two, as a kid in South <laughs> Africa. This is that. This is it. I've I that song. I I don't ever, you know, I don't have it on my playlist. I don't have a playlist. But God, that song is just. It pumps me memories. up, man. It just, I love oh, it. I like, how can yeah. you, yeah. if you're a fan, how can you not love that song after MC, Terra Firma, Upper Castillo, like. Yeah, Keeper. Now, no, like, I've been there. Like, you don't know sing it. I can't sing. I mean, I just rape songs. That's all I do. But I love it. I like this. Face I, can, I think I'm one thing only. So the lead singer of this band was my bus driver in high school. That's even cooler. Yeah. You know Shit that? gets Did real, folks. Did you know that? Did no. you hear what I said? No. no I Mathis that. don't fucking care. You don't care about Trevor Keith? We're all fired up. Yeah. His last name was Keith? Keith. Oh, Vortex Keith. Racing, the official Almost sprockets as as you. <laughs> of uh, Cooper Webb and Chad Reed last year in the Babbitt's Kawasaki team. They used Vortex to dominate Arena Cross. We thank the folks at Vortex Racing. Email jake at vortexracing.com for a hell of a deal from the folks there at, at uh, Vortex, whether it's the V3 bar or the sprocket in multi-different colors, as well as EK chains. EK chains are also distributed by the folks at Vortex. They got chains as well. And, uh, yeah, it's a great thing, uh, those guys. Uh, jake can hook you up, something Vortex street or dirt by the way. Vortex guys kill it on the street. Uh, Vortex Racing is pleased and proud to bring you our next guest on the show. This man just dominated the 2017 Enduro Cross Series and uh, he's the champion of that and we're happy to have him on to talk that and more. It's Cody Webb. What's up Cody? How are you man? I'm doing alright. How you guys doing? We're good man. Thank you for coming on. Appreciate it. Yeah, no problem. Um, congrats on the title. It was a I mean, I don't want to say it was easy for you, you know, once your main com- competitor got hurt, but it seemed like you and Colton Hacker were real uh, uh, Haker. Uh, he- Haker, head and shoulders above everybody else, kind of the whole deal. Um, and I, again, I'm not saying it was easy, but I guess once he got injured, you were like, okay, I got, I can bring this thing home. Yeah, I guess you know sometimes confidence is key, and you know Colton and I have just been <clears throat> pushing it to like another level the last couple of years. Mm-hmm. And- I don't know. I don't know why, but you know, I, I don't want to let up, and he doesn't want to let up. So you know, that, I guess we just kept pushing it, and now it seemed like as soon as uh, Haker had to pull out of the series, it seemed like the young kids started riding better, and I think they felt like they had a better chance of getting on the podium. And you know, it it was actually you know it sucked for the series and for the championship that you know Colton had to drop out, but mm-hmm. uh, I felt like it was good for the kind of motivation for the younger guys and some of the guys who've been there for a while to step up their game and try and make a push. Well, that's what I was going to ask you. Like, why do you think you guys are so much better than every, like what was, like you said, they got a little bit of confidence, which by the way, Grant Langston can sit here and talk about when James Stewart got hurt in that 07 series, how other guys stepped up, you know what I mean? Where they were like, right. Oh, some yeah. guys had more confidence than the others. Yeah, nope. no, but it happens, right? I'm mean, Kevin Windham was just riding around. All of a sudden, Stu goes out, and he's like, oh, wait, I can win? Or, you know what I mean? He started riding yeah. a lot better. He won a moto. 
Well, I'm just saying, but he started riding better anyways. Um, but anyways, uh, Cody, so yeah, why do you think it was that you guys had everybody covered so badly to start? You know, I think Cole and I both come from different backgrounds, but I definitely have a really strong technical side of things, and I knew my weakness was kind of aggression and riding moto, so I, you know, I worked on that, and Colton started with moto and then rode a bunch of trials, so he's got a really, really solid mixture, too, that just kind of works out for endurocross. So I think that, that kind of plays in our favor quite a bit. And then, uh, you know, Colton's definitely very competitive, mm-hmm. and he he puts a lot of hard work into it. And you mean I he's a feel bit like of a I dick. technical side, and I just, you know, I'm always pushing and striving, and mm-hmm. I don't want to get beat. He doesn't want to get beat. And I guess that just helps push you to the next level. And, you know, I'm not really sure he's got – we each have private tracks, but some yep. other guys have private tracks yeah. too. So yeah, there's other tracks. I think it comes yeah. down to getting your your confidence level. Honestly, like when I get to the starting line, right? I, you know, you kind of look down the line of people, and you're like, "Well, I got this tonight." You know, I think when people are in their prime, you know, a guy like Carmichael going for the perfect season, like he showed up to the starting line, and he knew there was no way, no chance in hell anyone was going to beat him that day. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. No, absolutely. Um, Cody, it's Chris. Come from a trials hey. background like we talked about earlier, or you said earlier, um, how often do you get to go do that still? Do you still have trials bikes and you go fuck around on them still, or is it mostly just on your KTM? What's your language? Uh, you know, I guess I kind of – I still have a trials bike. I It kind of sucks when you, you you know you ride for teams throughout the years and then you got to go and buy one. So now <laughs> I, I take care of it. It's just in the garage. It's nice and clean, clean, and the nipples are barely off on the knobbies. Ooh. But uh, I love I, nipples. I ride it here and there, but it's uh, you know, there's not very many people by me that rides trials. And whenever someone's in town, like some of my buddies at that like Marvel Comics tour, whatever it is, like yeah. they got Captain America and all those guys and a bunch of trials people in it. Mm-hmm. They were they were in my area, so I spent a couple days riding with them. But that's. By myself, I just I rode trials forever, and I get bored now. I guess if I'm by myself. Uh, 702-586-7857. If you have a question about uh, Endurocross or Cody Webb or anything else, please give us a call. Brought to you by VortexRacing.com. So, Cody, we had Colton on the show uh, a few months back, and he made it pretty clear, like, there's not a lot of love lost between you two, which was awesome. Uh, we saw early in the series both of you guys get into it. Um how bad was it? How bad did it get at times between you two? Uh, you know, I think it's been going on for like a couple of years now. It kind of seemed like it started in uh, the first year of all my championship when we were both trying to dethrone Patty. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, we've been riding trials forever and now on cross as well. And uh, at the first round, I you know, at the beginning of the year, I wanted it to be a good clean year and start off fresh and um you know after the night ended i was just just frustrated and kind of pissed off to be honest and just i was like i'm just gonna put my head down if he wants to play that way i'll do it too i guess so um you know i'm never trying to like deliberately right take anyone out but i just expected him to pull whatever move he could all year and i just wanted to make aware and whenever whenever he was around me i was just gonna let him do his thing and I guess sometimes it worked out. Like in Denver, he uh, I heard him on the inside when he caught up to me after I took the no-joke lane, and mm-hmm. 
he was right there, and I just stopped and let him by. And then he instantly just started riding, like, insanely fast, like, riding over the edge. And I had to stay with him, you know, just because yeah. he started to take that no-joke lane. And uh, I didn't I didn't want to ride that fast, you know. I'm kind of meticulous, and uh, I like making my, like, certain confidence moves, I guess. Kind of like a Dungy. Like, you never see Dungy ride over his head, ever. Yeah, yeah. And, uh... I got the chance in the rock turn to just get right up next to him, and I just blocked past him pretty good just to be like, mm-hmm. hey, I don't want to go. I mean, I'm going to fluster you. Like, I'm not trying to take you out, but I don't want to go this fast. And we went through the water hole, and I basically just pulled over and let him by again because <laughs> I was afraid he was going to take me out again. And yeah. it cost me the race like it happened in Vegas. Um, is it is it more is it more of his riding? Because, I mean, obviously I know Colton. Um, off the track, he's different. Um, on the track, he's different. <laughs> I see things. Is it more things he says when he's up on the podium um, type deal, is it, or is it more just his writing antics that you get no, out it's on? Nothing, it's nothing to do about uh, stuff on the podium oh, or, like, seeing him at the race. Right. Like, it's, there's definitely uh, a rivalry. I think it gets pushed up more than what it is. Right. But, you know, everyone likes to see drama. That's why everyone watches the Kardashians, you know? So, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, no, it's GL listening, and, and I, I, I could tell you, I really think that's part of it. Um, I think Colton has a lot of respect for you as well. Yeah, but, um, obviously. You know, it's like anything. When there's two superstars going at it, shit's going to get real, you know? Yeah. That's the bottom line. Yeah, and he's an, he's an awesome rider, dude. Like, I'm not going to downplay the stuff he does. Like It's insane, you know, right? It's, well, like, you're an insane really rider. Cool like, right. we're not going to downplay that either. Yeah. Like, dude, seriously, you do shit the that shit. I wish I could do. Right. I literally could not do some of the stuff you do, and I think that's freaking amazing. Well, so, what I found funny with Colton on the show is Colton was like, "Yeah, man, uh, it's all good. It sells tickets. It's all good. Everybody likes the the hero and the and the bad guy, and I'm the bad guy." Like he was like down. Yeah, with it was it. like a WWF kind of thing. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, he was selling it like it was WWE. Yeah, but and nowadays like, a lot of times. You know the promoters and the agents and everyone—they try and pump that up, you know. And I think yeah. I, I just from the outside, I think Colton has a ton of respect for Cody, and I think yeah. it's likewise. But you know, may, I'm pretty sure these guys one day, you know, Cody, correct me if I'm wrong, but I think you guys will sit down one day and laugh and joke about things, but and realize that yeah, during the moment it was different. Yeah. Um, yeah, I guess most likely. <laughs> Cody I read something about, uh, I think it was uh, McGrath and Emig. Like, McGrath couldn't stand Emig's attitude back in the day, and now they, they just probably laugh about it. You know? Yeah. Um, hey, so I went to the opening round in Vegas, and we sent a few guys for the Pulpomex Challenge to the races, and a couple guys got hurt, so it never ended up working out either. But in talking to some EnduroCross veterans and people around there, they opened up the tracks a little bit in 17 to make them a little faster, maybe a little racier. Um, again, you coming from a different background, maybe it didn't suit you as much, although you, you could have fooled us because you, you still won. You won again. But uh, what did you think of the, the promoters changing the tracks a little bit in 17? Uh, I kind of liked it. Sometimes, I don't know, I, I had a good bike, I guess, this year. We had a good setup on it, and things just kept working in my favor. Like, it, it just almost kind of like it was falling in my lap. Mm-hmm. But, uh, you know, I, I like the fact that they're trying to change things and get more involvement. And 
you know, I don't know if you guys follow like world trials events too much, like the, but the top, the top guy is so incredibly good. No one could even touch him. Like they, they have to change something just to right. have involvement with the sport and getting new people. And yeah, and cross has like a cool little niche of social media followers and, you know, people respect it. And, you know, the top guys are really good, but the sport's not going to go anywhere if you don't get outside involvement and get yeah. some more stuff going on with it. Mm-hmm. So I think, I think they did something in the right direction and, you know, I think the no joke lane is every cool. It's cool at every race, but you know, sometimes the no joke lane was literally just a joke, and it's like, why they even put that effort to put it in there? Cause right. Sure, that 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 was easier than like the normal lane in the track. Uh, was um, was Ontario looked Ontario looked pretty tough though, honestly. Oh, Ontario was a pretty sweet one. Yeah, yeah, that was a good one. Um, our listeners got behind Alex Ray and Colt Mack doing it. Yep. They, they loved it, man. They got really into it. A Ray, A Ray, and, and Eck had a good time and. And I think getting some moto, more moto guys out there would be great. And I don't know if they're going to touch you and Colton, but uh, uh, I Give think. Give me a shot. Oh, yeah? Me and my short damn legs. <laughs> Perfect combo. I'd be high centered <laughs> everywhere. Langston's coming for you, Webb. He's no. coming for you. <laughs> it's funny because the, the moto guys respect the shit out of those dudes after they race oh, you know, one of those you know races. I, I, I've, I've watched Cody and Colton, and I have mad respect for both of them, but. I could literally sit here and say I couldn't do what they do. No. Oh, Cody, no you should you should have saw me texting Moto guys to get them in the races, you know, to do the thing oh, for, for our like, show. Nope. Yeah, they're like hell no, and I'm like, dude, uh, uh, free entry. You can get extra money if you make the main event. <laughs> they're still not in. I'll it. get you a bike. Uh, I'll pay your expenses. You know what I mean? And they're like, nope, no way. Nope. <laughs> so, well, uh, Boyd Bolton trained I for this one. Yeah. Josh Josh Hill showed up, but on the uh, Alta. At the at the final round in Ontario, they had like Destry Abbott has a mm-hmm. training thing where a bunch of people yeah. can like pay on and, Friday. Yeah, you know, yeah. it's pretty helpful. Like they get more track time and sure. And uh, Josh showed up on the Alta with like no skid plate and a 19 inch wheel and like a standard tire and like I, I feel like if he hit up Dunlop, like they probably would have given him the, the cheater tire because he was not on the perfect setup to. Mm-hmm. Make uh, make an attempt at enduro cross that day. Yeah, so he did. And, he, he did. Oh, wait, hold on. What? Shush. What happened? How'd it go? Uh, he he struggled in he the sucked. matrix section. He he got through the rocks pretty good. Like you can tell, he's got some some serious skills, but his bike wasn't. Don't you? Uh, he sucked, right? Overall. He fell in, in the matrix. I didn't chuckle. Though. I was like, ah, oh, poor guy. Yeah. <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't chuckle. <laughs> um, I mean, I didn't chuckle. Cody Webb, Maybe on, a little bit. Cody Webb on the Pulpomex show, presented by BTOsports.com and Fly Racing, brought to you by Vortex Sprockets as well. Uh, let's get to some phone calls for you, Cody. From First up from Brian. Brian, what's up, man? How are you? What's your question for Cody Webb? Yeah, I know uh, Cody's been pushing and trying to get into more, you know, uh, hard enduros and extreme enduros around the world, um, but with those national stuff going on, it's a little tough. Well, what's great to see a growth in that with AMA just launching the 2018 kind of hard enduro championship. I know Cody's mentioned he's going to be at some of those events. I kind of wanted to know if he knew which events he was going to be able to attend besides TKO and then also kind of what his thoughts are on the growth of, you know, hard enduro here in the States. Gosh, should I just run with this right now? I got, I got free range. Yeah, go for it. It's all you. All right. Yeah, uh, I'm excited to see 
a hard enduro series emerging. You know, I just I want to do more in Europe, but it was just difficult with like contract stuff. And KTM already has their guys over there, so I think it's awesome that the U.S. is kind of stepping up and AMA is putting a, a series in place. And you know, TKO has kind of been known now as the toughest one because they've got a lot of outside euros making it here and and it's it's pretty tough and slippery and uh and i haven't made it to the other ones but next year uh pretty much on my schedule to go to the, the first one i think is just two weeks into january or something like that in texas so i'm going there. there's another two more on the east coast or there's actually quite a bit around so i think it's i think it's awesome that they're doing that and i don't know how long this like extreme enduro craze is going to last it's huge in europe it seems like it's gaining momentum here in the states but uh i kind of look at it as like a, a tough mutter or one of those spartan races like you know people have done marathons but those don't sound fun people would rather just suffer <laughs> yeah. and do a cool do a cool spartan race or mud race and drink beer afterwards and and uh you know brag and get their t-shirt that they did it so i kind of feel like the hard enduro craze right now is similar to a mud run and I think it's catching momentum. I just hope it's here to stay and keep growing. There you go, Brian. Thanks for the question, man. Hey, on. hey I was hoping you could uh, grab uh, Kiefer and get him to come to the rev limiter. Kiefer? What's the rev limiter? What's the rev limiter? That's the one that's two weeks. Just get your two-stroke out, a gummy tire, and you'll be fine. Okay, let's do it. You're going to go, Kiefer? There I'll go. I'm not scared. Texas. I'm not scared of sucking. <laughs> Oh, God. Well, I know you like your off-road, so we just want to get you out there for some good times. But we'll see you there, Cody. I just appreciate you guys uh, taking a, a good a good off-road call every now and again. We appreciate it. Thanks, man. Thanks for the call. Take it easy, guys. Thank you. Uh, let's get to Hal. Hal, what's going on, man? Welcome to the show. What's your question for Cody Hey, Webb? guys. Hey, guys. Thanks for uh, taking my call. Hey, Cody. Uh, question for you, man, about uh, two-stroke versus four-stroke. What's the uh, – I'm a moto guy, not an off-road guy, so – Explain it to me. Why do you choose two-stroke over four-stroke or vice versa? You know, when you watch Herzberg, it's kind of a combination of two-stroke and four-stroke. But, you know, what's the deal? What, what's the giddy-up on that, man? Well, I think – I don't know what it was like this year at Herzberg, but last year at Herzberg, only one, uh, only one rider finished the race on a four-stroke. So, um, you know, all the extreme side of things, I – I won't even ride it on a four-stroke. I go mess around around the, the house or something, um, doing some kind of technical riding on a four-stroke. But for extreme enduros, you know, I would never – personally, I would never choose to ride a four-stroke, and that's just because of all the possibilities of things going wrong. Um, on a two-stroke, you can, like, destroy your bike on the trail, and you can still get it fixed and running. And, you know, with the four-strokes, you got to worry about them overheating. There are a lot more weight. So, you know, at Erzberg, it's, you know, on average – when you, you know, finishers going to take two and a half hours of the race and a lot of it's pushing and pulling and imagine just the dead weight of the four stroke dragging around the chances of it overheating. Um, you know, we have run fans, but a fan still is not going to be able to handle, uh, when you're sitting still in the rock garden of Carl's dinner or whatever pushing. So the two strokes a must for that. And on the enduro cross side of things, you know, I've won two championships on the two stroke and, Last year, I switched over to the four-stroke, and, you know, I'm just kind of going with how the tracks are evolving, and like like Steve said, you know, they're getting trying to get some of the moto guys involved, and 
uh, you know, the tracks kind of have a lot of technical jumps. And, you know, with the two-stroke, I kind of feel like Ronnie Mack. I'm either doing a boner error or a dead sailor <laughs> off the jumps. And uh, I just feel a little bit more consistent with the four-show when it comes to jumping, the technical obstacles, and you have that instant pull right off the bat. So I make it tricky hopping back back and forth between two bikes but you know for enduro cross right now i for me the the 350 is definitely the best option because it's still kind of got that 250f chassis but not as much weight as the 450 and better pull so you know for that it's kind of the perfect fit for me and then the extreme enduro side of things uh, i wouldn't choose anything other than a two-stroke are you yeah, uh cool. okay, sorry sorry buddy um anything else hal yeah, man. Uh, sorry, Kiefer. I, I wanted to know: have you have you ridden the uh, the injected bikes? And uh, in, from a you know high performance uh, standpoint, you know how does that injected bike compare to a carbureted bike? And do you think uh, do you have any inside scoop? Will the uh, motocross DSX model KTM's and uh, Uskies have that injected uh, coming to us very soon? I'm I'm just as curious as you are. I haven't actually ridden the TPI, TPI bike still. Uh, I know because I ride the 300. They only have it on that 250 in the States next year. And at Erzberg, they had some of the guys uh, testing the TPI and the 300. And they were going back and forth a lot, messing with things. So I think it's going to be just a matter of, like, fine-tuning. You remember when the, the fuel-injected four-strokes just first came out? There was always fuel pumps getting clogged and stuff. So I think... Right now, it's not going to be the best, but they're going to figure it out for sure. And without a doubt, um, you'll see them on two strokes. The Japanese brands probably won't do it, but I know uh, KTM and Husky are always pushing to evolve and stay ahead of the curve. So Uh, I don't know when that's going to happen. Kiefer's ridden one. My personal idea is the moto bikes will for sure have in the future yeah hell i've ridden the husky um 250 and it's super like uh, very smooth kind of like what how i when i typed about it i kind of referenced when four stroke carburetors were there and they transferred over to fi how they lost a little bit of snap um but yet with the controlled more controlled same thing with the two stroke i have more traction it's a smoother power um and all around, to me, I, and I'm not an extreme rider like Cody, but I feel like that would be a really good setup um, for that kind of uh, of an event. You know, be just from the traction that I got with the two-stroke. It's almost four-stroke-esque traction with that the TPI bike. Man, I'm just dreaming of a, a 250SX TPI with recluse clutch and my 50-year-old ass on it. That just seems like a magic carpet ride, man. <laughs> there we go. There you go. You can travel like the world. Thanks, Al. Thanks, thanks, for, oh, so thanks, man. See you. See ya. So are you done your contract, Cody? Are you got another year, or what's the deal with that? Um, I don't know how I can answer this one, but I, you'll you'll see me back for okay. another two years. So oh. there's there's two yeah. more. We got a – you have a two-year thing, but we're not talking about it yet. But it's up. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, I'll, I'll be where I'm at, though. What's, uh, okay. what's next for you, Cody? What do you do now? Where do you go? I know you talked about those extreme enduro and stuff. Winning but races. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I want to keep winning races. That would be great. But, uh, you know, you I'm, hope, I'm uh, planning on going back to Europe more and doing some more races over there. Mm-hmm. And some more extreme stuff next year, that extreme series in America, enduro cross, and – that's when does that start? Know, when does that start, though? Like, what, what do you have some? Ta- do you have some downtime, or when? When does that start? That kind of stuff. 
Um, I don't have that much downtime, to be honest. No. Everything kind of gets spread out. So, you know, I got some little bit of time off right now, but we're headed down to – I'm headed to SoCal tomorrow for our team shoot and the Kirk Caselli uh, ride day, the foundation ride day at Glen Hill on Saturday. So I'll be down there kind of supporting the cause, but, um, you know, kind of regroup and get fired off pretty heavy in January, I think. Cool. Well, Hey, um, thank you for the time tonight. Uh, congrats on the title. Thanks yep, to the people congrats. who called in. Yeah. Awesome. Um, looking forward to it next year. The, um, the battle between you two guys are, is going to be great. I'm looking forward to it. And, uh, and man, you're killing it lately. Hopefully sure. we get down to come down and ride some moto with me. Yeah. Do it. Keep, yeah, do it. Are you going to be out there Saturday, Keeter? Yep, I'll uh, be there, and uh, we're going to talk about that, too, after we got fun with you. But, yeah, that's the plan. Ooh. Oh, uh, yeah, well, it's a, I just want to say it's a great great event, really fun, a lot of cool stuff going on. So, yeah, hope uh, people make it out. Yeah, I agree. We'll, we'll touch on it here right away. Thanks for your time tonight. Uh, appreciate it, and uh, we'll get you back on, man, absolutely. So, thanks, man. All right. See you, Cody. Have a good one. See you, bye. Cody Webb, everybody, uh, EnduroCross champion, and our folks at FMF are a big part of our show, and the folks at FMF also supporting the Kirk Caselli Ride Day yes. this Saturday. Yeah, so it's this Saturday at Glen Helen. Um, obviously, Kurt was a big influence on me. We grew up together in, in, in the high desert. We rode, rode a lot together. So annual ride day is uh, this Saturday. They Actually, this year they're having camping. This year, and when you, uh, it's free camping with your entry to go in. So nice. Friday night, they have live music. Um, they have movies. They have a fire pit, um, stuff for the kids to watch. Um, they have an MX track, obviously, the M both MX REM track and the main track's prepped. Um, they have an off-road loop that you can do. Um, they have an ISD, like, sp special sprint test that you do for time. They have a team race. Just all kinds of cool, fun stuff to do. Um, it's for a great cause. Um, Camp, Camp Caselli, you can go to KirkCaselli.com and, and uh, read all about it. But uh, to me, like, uh, just like Shorty said, Kurt inspired and uh, touched a lot of, a lot of dudes. And uh, he, was a, he, was a, he was a great guy, one of my good friends, and uh, it's a good cause. And uh, Donnie and everybody over there does a great job. So. You going to go out yeah. this weekend, Langston? You going to make it out on a bike? Um, uh, truthfully, I haven't thought that far ahead. <laughs> I know that sounds bad, but I, it just it, – it's – Feels like one weekend blends yeah. into another, but Kurt, tell me, tell me Kurt, Kurt was actually someone that I was a friend with because you know from back in the day in KTM mm -hmm. he was on the original yeah he was around yeah. KTM off road guys and and I've ridden with him I've, I don't have a ton of off road experience but every time we had those KTM functions remember when shit hit the fan and yeah yeah we got Pocono arrested yeah, and, yeah we got arrested yeah I got arrested with Pingree yeah we did yeah. Pocono yeah. All right, we could talk about I that. funded that to get us out of there. Everyone anyway. funded it, but you put up the most. Yeah. Yes. But we've had some good times. <laughs> but with, with, with Kurt, he was, he, was, he was just that guy that, you know, we knew from back in the yeah. day. The, like I, I call the OG KTM off-road guy of America. Yeah. yeah. So uh, it's special, and, and I, I, did, I honestly didn't even know it was this weekend. But um, Yeah, he's a great guy. Um, I will be there Saturday. I will. Yeah. I'll make it up. Sunday, they're, they're actually doing, the, the the foundation's doing a CPR class for oh, okay. some top riders. And uh, it's cool because they have some hot chicks that you can do the CPR <laughs> classes on. And uh, like top 10 to 20 off-road guys are going to do a CPR class. So um, just like Taylor Robert crashed in this big off-road race out here, a King of the Motos, and he was knocked unconscious. And Haker came upon him. 
and it kind of got some things sparked up and like, hey, some of these top guys don't know how to do CPR and they need to get certified. So the foundation decided, hey, let's get some of these top guys to learn CPR, get them certified, and hopefully some other guys out there that ride off-road or even moto learn how to do it, get certified, and just kind of well, make you, it more of aware you, you know, that you, we need to do this. You heard Shorty say earlier that as racers, we didn't like each other. You know, we, right. we didn't communicate. We, we, we stayed away. But he goes, in this community, it's different. Like, everyone's got each other's back. But it's I think it's because just that. If you saw someone, your competitor out there who was, you know, in a life. Threatening situation. You know, yeah, yeah. Like, it changes things. Like, I mean, I've there's a lot of riders I don't like. But if I knew I could help them, right. you, me, Mathis, anyone sitting here, you know, it's a whole different deal. Let me just but, tell you something. Off-road racing community is a whole different breed. Man. It has to be. Um, I'm yeah. telling you right now, like. Everyone's got everyone's back. I have more of an off-road heart than a moto heart because I'm more of a softy kind of person. And I'm the same way. Yeah, it's like I love riding moto the most, but as far as the atmosphere and the vibes, off-road is where it's at. Uh, Speaking of where it's at, flyracing.com, Jason Thomas. What's up, JT? How are you, man? Nothing. You guys having a love fest or like some uh, sort of uh, you know me, Kiefer, I'm bringing it up. Kiefer and GL will probably We're start making a sword it. fight. It's a little different. <laughs> swinging. You ever seen that movie Skin Deep with John Ritter? That's me and uh, Langston over oh, here. Oh boy, here we go. No, but if there was Sounds if there was a documentary that summed your life up in two words, it would probably be Skin Deep. <laughs> Uh, wow. Well, he liked that one. He's chuckling. He That's that right. Um, All uh, right. How's the, everything at Fly Racing, JT? Killing it as usual? I think so. I've been uh, I've been gone for a week, so I hope. Uh, I hope. <laughs> hope, it. hope it's still there when it happens. <laughs> when you get back. No, I mean, I yeah. I mean, I check everything. You know, we have our our uh, numbers and stuff. I can see remotely. So uh, yeah, everything's good. It's it's busy time for everything. You know, Black yeah. Fridays and Cyber Mondays, and and I know that's probably a whole difference type of cyber monday for Kiefer, mm. um but it's uh it's <laughs> oh, big stuff. gotta watch out for those hey, viruses hey uh moser <laughs> x brown goggle tear off was Kiefer. what's your best christmas present you ever got and he said a sensual massage from heather yeah it was good that was <laughs> dude he no gift no present that was it. that was a gift and a well, whatever, present whatever what i'm just saying no <laughs> no material things for Kiefer. just a sensual Massage. That, that was also was my favorite Christmas gift. From Heather. <laughs> Fuck you. That's fucked hey, up. Hey, me too. <laughs> Cocksucker. Oh, fantastic. No, I don't do that. Um, hey, so JT, listen, I know you've been on vacation and everything, but uh, at the top of the show, we touched on the Aussie Supercross. GL was down there. Jason Anderson took the win there. And then I went to Paris, and Marvin Muskan took the win there. Uh, I, you know, you're, you're watching it from afar. I don't know how much you read or watched. What's your takeaways from those two races, if anything, that surprised you or caught your eye or anything? Uh, GL said Anderson, you know, as good as Dino was and Brayton was, Anderson was a little tick better. And uh, and I would say the same thing about Marv. Uh, what's your takeaway? Uh, yeah, I mean, I, I don't really take anything away from those races, to be honest. But uh, I did watch both of them. And, you know, I think the best guy won both events. So going in... You know, I think the best guy was Jason Anderson on paper, and he won, uh, you know, I guess the better of two nights. And then uh, you've got to think Marv on his, on his you know, home territory being, I would have to say, he's the best guy out of that group as well. Um, yeah, that's if you're going to predict something, that's kind of what I would have predicted. So 
that's not a you know interesting answer or anything. But really, I, I try not to take anything away from those races because you've got guys that they're really unprepared at this time of the year, or you know, especially at the end of October, uh, beginning of November. And you know, it's it's guys trying to make money and and see the world, and you know, the results are I don't want to say secondary, but it's certainly nothing like Anaheim one. Speaking of uh, those off-season races that you did a shit ton of them, JT Bowers was there in Germany. The, Bowers was there. Und go to Germany. <laughs> That's your German accent. <laughs> <laughs> it's bad. We make it the power. We make it the power. That's what the Germans go always ahead. say. Go ahead, you were getting ready to say something. <laughs> um, I'm just gonna shut up. So Bowers was there, and uh, he was talking about the German round, and. Uh, He's in for a fight for that series. He's doing Dortmund, though, even though it's the same date as Houston, JT. Bowers is inked in over there. He's going to stay over. Yeah, I mean, that series is uh, to make, you know, Dortmund pays the most. So I had that fight yearly with Forrest, and uh, shoot, I almost didn't race my last year for that team in 2012 because of Dortmund. Um, I could make... Yeah, I could make as much money at Dortmund as I did the whole Supercross series. Wow. Uh, yeah, it got it got pretty ugly between myself and <laughs> Forrest and over the whole thing because I basically just told him like, "Hey, it's not even worth me racing the whole year if you're not going to let me go to this one event." Um, so yeah, it's I can understand Tyler's, especially if he's going to be like a private honesty. Team. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean to, to do it that way. I, I, yeah, that we need. Under- yeah. Um, so there was a guy in the SX2 main event that was jacking with Bowers. It didn't go well for I was, him. I was just about to say, how did that I turn out? I saw that. Did you see the takeout? Did you see? <laughs> I, I did. I saw it on video. He yeah. sent the dude eight feet off the berm. Luckily, the guy landed on a tough block, like in the middle of his stomach. Otherwise, it would have just been on the berm. Wow. And the guy was looking around and kind of weaving, and they were playing the stop and go game. You know, and the guy was kind of looking, and I'm like, this is... N- he doesn't know who he's messing with. You could mess with anybody but the one guy. Yeah, right. You can do that to Osborne and Jay yeah, Martin and Hampshire. Does, yeah. Go does ahead. he not watch Supercross, or does he not know who Tyler Bowers is, or <laughs> is he Arena Cross, or... Bowers was like, okay. He did not have the package that showed the U.S. Supercross racers, <laughs> so he did not know what he was involved in. Oh, it was... Uh... Are you rapping? <laughs> GL's, GL's is 14. Is? He's 14 Red Bull Vodka's deep at this point. <laughs> 14. I just pour seven drinks in each one. So, yeah, it's my second one. <laughs> I'm, I'm very surprised at that mix you make. Dude, did you see that? It's very strong. It's pure race gas. <laughs> it's fucking pure lead is what it is. All I win, win. No, I'm kidding. Um, uh, hey, and so, JT, I was talking to, to Kiefer and GL at the beginning of the show. I'm like, I don't want to, like, shit on Marv because he won. Right, but oh, here we go. But man, his whoop stuff—it was, was not good, him. JT. It wasn't good. Seely and it's Osborne. It's never been good, though. Seely and Osborne and Wilson were way better than him in the whoops. Well, it's been—I mean, that's been his downfall. You know, he's been good enough to overcome it. Uh, but I know we've had this conversation in group texts, and I've voiced this many times that. For him to win a Supercross championship, that's his, the one thing that's going to hold him back. Because you look at the races where there are big whoops, and he's not able to jump through them, and he's forced to blitz, and he suffers. He will not even be near the leaders at races like that. And it's happened time and time again. Even on the 250 at races where the whoops are really tough, he, he just got beat. I wonder why that is, because he's a taller rider. What is it? Yeah. Yeah, I don't 
I don't know. I think it's, uh, you know, I, I struggled too. It was more of a height thing for me, but uh, I think it's just, it's technique and I think it's lack of confidence too. Um, I think it's also a little bit the way he sets his bike up. I think uh, he his forks are a little softer to me from the, you know, I don't know that, but from the outside looking in, they look a little bit softer than uh, what, you know, typically takes to, to blitz whoops, big whoops especially. Um, but yeah, it's just, uh, I think it's a, it's a mix of a lot of things. It, it's certainly not a talent level. It's just, uh, it's one of those things where to, if he wants to be Supercross champ, I think it's something he's going to have to fix. Well, GL said, GL picked him for the 18th Supercross crown. He made an early prediction, hot take. Yeah, yep. But it's hard. I, I mean, I can't, I can't go away from it, but I still think, you know, if you go and look at results over the hey, years, that, you go. Hey, and, hey, JT, don't, don't get too involved yep. in math. This is fucking over the top, oh, GL this, GL that, blah, blah, blah. That's what you said. He put me under pressure. I had to pick someone. I'm with you. What you just said, honestly, I GL's agree with you. Waffling. Shut the fuck up, Tweet Mathis. it out. GL's waffling. My term. What you just said, JT, I agree. Don't record this shit, okay? We're not Asshole. recording anything. You're such a lying it's, sex no one shit. Listens. No one yeah. listens. Anyway, JT, I agree with what you said. Yeah. Like, everything you said is it's total sin- Stop fucking giggling, you mother <laughs> fucking piece right, of sorry. shit I'm assholes. Sorry. Carry on with the Langston show. All right. All right. Anyway, yep. JT. You two champions can talk. German champion, Supercross world champion. Well, JT didn't like me because we met in Germany. You did? <laughs> JT, yeah. do you want to mention yeah. the story? You did a German Supercross? Oh, I didn't know that. Ask JT real JT, quick. JT, go ahead. Uh, so, yeah, JL raced the end of 99 series. That was my first time there as well. Mm-hmm. Um, and I believe Andrew was with him then as well. Uh, Uncle Andrew. Yep. Yeah, yep, he was. Yep. Mechanic. Uh, so, yeah, GL. I mean, I, I knew who GL was, but he was not. Um, On your radar. GL, you know, that, right. Yeah, he wasn't. Yep. He, the next year he would be world champ. So mm-hmm. everything kind of changed. Um, but, yeah, he was, you know, a kid. And I, w- I was only 20 myself. So, um, I whatever. He, he made an aggressive pass. And it wasn't even anything dirty at all. But. Um, you know, it was just heat of the, one of those heat of the moment type things. Yeah, whatever. People yell at each other. Right. Fun. So. Um, like, oh, uh, man. Nonchalant. Is really- I was going to say, he, he was he was kind of pissed, and I was like, who the fuck is this guy? So I just had that attitude. <laughs> I was same thing. I was uh, yeah. the same thing. I, 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 I was... <laughs> I was like, bro, it's it's a tight track. What? I don't even remember the details. I just remember I was that kind of dick rider, and JT's mentioned this to me, and I know it's true. Uh-huh. But when someone said, "Oh, well, you this, you that," I didn't even listen. I just pulled my middle fingers up in the air, <laughs> and you know that really pisses any rider off. And they're yeah. trying to tell you, like, "Hey, man, like, I know we're cool." And as they're saying that, you flip them off. It it doesn't work <laughs> that well. Yeah, yeah. So um, that was kind of my attitude. So I got told JT even told me I had an attitude problem. Oh. I remember uh, end of '99. I'm working at KTM. And they're like, hey, there's this guy here from South Africa riding, and he blew up a wheel, so can you build him a wheel? And I'm like, I'm not fucking built mowing. Build this guy a wheel. You, you and your racist dad, you motherfucker. And your, you and your dad came down to the shop, and I'm like, here's the wheel. Like, stop. Don't be an idiot. And, and I'm like, this fucking guy. I'm busy with Kelly Smith. I got no time for this guy. He's a big deal. And it was you and your dad. I would, I would have been nicer there if I would have known it was, you know, just, you know. He didn't would, like but, me because he knew I was from Africa. Um, anyways, uh, <laughs> just yeah, kidding. It, it, uh, 
What were we talking about before, yeah, the, before yeah. the German? Uh, oh, Bowers. Yeah. Bowers. Marvin. Me being an asshole. Marvin. Marvin Europe. Um, I don't know. <laughs> it's gone everywhere. How about your prediction of Marvin just stamping it? Just Marvin's going to win. I, it's not a bad stamp. Yeah. Anyway. Yep. I think JT Marvin, and I I think did, Marvin did, will win. JT and I did have a moment. I don't. I, I didn't really remember it until he reminded me, and he goes, "You were a real dick," and I was like, "Was?" <laughs> I was like, what? <laughs> I'm trying to ease out of that program, but I'm, I hate to burst your bubble. But JT yeah. at at the peak, peak Grant Langston and peak Chad Reed. Who do you think went harder at the after party? Oh man, um, that would be tough. That's I, a- I've seen. I think Chad is race illegally drunk. So I'm gonna go. <laughs> Chad may have one legally drunk. Right. Okay. Yeah, I think That's I think legally one drink an hour. He was legally he wouldn't it. be able to oh. race, but um. unofficially he would have won the race <laughs> if he no, was I mean, a like drunk. I mean, like on like a like a breathalyzer. Yeah. Well, point zero eight's not legal, so I think he's won at point one. Like. Oh, for sure. Yeah. <laughs> he would have been, been sober by the time the main event went yeah, on. Yeah, that's, that's, that's 10.30 okay. or so at night, 9.30 at night. He sobered up during the main event. We'll yeah. leave it at that, okay? <laughs> so so was, he, was, was, there he was legal as fuck. Were there parties before the events, or was it just like oh, he went to the bar the night before, and that's what happened? Yeah, but it was like all night. Okay. Yeah. It would have been Friday night, but it would have been like all night. Okay. We may have all been at the same event, so we cannot comment. <laughs> <laughs> right, JT. <laughs> Royal we. Yeah. Um, I'd like to. I'd like to. You know, we should break that down one time. Peak Chad Reed and peak Grant Langston. Who no, no, yeah. peak Chad and peak JT. And not you though. Oh, I, I was just like a bystander. Oh, okay. All right. Okay. Good bystander. Uh, let's get to the phone calls here. We got uh, Skippy. What's up, man? How are you? You want to talk about gear testing with Kiefer? Absolutely, guys. Uh, I was just wondering if uh, Kiefer's done extensive uh, torture tests on uh, certain types of gear, just regular, regular uh, pants, jersey combos, so on and so forth. Yep, I'm currently doing that all right now to do a podcast before the holiday to um, do a shootout. Rock and roll. Uh, well, I just wanted to give a little testimony. I got three years on uh, my fly uh, mesh gear. Since uh, Loretta's 2014, and I'm just now starting to get a little bit of rippage in the uh, Evolution gloves as well. And I uh, just wanted to say that uh, three years on some stuff, riding hard, whether it's off-road or moto, and uh, this stuff's lasting pretty damn good. Three years for a guy that rides, you know, two or three times a week is uh, pretty damn good. Thank God we gave you some gear tonight, Skippy. I know, right? Well, I'm just telling. Like, fly has come. I'm sure JT can attest to this. Fly has come a long way. Like, it's by far one of my top yes. favorite gear to wear. A lot of in us. But it, I, I mean, it's come a long, long way. Are you way. still light hydrogen guy? I'm full light hydrogen guy. Light hydrogen guy. Oh yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. <laughs> light, oh, yeah. light and tight. GL, you've been. A, like have it. you been in A stars lately? Did I see a photo or no? Were you yeah. wearing fly? He's A star guy. You're A star guy. I was a uh, fly guy, but um, I'm an A star guy because. We, my main thing that I do now on a day-to-day basis is our South African dis- distribution business. So we are the Southern African distributor for uh, Alpine Stars, um, Bell. You know, we do about fifteen brands, Pro Circuit, yeah. many others. But um, so it just it coincides. But I, I, I'm a big f- a fan of Fly actually because 
We sell in our store. We do a lot of business with WPS, who this is not a fucking ad. It's literally like we love doing business with those guys. I love Schumacher. I love Beasley and our local guy, um, Oscar. He's amazing. So um, they literally have become. They're crushing it. Dude, it used to be yeah. Parts Unlimited and Tucker, and, you know, we want to talk about Tucker at the moment, but Parts, they're not, you know. Well, I don't want to make this a flag gargle fest, but it, seriously, like, I've had guys that haven't, haven't no, worn. No, good. Go ahead. Go ahead. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Make it like a Haven't worn fly in a long time and have come up to me to the track say, look, I got some fly stuff, and I love it. It is. Right, it's good, good stuff. Um, we crush the shit out of it in the store. And, and, and I tell people when they ask me, what would you buy? I'm like, I'm not going to sell you something just because people think I'm paid to say it. I give people the truth. And um, yep, we do very well with Fly. And WPS is a great supporter and brand of our store. And um, I think other people are just fucking losing it. All right. Let's get into the Fly gear. Best out there, bro. Uh, Darkside, what's up, bro? How are you? Well, I'm doing good, man. And yeah, speaking of the fly, I'm ordering my second set of light hydrogen tomorrow. Nice. So from Lexus yeah, Motorsports? No. <laughs> no, it's a straight through fly, man. Uh, I got I got a you know I have amateur support through them, so I I get it through them. Crush it. All right. But um, yeah, my my question is uh, about uh, Maddie B. Bashelia still doesn't have a ride. You see anything coming open? Good question. Yeah. I, I... JT, you know anything about Bichelia? Privateer Suzuki, I heard, but I don't know if that's what. It, that's all I heard. Yeah, you know, I don't know. He's been. I mean, if you looked at every team out there, he's, he's been attached to. I, I would say probably at least five or six teams that have come knocking for a gear deal. To be honest with you, um, you know, it's funny because we would actually we would call people back to back, and they would all claim they had Bichelia on their team. So. <laughs> I don't know what he was going to, you know, he was going to be a part of that Dustin Pipes deal at one time. Yep. Um, you know, JGR was talking to him at one time. Yep. I, I don't know. I, I would assume he's going to be on a Suzuki because I think everything I've heard is, is Suzuki related, but mm-hmm. who knows where he's going to land, you know? Uh, um, but we yeah. still, we still have so much time. I mean, people get hurt and there's lots of things that seem to happen in December. So yeah. I wouldn't count anything yeah. out yet. I, I talked to him today, and he said he doesn't have anything. That's why I was just wondering if you knew a bit. Like, did you are there spots still open anywhere? Are there teams looking that just not that I know of? But, but Shelly's a W guy, isn't he, Grant? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I just wear the shirt. Okay, <laughs> I actually uh, don't even train there. Okay, I'm just checking in here. I'm an investor uh, and, and a participant. Uh, uh, thanks, Darkside. Appreciate, it, man. All right, man. Thank you. Yeah. Appreciate it. Um, yeah, it's going to be interesting to see where he lands. That Suzuki team of Pipes, Cunningham, uh, LaFontaine, and... Miller. Uh, Miller. Uh, I hope they release, do well. The press release would be dropping this the, week, I heard. So. The sport needs, you know, those kind of yep. teams, right? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, no, we I, all agree on that one. I've been saying that for a long time. I hope they stick around. Pretty big bummer that... Uh, yeah, it's a pretty big bummer they lose Henry Miller, which I think was a big part of their punching power. Yeah. Um, it doesn't look like he's going to be uh, racing anytime soon, so that's a bummer. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely, for sure. Uh, coming up, too, on the uh, Pulp Mech Show presented by BTOsports.com and Fly Racing after we talk to Jason Thomas. We're going to have some Kiefer after dark. Oh, thank God. We're oh, going to have the BTO Sports Tweet of Travis segment and uh, much more with GL and Chris Kiefer here. Um, all right, JT, thanks for uh, coming on, man. Anything else you want to talk about? Your VIP program, promoting that? Um, yeah, VIP is good. Um, A1's full, but um, everything else still has spots. So if uh, you guys are looking for... 
kind of a next level experience for uh, Supercross races, get in touch with me. You can email me, um, tweet me, get a hold of me, get a hold of Mathis somehow. So perfect. Uh, this yeah. is the, by far the most successful preseason we've had ever for us. It's what definitely a growing program. What about limited edition gear? What are we looking like? Oh boy. No one cares about the fucking. What are we gear. looking like? Go to the fucking race. Um, so, we want to know about. We gear. have we have stuff coming out. Yeah, we have stuff coming out. Um, I can't really say when and what yet. Oh, so we can't tell. Um, it's like Supercross week. No. No. Fuck not yet. Said. Not yet. Fucking useful. We, we don't do. Useless. You know, we, we don't do as much as the other guys. Like some of our competitor, uh, the competing brands, it seems like they do them like every other week. And for us, it's just a little bit too hard. I feel like on the on the retailers to manage, you just keep cramming stuff down their throats. I don't feel like that's great for anyone. Um, and it hurts sell through a bit on the stuff they've already pre-booked. So I don't, I don't know. Everybody has their own take on it. We just try to do it once or twice a year and just something fun. And, uh, we, we, we like to stand behind the, the lines that we offer, you know, all year long. So it's just a different philosophy. All right. All right. True that. Thanks, buddy. Thanks for your time. Back to work all tomorrow right, for you. Back to work. Yeah. Look at this. I land. I land in Boise at uh, 12.50 a.m., and I fly back to San Jose at 6 a.m. Oh, boy. That's going to be a great time. (laughs) Fun, bro. Yeah, I love it. All right, man. Good time. See you, JT. Thanks, JT. All right, see see you guys. I didn't know. A young JT and GL hooking up in Germany. Right. Did you do the whole series or just the one race? or like How Um, does that even work? I'm trying to remember. I did the whole series 99, but uh, JT told me that he didn't like me because the first time we met apparently was I just slammed him in yeah. the corner. Yeah, not- and I'm not going to lie. I slammed people. Oh, I didn't yeah. care who you were, what you were. I was there trying to make a name. So, yeah. Um, yeah, I pissed people off, and now we're friends, and we can look back and laugh. and Bullshit about it. Okay, JT so- straight up told me, like, I, I thought you were a complete wanker. <laughs> so, anyway, um- he was wrong because I'm an amazing Human being, Wanker. right, Mathis? Yes, you are. Uh, so, lying sack of shit. For, for some fun. Okay, he's not lying. I came up with this chart. So, oh nice shit! I want to get to the bottom of peak Grant Langston, and I'm talking riding. I'm talking money. I'm talking smashing pussy. I'm talking <laughs> like everything in your winning life. Races. Like winning races. Like ev- like you've won. T- look, look, you've won world titles. You won a national title. Two of them. You won a Supercross title, Pro Circuit. You have championships, won, South African championships. You have won, like, Langston. You have boom. won. You have won. I hate to give you credit, but you've won everywhere all over the world at indoors I even beat and out. Timmy Ferry. I know, and that's what I fucking that's hate. That's really hard to but, do. Hold on, we got to get to this guy before we do this. Hold on, Nicholas. What's up, man? How are you? You're calling from Denmark. <laughs> I'm calling from Denmark. That's a long way, man. Yeah, thank you for calling, buddy. Uh, I appreciate it. Yeah, no problem. We actually met a couple of times, Steve. Uh, you probably won't remember it, but um, at the Nations, I'm the guy from Denmark who's doing a little bit of podcasting as well. No, I don't remember that. But oh, you oh, that's won't remember cool. Anyway. Um, ah, cool. <laughs> hey, no. So listen, yeah, you, you uh, went to you went to finish Finland Supercross, where our buddy Alex yes, Ray was I there. Did. I did. I did. I had to go up there and work anyway, so uh-huh. I figured out I would uh, I would look at Air Ray a little bit and. Uh, <laughs> gather something and then call you guys back it's obviously been a couple of weeks but uh yeah. i haven't been on so i have had to wait to call yeah no problem yeah what so what what do you got how was he <laughs> he won one night right yep yes yes he won the second night um where where he was he was the best guy uh harry Kulas was definitely the best guy on on friday mm-hmm. um so avery kind of had to had to figure it out a little bit 
He crashed three times in the first lab in practice, though. <laughs> <laughs> now he blames he blames his his poor showing on Friday over jet over jet lag. He was he was jet lag. Um, well, he wasn't he wasn't that talkative on 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 Friday, so I might give him that. But um, but Harry was was riding really really good as well. It just seemed like he didn't. Did, did anyone ever tell Ari that a bike actually goes fastest when the clutch is fully engaged? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, he revs the <laughs> shit out of his bike. Yeah. Holy shit! His team, they were so excited to have him the first day, and it seemed like uh, so much they the got more day. and more serious and more and more quiet every every single hour of the of the weekend. <laughs> <laughs> he burned. <laughs> he burned six clutches. Six? Come on, Ari. Six. Oh, uh, I wouldn't. Uh, okay, let, let me rephrase that. The, the last night, because there was so much smell, I still smell the clutch, the burning <laughs> clutch right now. It's like been two weeks, <laughs> and everyone was talking about it, right? But but the funny thing is, or I, I'm not sure that he burned the last one, but the, on the last night in the semifinal, I guess I asked him, and he was he was on the sixth clutch. Oh my Holy god, crap, dude! You can't dude. like so, seriously, like seriously. You're not doing something right if you're going through that. Like I get it. If you're I get dragging the clutch that much. That much. Yeah. yeah I mean, bad. come on, A. Ray. Learn how to. Didn't Millsaps teach him anything? He, yeah. he could have cut so much time if he just have engaged that clutch. He was like, wait, 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 all the time. See what happens is awesome watch, A. Ray gets excited and instead of letting off the throttle, he keeps the throttle wide open and then just pulls the clutch in just to. Just Dude, to you can't it. do that on those bikes though. It'll, like yeah, yeah not, it doesn't work. No. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it was the polar opposite of uh, Hugo Basula. You know the guy that he was talking yeah. about before. Yeah, I was kind of watching that a little bit as well because that was pretty funny. They had a good battle on Friday. Yeah, he's scared of Hugo. Yeah, but he, he's so nice though. I I, um, <laughs> I spent a lot of time with him this, uh, that weekend as well. He's such a nice guy. He actually got he, Hugo got sad because um, you know they do these head-to-head races. Uh huh. Um. Like just one-on-one races, just the one and a half lap ish, and um, he uh, he battled with um, with Kulas in one of those head-to-head races. Uh, Hugo did. Wow! And uh, they got together. They got together in the air, which was uh, it. Kind of looked like Hugo cut over on Harry to uh, cut him off, but what actually happened is that Hugo got a little bit short on the jump, so uh, the bike kicked yep. and hit Harry. So they both went down. <laughs> so, it, whatever it was a racing incident, but uh-huh. afterwards, apparently some of the Finnish guys they went crazy on Hugo, <laughs> and um, I w- <laughs> and I was like, okay, I'm, I'm gonna just I'm gonna yeah. go to Hugo just to make sure that he's cool because I've been we've been talking a lot. Yeah, yeah. And um, he he came to me and he was like, people are so mad at me. I don't know why. It was not it was not on purpose at all. I'm, and, and I'm like, oh, calm down, dude. It was, it was nothing. And Harry didn't seem that mad, but everyone else, like the Finnish dudes, were going at him. And he just came to me and said, I'm just, I'm just sad. I'm just here to race. I don't, I'm not here to do anything, <laughs> any harm to anybody. And I'm, I'm just sad. And this big guy just got, he was like legitimately sad that someone was actually mad at him. <laughs> oh, boy. Uh, <laughs> um, and then A Ray, no after party for A Ray. No, no, no after man. party. The crazy thing is that I saw him wink at a girl just like coming off the track. One of the uh, one of the pit girls. I saw him like winking at her, just taking his goggles off, <laughs> winking at her, just like cool guy, and then just right straight on. And I was like, yeah, he's he's trying on that one. Right, right. And uh, I was down. talking to, uh, yeah, and I was talking to him about that, like 
if he was going to go out and get her. And so uh, cool. he was like, yeah, maybe, maybe, and this and that. But, um, yeah, I never he, saw him at the after party. He probably had no money for the after party because he had to reimburse the team for clutches. <laughs> yeah, probably. Oh, probably. Um, yeah, but he, won, he he got some good money, I, I think. So. Do you think he's getting some fans over there? It's two years in a row for him there. Oh, he's trying. He's trying to get fans. You know, you know, he's kind of like the crowd pleaser kind of thing. You know, yeah. Euro guys are pretty. They'll just answer questions, but he'll like he'll do some showmanship as well. Um, he'll he'll so also when, whenever he uh, yeah he'll also get his accent. He'll put on his accent, thick it up. Yeah, a little. he'll thick oh, up his yeah, accent. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. That was it was thick, and, and that's the problem because in Finland apparently they don't speak that good English in Finland. So yeah. whenever he would say something like yeah, and it's awesome to be here. Thanks to all the crowd for making this possible. I'm here for you guys. All this stuff. They didn't really, he didn't really get a, that big of a reaction. Yeah. But then when the announcer guy kind of translated it, then it came like, everyone right, was right, like, right. hey, right. Oh, man. And I think the, when, when he got the biggest roar was uh, he did a head-to-head race as well with a, a British guy called Ashley Greedy, mm-hmm. uh, who was like kind of, he's been kind of like this kind of bad boy, womanizer kind of thing. Oh, boy. Uh, for, like, for many years. Like Kiefer. So, mm. Yeah. <laughs> so, um. So when when that race started, when that head to head started, thank you. I said, <laughs> I said right at the beginning, I said this is gonna not go, like these guys are not gonna cross the finish line, like standing yeah. up both of them. Right, right. And and they were battling good, and Avery actually had a good edge on him, but then Greedy just in the second to last corner came in so hot, like so late, like Avery was exited in the corner when Greedy was getting into it. Greedy just cut the corner, straight T-bone. They went down hard, and A-Ray got up again. Both bikes were obviously off, so he um, he uh, obviously used the electric start, and he roosted the shit out of Greedy while nice. Greedy was still trying to Good kick his job, bike. Good job, A-Ray. Cool. Good going, job. Yeah, nice people move. People were going yeah, insane. That, so um, that's, awesome. where he got, that's where he got the fans. Nice. I like it. Well, hey, uh, thanks, man. Thank you for the update, Nicholas, all the way from Denmark. Thank yeah. you. Love, love to hear that. Thanks for taking my call, man. Yeah, thanks, no worries. Man. Thank you. Sweet. Talk to you soon. See ya. Man. Yeah, have a good show, guys. Thanks. Bye. Thanks. Hey, Ray in Finland. I Updates. enjoyed that. No yeah. chicks, no beers. Stay off the clutch. Clutches. <laughs> Boats and hose. Okay, so back to what we were doing. Thanks for that, oh, by shit. the way, Nicholas. So here's a bracket for you. So you've won all over the world. You've had you've for KTM Europe, KTM America, Pro Circuit, Factory Yamaha. You've you won on, you won on all of them. You're right, Mathis. I'm a bad motherfucker. Okay, so here's your bracket, and I have one over here. So for <sighs> so this is who would win, like in a <clears throat> like in a time machine. Which GL would win? All oh, right, so shit just got real. So. 99, I have in one bracket. This is one bracket. 99, 2000, Europe GL. Mm-hmm. Bunch of wins and a world title. Versus 2001 to 2003, GL. National champion in 03. Supercross wins. Should have won the 01 title. Which GL comes out on top of that battle of those two GLs? Mm-hmm. I mean, money, success, smashing pussy, Everything right. like what encompass it? Everything GL. Which one's better? Jesus Christ! You guys just put yeah. I thought it was just like anyway. I'm reading it right now, and the way you just threw it, if it includes smashing pussy, mm-hmm. definitely has to be ninety nine two thousand Europe, Europe GL. GL world title. 
Because you won and you just got busy. Just, yeah. Badass. I lived in Holland. If anyone knows anything about Holland, like, of course, I I didn't smoke weed because I was a racer, but I lived, like, I mean, I would fuck any bitch that was high, if it makes sense, you know, like... Oh, I like that. That came from out of nowhere. Hey, okay, so, so what? What? It's Holland, and, and you won the world and title. And that's acceptable. Yeah. Yeah. And I was a kid out of you, South Africa, and, and my mom world, wasn't there. And you so won the there world was no title. Real rules. And you won the world title. You were winning races, GPs, Dauber, Mike Brown, winning races and smashing pussy. Yeah, that's okay. what I was doing. All right, next up, that wins well, that bracket for sure. The other side, for show. the other side of the bracket. Yes, I'm looking at the lower half. Is <laughs> 2005 and 2006 Pro Circuit GL. So you dropped back down. You had a couple of shitty years with KTM. Mitch picked you up. Ten wins in Supercross and Motocross. Because Mitch knows talent when he sees it. And two 250 Supercross titles, okay, in those two years. Versus the 2007 Yamaha. 07. Don't even finish it. I feel like those two are are I love Mitch Payton. I love riding there. Yeah. When I... Signed with Mitch. I said, I guarantee you I'll win you an outdoor title. You didn't do it. I was the fastest guy to not win both you titles. I swear were. to God. Yeah, you probably I were. I fucking was on fire in 05, and I was on fire in 06. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I know I sound like a dick right now, but I keep it real. So, but... But but but, but, but I won the 05 and 06 East and West yep. titles, which surprised me and Mitch. And I didn't win the fucking title. I promised him I was going to win. Mm-hmm. So that's a failure. So I'm going to go with 07, GL Yamaha. Yeah, coming on. Yamaha. There was Ricky. There was James. There was everyone. Everyone told me, you're a, as we say in South Africa, you're a fart lost in the wind. Yeah. You're a fucking nobody is basically what they're saying. Yeah. So I won that one. Okay. So we're going to go 07 GL. and and, And you won more money. I imagine you won more money for that 450 national title than you won for both of those 250. Supercross title. It's fucking printing money at that time. Yes, printing money. Printing. And then the recession just gave you a big old how was the, fucking slap in the face and reminds you you're a fucking idiot. How was the smashing going on? It was married. Uh, married. Married. No, no, no. Yeah. The, the thing is, the smashing pussy and winning races was to that confined bracket that won the upper one. Okay, yeah, yeah. Which the is GL, the the Europe GL. Europe GL, right. Yeah, okay. I mean, I was like a caged tiger like that just got open dragon. to the world. Yeah, okay, so dragons and titties. We got the world title GL versus the 2007 450 motocross GL. Who wins in that matchup? Wow, Ooh, I know what I'm going with, but I'm glad you do because I'm like, wow. I mean, it's a very sophisticated I've bracket. I've never had a GL bracket against GL. It's, you know it's, what I mean? I'm, like, <laughs> I'm like trying to look at this shit and go, I mean, wow. maybe let's tweet it out after. The good let's, news let's, is GL is going to win either way. But we, have a, we should have a poll. Do a poll. It's called poll. Okay, let's, let's make a poll. Let's make poll. a poll. 99 and, 2000, 99 and 2000 GL versus 2007 GL. Right. I also won US Open. True. In what? 2000? No, 07. So you could say 99-2000 GL. You could say 07 GL won the outdoors and what's now known as Monster Cup. Was that the last year that in the MGM was 07 or no? I don't know if it, was I think it, it was. that last I think year? it was. Yeah, yeah it was close. That was when Chad cleaned the whole, everybody on the first turn. Yeah. Yep. I was there. underneath. No. Yeah. Hey, Math, just so you know, I was there. Actually, you know what? I felt it. Yeah. I felt 
the clean out. Are you going to tell us who wins this bracket? Oh. Oh, I thought it was a vote. Oh, oh. We're, we're going to do a vote oh, okay. also. We're anyway, do a vote also. Grant Langston decide that the GL from 99-2000 against GL who won 07 and whatever is going to the final. So GL and GL in the final. And I'm going to go with... Wait, what is the question again? Which GL beat, like, in life? Wh- how you doing? What's the, the best one? The best GL. Like, we're talking money, winning, speed, Oh, money, smashing, that changes things, everything. Smashing. You oh, know, that evens things back up. That's what right. I'm saying. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I made more money on the lower bracket, but I but smashed more on the higher yeah, bracket. Yeah, that's what I'm saying, GL. I mean, I was but, married. So which, I... which part of your life were you happier in? Ooh. Which G- <laughs> Now. <laughs> now we're getting somewhere. This is... This is the stuff we want to know. Oh, well, happier. I mean, if you add everything in together, it's going to be mm-hmm. 2007 GL winning three wins and the 450 outdoor national title and the last Rockstar US Open. Open. Monster, not Monster. Yeah, Rockstar US 2007. Open. Monster Cup. <laughs> <You> <laughs> 2007 GL. 2007 GL. My, my, you know, my dad GL. and my uncle, who you know very well, yep. would say the 99-2000 GL was the best of all. They would say that. Uh, it doesn't matter what they say. It's what you say. You interviewed me. So you can interview them. There we go, everybody. Go. The 2007 GL. The best GL. The one that looked like a Q-tip. You know, yeah. a little white line. And we could... We could also talk about the smashing in 07. It's probably pretty smashing good. Smashing what? You know what? I, d- I didn't even uh, realize this. I didn't smash mu- uh, much besides your fucking favorite rider. Uh, I didn't even smash him. I mean, he bumped stuff him going once. On around I don't then. think he remembers this, but what? first time I ever met him. He was smashing? Was, nope. I don't remember what year it was, Bro, but I, I came I'm a, a clean-cut American kid. Like. Get your shit straight. Right. It was Chad yeah. and him, and I went up to do the Yamaha brochure shoot with them. At, oh, uh, shit. I remember this. At uh, they always did it. They Castillo. Always did it. Castillo. Yeah. Castillo Ranch. So we're all hanging in the motorhome, and those two motherfuckers were talking mad shit to each other all the whole time. And then we went up to go ride up some. Remember that big hit on top of that hill? Uh-huh. Chad's like, uh, Chad was talking, running his mouth. Ever. Grant jumped it first before Chad. Yes. Uh-huh. Oh, Kiefer, my man. I didn't even pay this motherfucker next to me. <laughs> he remembers some good shit. Oh, Reedy's kind of a big deal. But you know what, Reed? You're a fucking wanker right now. <laughs> so put that in your pipe and smoke that shit and go back to Australia yeah, no. and get your act together, right? And Mathis is like, all right. No, man, shut the to, fuck up. I, I'm changing channels. You're watching GL. TV. I'm not. I'm just turning on. Changing channels. Um, well, congratulations, GL, on winning on, on 2007. GL winning the the GL bracket. It's fantastic. Um, Jesus, I don't know if he can. Are we still on Facebook Live? Uh, ask him. I don't know. Yes. Okay. okay. Uh huh. Um, we right. should have okay. put a warning for for language. We uh, really should have put a warning for too language. late. What about yeah. sign language? That too. Why? Because I'm giving you a little sign why? language right I, now. Why are you flipping him I off? I think that that was fun. That was fun finding yeah. out which GL yeah. we liked the best. All right, everybody. Race tech suspension voicemails. He likes a uh, Timmy Ferry. Pulpamex seventeen is the code to save at Race Tech. Look, Kiefer, get the damn stuff serviced. Yes. You, you're doing a Race Tech test. Yes. How's that kit. going? I just started it. So. Okay. All right. So that'll be up on your website and Pulpamex yep. and all of that. Yep. Race Tech suspension and engines, everybody. That'll uh, be a sh- Moto Concepts shot. is also using it as well. Uh, these are the best voicemails we had for the two weeks that we were gone, 
And uh, let's get right to those marks. Hey, Steve, it's Braden from uh, Baltimore, Maryland. Um, just listening to your um, Pop MX podcast from November 6th, and the, the guy called in about mountain biking and, and that trying to dwarf moto. And, I, I you know, it's, it's just a flawed statement. And, I look, I love the mountain bike, but watching mountain bike racers is like watching GNCC. It's like watching paint dry. It's brutal. <laughs> and I look, I, I ride mountain bikes. I do. I've raced enduros and hair scrambles, but I'm not watching those races. I'd rather watch motocross. And let's face it, motocross isn't as exciting as supercross. And that's where all the advertising dollar goes is, is supercross. So they're, they're, the the uh, the exposure will never get to supercross or motocross because of the exposure that those two races give us. And the exposure is what gives the I mean, advertisers the okay. motivation to spend a shit ton of money. So anyway, keep it, keep up the good work. Love all the podcasts. Take care, man. All right, man. Been listening to JT and Kiefer always talking about looking good out there on the track. I just want to throw my two cents in and say it doesn't matter what you look like on the track. It just matters if you're hauling ass. You could be wearing sneakers, fucking useless piece of shit. Tank top, and as long as you're hauling ass, you look good. <laughs> I disagree. I agree. And and Kiefer and JT are snobs. You're snobs. I was like, yeah, you're right. It doesn't on. Are we left? In the grand scheme of things, yeah, we're left. Oh. In the grand scheme of things, I don't give a shit what you wear as long as you ride a dirt bike. Plain and simple. I like people that ride dirt bikes. Doesn't matter what you wear if you're out there with mixed match bullshit. Who cares? But no, if no, you, it seems like it. If seems you like he does do care. care, yeah, and you want to put the effort in, at least match wear up and look good. Look gear, look good. Look gear, look good. Look gear and look good. All right. <laughs> look gear and you're good. I mean, look gear. And you're good. I agree. Hey, Steve, it's Craig Martin. I am uh, calling in for a request. I would like to know, um, A, if you've ever done this, or B, if you could do this. For those of us that haven't been listening to the Pulp Show forever and ever and ever, but do enjoy it and enjoy the content and everything, you know, we get to hear little snippets of the history kind of the show from a little bit of talk about Paul Lindsay and a little bit of talk about Watson and all that stuff, but it would be really cool if there, and maybe there is a show that's out there that you've already done that kind of highlights the history of it. Um, the history of, you know, how you started the show, you know, being one of the first guys out there with Paul or with a podcast and, you know, the, the different sponsors, you know, you're kind of tied to Racer X now, but you weren't at the beginning and just kind of how the whole history of the show went, where the name Pulp came from, you know, that's, Another one of those mysteries that I haven't heard yet um, since I've been listening anyway. So I was just putting in that request. If uh, if you've never done that, that's great. If you have done it, let us know um, where to go find that or what episode it is or whatever. And, and uh, I just, I'm just curious as to how the whole thing started and, and um, where it's come from. And, and obviously I know where it is now and, and do enjoy it very much. So thank you for your work. And I'll talk to you later. I don't think Over people out. care. <laughs> when you've, you've, I've, I've heard the story before. Yeah. He was being very nice. Yeah, I mean, nice. Craig's awesome, but I don't think people. I mean, just, you can go back and listen to all of them. You should do just what he should do, what he just suggested. You should just do your own show one day up here and just get history of Pulp 
and just do it and put it up as a podcast. Hey, you know what? I've actually wanted. How'd you come up with the name Pulp? Yeah, we don't. You don't really care. Let's move on. I know. Wasn't it the movie? No, it wasn't the movie. But Davy Coombs. Show. Hold on. He Good. said, "I don't really care." But I was the one that asked Pulp the question. Pulp was off of an old book. Yeah, there you Great go. Great radio, bros. Pulp art. Davy Coombs bought me that book because he knew that what I named Pulp off of. And Pulp Fiction, which is the movie, yes. but it was a more of a, a name of a genre of comics and magazines in the 30s and 40s that were like underground, like stead sex and drugs and like edgy topics, but they were sort of um, magazine styles. Oh, and they're called so Pulp sense. Fiction. So I know you like all of those. Right. So we were doing it. I felt like I was going to. Now I've become a bit more corporate than I thought I would be. But early on, it was a blog that was going to cover sort of the underbelly of professional supercross and motocross and be a little bit not mainstream. Which you have. Yeah, I think we have. Which is cool. Yeah, we have. And, and I wanted to bring people the, the dirt, the, the juice of the pits. The nitty gritty. The nitty gritty. And that's Pulp Fiction back in the day yeah. when everything was more corporate and more, you know, it was very salacious to talk about sex or drugs back in the 30s and 40s. Now he's got 50s. After Dark and all kinds of stuff. Yeah, so shit. that's why I named it Pulp hey MX. The movie just, you know, the movie's the name of Pulp the genre. Fiction, yeah. Pulp Fiction, so. Um, the most what? Oh, writer? No, I don't, know. Oh, was it? Oh, there we go. Scientologist guy. L. Ron Hubbard. Donnie said wrote Pulp Fiction. So It's always some creepy guy listening in on the outside. <laughs> uh, Donnie, so, so there we go. Donnie over let's, here. Let's get going. Short show. Short show tonight. Yeah. First off, I want to say I love your hockey podcast. Yes. Pretty awesome. Stop it. Uh, I know this is more of a hockey sort of question, but oh, I want to know like the Vegas Knights. They've been a little cold lately, but now that Flurry's back in the action, like, do you think they're going to pick it back up? I'm a pretty big fan. Flying up from Alaska or down from Alaska, check them out here uh, when they play the Penguins. But also. I want to say that I really loved the Michael Byrne interview. Thank you. And, like, that was awesome. I'd love to have him as a coach. That guy is so cool and knowledgeable. And also, being from Alaska, I want to hear from Ben LeMay. So, yeah, man. Ben LeMay's back in Supercross this year. Ben LeMay, Rice and Supercross. We'll get him on at some point. That's a great Hey, Matt, this is what's going on there, buddy. This is Darwin calling in from us. Hey, you're taking him all in 15 seconds, making fun of my first name, buddy. I'm going to have to come out there and tune you up, if you know what I mean. Now I'm just kidding with you. Let's just stick to the motocross stuff, huh? Hey, so, uh, show 300, that was one for the books. You know, you brought in, uh, fucking Chad Reed. You brought in that, uh, guy you jerked off like 5,000 times. And then you brought in, uh, that French asshole. I can't remember his name. The other one I really enjoyed was one where you brought in Jeff Chicken Matasevich. Danny Stevenson, I grew up idolizing those boys, uh, you know, as a kid. That was good shit right there. I tell you what, I'm a big fan of Molly Crew, but I don't think the boys in Crew hold a candle to those boys' party antics like the chicken and uh, Danny Stevenson. That was good stuff. Check out my you boat, dude. You got to bring in MC, <laughs> to, uh, who else? Factory Field. You got to bring all those boys in. Grayson Goodman, maybe, or something like that. That was a recommendation for you, but uh, 
Here we go. It's about Monster Energy Cup. I'm yeah. done uh, getting sidetracked here. So I'm calling in. I sent you an email last week. You probably didn't fucking read it. So uh, that's what prompted this phone call today. My uh. idea of Monster Energy Cup 2018. You ready? Here we go. So you've got Enduro Cross Section next year as part of the Choker Lane. Okay, you're going to bring in the fucking logs. You're going to bring in the rocks. You're going to bring the water. All that what do you think? Shit. You're going to see what <laughs> so you guys are really I'm fucking up. busting it. Stay talk. Sorry, buddy, but you're not racing next year. You're going to be a part of the fucking show. All right? So you're going to be up in the rafters hanging from a harness or With something. With a chainsaw. So obviously, you're going to have to move the arena from the rafters. Stadium over to uh, fucking T-Mobile Arena or whatever it is. So they have those UFC fights. Yeah, shithole. You got Stink Dog up at the rafters. He's suspended by this harness. He's got this fucking chainsaw on his, in his hand, and it's wrapped out like a 125 two stroke going down the gun hound start straight. It gets all those little pussy four strokes. Ah! You get the idea, right? All right, so after that, you're going to dress Stink Dog. Uh, the other idea, you're going to dress Stink Dog up like Gene Simmons from Kiss. Here's why. I know you're a big fan of the fan, but let's be honest here, Mathis. I uh, I was done. I just cut this guy off, but it's good ideas. That. Yeah, that's good awesome. ideas. Anytime like, with Stank with a chainsaw. I like where his head's at. Yeah, it's just... <laughs> I think Prater's probably listening, right? I mean, <laughs> the, we can the, do that. The, there's a whole segment on this. Yeah, how we could do that. Hey Steve, it's uh, the outsider from Alpha Valley. Look, um, I'm at work. That's why the phone's ringing, but. More importantly than work, um, I think I found your crazy lady because I have a customer now that calls me, and I'm going to play crazy lady? Oh, yeah. she one of nothing. her calls to you, a portion of the call here, and I'm going to try to make it into the phone clean so you guys can play it Listen back. to this lady. Oh, nice. If this is or is not the crazy lady, here we go. I mean, ours was a little bit All right, so. raspier, right? But that's what, not. What, what does this guy work? Where did he get that? Uh, he lives in California, okay. Apple Valley, Valley or something. Apple Valley, high des. Yeah, that's not far from where you. Yeah, yeah. kind of used Those to be where I live. I don't know. Sounds really familiar. Great show as always. Last show we last week's show was awesome with the mechanics. Lots of insider information. All right. Talk yeah. to you guys later. Have a good night. No stress. It'll be better tonight. <laughs> hey, Paul and Max. What's going on? This is Brian from Orlando. Just wanted to call in. Uh was at Durham Town Plantation, uh the off road riding facility in Union Point, Georgia. And I uh, was there for my brother's bachelor party. We made a long weekend out of it. And it just so happened to be the w Western Power Sports WPS um, dealer appreciation uh, shindig going down. And uh, JT was there. And Damon Bradshaw was there. And let me tell you what. These people who say that JT is completely, you know, unapproachable, they Jerk are 100% correct i'm just joking he was a super <laughs> nice guy i don't know where people get uh, get to thinking that he's not a not a good dude not easy to approach super nice very intelligent great to talk to so i just wanted to throw that out there for all the people that say jt is just you know cold-hearted when they see him and stuff he's a good dude and uh it was cool to have them there and they uh, put on a pretty cool event anyways guys keep up the good work and i'll keep listening thanks 
All right, there's the voice voicemail segment brought to you by Race Tech Suspension and Engines. Pulpamex 17 is the code to save. Of course, the world famous privateer proven gold valve system that they uh, they've been using and endorsing for a long time works fantastic. It's a revalve in a box. Get your production stuff done. Get your oil changed, and uh, please support the folks from Race Tech. All right, next up is the BTOSports.com Tweet at Travis segment. We interrupt this broadcast to bring you this important bulletin from BTOSports.com. the tweets of travis btosports.com please check them out whether it's for your bike your utv your your quad or anything else they've got you covered for your bike and body use the code pulpamex when you call and say big at btosports.com or you can put pulpamex in the coupon code code section on the online order form and they will hook you up as well thanks to btosports.com for supporting the show this year, next year, and beyond. We love those guys. So these questions are submitted to at Show, Twitter for Langston, Kiefer, myself, Travis Marks over there, sorts through them and uh, and asks us the best one. Are you ready, Gio? Fuck yeah. All right. I'm Kiefer, not even paying ready? attention. I'm ready. All right, let's do it. <laughs> I think we're losing them. We are. Uh, Langston. Which, yes. Which bike did you prefer, your 2000 GP bike or your 2001 AMA bike? 2000 GP by far, no doubt. Hmm. Without a doubt. Full factory. Um, when I came to the States, I felt like I took a step back in 01. Meaning the factory bike in, you know, the GP's yeah. 2000. Do anything to them, yeah. It was better than the 01 bike when I got here. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. And remember, in we're at, it won also won in the bracket. The world GL won in the bracket. What well. We're at lacking chassis, suspension, or motor. Well, the thing was, KTM may have not have been the best production bike, you know, going into 99 or 2000, but their hand-built bikes were just phenomenal. And they outdid the Japanese, you know, yeah. 10 to one, in my opinion. So we just felt like it was the best bike. And I happened to be at the right place at the right time. And also the word is when MC first rode the bike, it was not a production bike. Same thing. They were like, and hey, MC, why, ride this thing. Just by the way, you know? that's why we both signed the same contract yeah. for the same team, different sponsors. He was Bud Light, yeah. I was Red Bull because of age difference, yeah. but it was the same bike, and then it didn't come to flu- <laughs> fruition, and then yeah. he retired, but I was he I was, was 20 years old. It, yeah. So <laughs> anyway, All right. yeah. All right, next question. This one's from uh, Dylan Epstein. Ask Kiefer why he runs his bars so far forward. <laughs> Hashtag Cholo for life. He's crazy. I, I don't run my bars for I have a normal bar, and I it's neutral. He just is a fucking 997 kid that sweeps his shit all the way back to He's his He's also lap. a little tiny fucker, isn't yeah, he? Yeah, and I go, I'm six yeah, foot. You're 5'8". Yeah. Congrats to Epstein the on the ride, height. by the way. Yeah, yeah good got job. Anyway. With a Yamaha team up in Canada. I like that. Yeah. He's a good kid. How was his shootout skills? His interview... Was probably one of the best interviews that uh, I had all shootout. Okay. So, right. very good. Easy. 250, not 450. Okay. <laughs> Watch what you say. <laughs> got to drive home with you. This one's from Josh Christie. Uh, where do you see the Australia OSEX Open heading in the future, and where do you see room to improve? It was for Grant. Oh. If you want to take yeah. this one. Or yeah. you can. He was to me? So, yeah. Um. Uh, as far as improvement goes, I, I really can't really critique much. You know, uh, I think they're in a good part of the country and they've got a good thing going. I don't know the local economy, you know, well enough to say it should be here, should do that. But um, 
I think that event's great. I just think if they just keep building on it, you know that old saying, if it's not broke, don't fix it. So they've built something pretty cool, and more riders want to go, guys want to go back. Um, I just think that, um, I think for them, there's room for growth, maybe in, you know, more than one evening or weekend or venue. But uh, overall, I just, how could they be better? It's like, uh, you know, uh. fine-tuning, you know? Like, there's really nothing that right, I could say, like, oh, this sucked or that sucked. Like, I just think it's probably just, it's like anything, fine-tuning. I think they, they got a good thing going. All right. This one is from Lee Robson. I've seen a lot of bad social media comments about the Ronnie Mack antics at Ossex Open about it being staged and bad for the sport. I see it as good entertainment between the main races. What is your point of view on this, gents? Was what do that, you think, GL? Was that oh, too that much, Ronnie? Thing. I actually saw that earlier. I think I saw that tweet. Because, yeah. um, I mean, I like it. I was at the Red Bull Straight Rhythm where Ronnie was there. But I could understand parents I, and people being like... I'm with you. I see yeah. both sides. Yeah. Um, this is really one of those times where I'm like, I don't really know what to say or how to, you know, yeah. say, oh, that's great or that's bad. I feel like it's uh, cool to have around, but I don't think we need it all the time. Yeah, I agree with that. I think, and and I know <laughs> Ronnie Mack personally, and I think that has brought some different character to the sport and i think the sports need the character mm-hmm. and there's a lot of i those, think steve a lot Chris, of demographic we but. can all sit here and agree donnie's sitting over there but i think we can all agree the problem with the sport lately is we don't have personality yep it's like my bike was good the tires were good yeah my energy drink was good which i don't drink <laughs> you know this was good you know it just gets I think people tune out. It's fun to so watch. So with them. Ronnie Mac, yeah. it's like it brings a certain amount, in my opinion, of attention, good or bad, but mm-hmm. it's there, you know. And it's like you can say it shouldn't be there, but if it's not there, then what's there? Yeah, what are you yeah. going to have? You know, I, yeah. I saw another tweet that said, "Who do you think's more valuable, Ronnie Mac or another guy, Jimmy Elbertson?" And it's like, yeah. Uh, I, uh, I know and, the answer. I don't want to say it, how, but how right. did Carmichael act with them? Because I felt like some of Ricky's social media postings were a little bit douchey towards him because he was having fun and doing the with Reed and Villapoto <laughs> and and Stank Dog going into the straight rhythm. It was all fun and games. And I thought Ricky answered him back a little bit like, come on, dude. Like, did you get the, the play play along here? But I felt like Ricky didn't play along. How was he down there? Um. Well, yeah, he played along very yeah. well. Okay. I mean, Ricky's a, I, I think he's a good team player, you know, whether it comes to whatever, yeah. you know. People say he's there for the money, whatever, but I think Ricky enjoys being a part of just, you know, whatever's happening. I think he would have way rather, I mean, I shouldn't say I think, I know he would have, you know, way rather raced Chad Reed yeah, of course. than yeah. Ronnie Mack in a head-to-head, so... It kind of discredited the whole thing a little bit. But from a fan standpoint, a lot of people are like, yeah, this is, you yeah, know. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. But God, he put Jimmy in the berm. Or Jimmy, he put Ronnie into the berm. Yeah. And Ronnie sent it. Jimmy wasn't there. Jimmy wasn't there. He was in the Ronnie Oklahoma. sent it. Sent yeah. his bike like. Yeah, and that was gnarly because it dude. hit the freaking uh, video. Well, as it, it someone hit- that was sort of tied into the TV crew down there, <laughs> just saying. Yeah. 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 
not so happy because he fucked up a complete boom arm. Did he whole, really? Like, yeah. Yeah, he, he fucked up several shit. <laughs> and then they fixed it, but they weren't. They didn't look at it from that side. They, they just were not, yeah, they were like, not happy. Like, like almost, and I was almost worried, like, oh, yeah, you yeah. know, shit may have gotten real. Like, they may lose live TV yeah, for next yeah. year, but it didn't come down that. I mean, I think Ronnie they were smart enough to realize it. it. They just didn't, they weren't prepared for the fucking all-American redneck, no. you know? Like, <laughs> he, he, they didn't know some motherfucker's going to come out with a fucking thing on his face and just fucking send it. I mean, he eats ass. That's what he does. Uh, all right. That's for dinner, not for breakfast. He eats pussy for breakfast and dinner for ass. Uh, next question. I think. <laughs> That's awesome. I think. Uh, so something a little, little unrelated. Did you see about the how he sold twelve grand worth of worth of t-shirts at Red Bull Straight Rhythm? Never mind, Straight Bull Red Rhythm. Was it? Yeah, it's GL time now. Never mind any of that. So have a tall glass and shut the fuck up and listen right now. It's ten o'clock. Okay, it's after ten p.m. It's my time. He sold so Just much shit down over. there. There were kids with cut-off helmets. Yeah. With American, what have you, I used to call bandana. it a do-rag. Bandana. Yeah. yeah. But do, it would, bandana. Uh-huh. And they were walking around, and there were kids, just saying. Because I, I have kids, so I have yeah. to think a little bit like, you know. Right. Choose your words. There were kids walking around with Ronnie Mac. I don't pull out. Yeah. And they were under 13, guaranteed. Right. M- many of them. So Ronnie and his band of guys were just fucking selling so, shirts. Uh, no, I saw kids walking around with cut-off uh, yeah. full-face helmets. Most of them right. were bell, just like he wears. But they were cut off, and they, and he ha- they had the, you know, yeah, yeah. what do you call it? And, I, call, and, I used bandana, to call it do-rag. Bandana. bandana. We just went through yeah. this. Yeah, bandana. So he sold. Don't say we just went through this. Well, we, we did. We're just making sure. What we you sold 12 grand? It. Hey, my kid's Apparently. 11, and he loves Ronnie Mac. Loves it. And I have to pump the brakes on it. So I'm like, dude, uh, I'm going to have to monitor that. Yeah. And uh, But he wanted a Ronnie hat so bad at straight rhythm. So he got Ronnie a, doesn't pull out. Yeah. I didn't get him that one, but he got a Ronnie hat just with the face on it. So it was a, it was on Vital. And apparently he said on some other radio show that he sold 12 grand worth of merchandise at straight rhythm. And so people are talking about how much privateers could potentially make at Supercross races. I was, at, I was around Ronnie's pits all day at Straight Rhythm. I never saw him sell one T-shirt. No, he wasn't selling anything then because I was there with you. And there was, yeah. Maybe well, some, tell you, well, I, I take that back because we bought the hat for him for 20 bucks at that event. So maybe the T-shirts right. were already out. It's weird that, that Greg Albertson works for Ronnie. That's weird. That's weird. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know how he got that gig. All right. But I'll tell you straight out. In Australia? Yeah. But was he selling in Australia? They were at the stands. They were buying it. Yeah. And they, okay. were, yeah. they were all beater shirts, yeah. you know, wife yeah. beaters, yeah, wife we beaters. call it here. Yeah. Yeah. And they were everywhere. Because okay. I was even looking going, holy crap, this is That's awesome. this is a real yeah, deal. Yeah. So maybe maybe their story got cross-righted. Yeah, but who knows? Anyway. All right. This one is from Seabog. Chris, what would be the final straw for you to give up on California and move to Colorado? That doesn't take much. Um, should we uh, sandwich shop in Colorado? Should we get David sandwich shop? <laughs> we should just chill that <laughs> okay. uh, If when they build that freeway behind my house where I go ride and I mountain bike, if that's gone, I'm done. All right. Um, Grant, 
I feel like South African MX and SX riders have gone downhill since Tyler Rattray left the scene. Am I off, or why is that? Um, yeah, we're talking B-final of these nations, if you guys even show up nowadays. We say you guys. Oh, Canada got people, people look at me like, oh, well, you got a you know, say in this. Like, I have no say in this. Yeah. So... I always hope South Africa is there, just like you would hope Canada would yeah. be there, no matter where it is in the in the world. But um, but you think about Rattray, Albi, and GL, and all the things they accomplished. Well, hold on. Oh. What? Anyway, carry on. <laughs> did I? Did... No, I was just going to say. I, I I mean, I don't want to sound like a dick, but when it comes to numbers, it's like it's me and Albi. Like well, okay, but Rattray won a world title. Yep, can we? Did. I mean, can we? It was three of us. Yes. Can we not shit on Tyler Rattray? I mean, you I'm not nice shitting career. on him. All right. I'm just saying that. Of course, you and Albie stand above. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. Okay. No, I mean Rattray won, but he never came close to winning anything else. Okay. Well, what year do Rattray? So my point is, yeah. Albie was my hero. I did whatever. Rattray did win. I'm not taking yeah, that away from Yeah, I know. Him. All three of you guys. It's pretty amazing you won world titles. <laughs> Two. <laughs> okay. What was the question? Just to remind I you. I don't even know because <laughs> we got lost. Uh, this guy feels like South African motocross. That's right. It fell on downhill. Is there, uh, any, is there are, any up-and-coming South Africans Are coming? tracks closing down or what's happening? South Africa's honestly, I mean... I have a distribution company over there, so Langston Motorsports, we import a lot of good brands, yeah. distribute and all that. It, it it doesn't look good on paper, but there are there's always those diamonds in the rough, and there's kids that I've seen, you know, where you look at and you go, that could be the next me or, you yeah. know, someone else, LB, whatever, you know, Rattray. just saying the next guy, Rattray. There could be, the, there's plenty of them out there, <laughs> but who's going to really make it? Yeah. And... It just, you know, the 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 way it is now. I don't want to say it's worse than it was when I was there, but it's not better. Yeah. And um, I think the hard part is with a lot of these kids when they come over. The minute it doesn't work out, it's so easy to go back. Yep. And the you Canadians know, the one, have a little bit of that too. Yeah. 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 You yeah. know, I mean, you know that. And one thing about my dad that I respect was. I wanted to come over and win in Europe, and and I sucked. I said I want to go home, and my dad yeah. looked at me and said, "I sold our fucking home to get you here," <laughs> and that changed shit real quick, yeah. you know. And uh, it was a you know it was a rude awakening, and mm-hmm. we made it work. But um, you know, when it comes to the, you know talking about the next guy coming through, that you know the, the, there's a kid, Cannon McClellan. He's a you know. If you look at him on paper, you know, yep. you could say he's the next Cincerello, he's, you know, whatever. Yeah, yeah. But you never know because there's always little hot shots coming through. Imagine you're, you know, a big fish in a very small pond. You know, it's, it's where do you take it from there? Uh, like Colton Fasciati in Canada, like in a good year, he could make 150. Okay. Yeah, but I feel like you... Can you make 150 not, in South Africa? No. No, 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 no way. Okay. That's what I was going to say. We, yeah. We're talking okay. totally different... Canada's right next to America. You know what I mean? Like, it's totally different. It's right above it. 
Thank you. Yeah. I, you know, as a stupid foreigner, I didn't realize that. But thank you for clarifying that. It's America's hat. If there's one thing I fucking know, Mathis, is geography. Oh, he's angry I've at lived on He's angry at three, geography. I'm not angry at anything except fucking geography. No. I live here. I love this shit. I lived in Africa, Europe, and America. So I know geography. But thank you for letting me know that Canada is right above okay, us right now. Okay, next up, next question. North like America. Jesus. we got to run this thing along. We, <laughs> Sorry, do we, Jesus. Do you want to do After Dark or do Jesus. you want to? I always want to do After Dark. Okay. No, I didn't even get my chance no, we're to done. sign off. Next question. Fuck you. This one's really... <laughs> <laughs> Cocksucker. we got to hurry to sing around. Oh, we're only at five hours. Sorry. Hurry up. Okay, next yeah. question. <laughs> Jesus fucking Christ. I'm going to have a fucking drink. When I, called, when I called Cody earlier, that was when the song was on and he was doing air knack knacks. Yeah. I couldn't even. I, he answered the phone. And I was like laughing. He's like, you okay? I, was, I couldn't even handle it. Um, that Kiefer thought he was checking his balls. I was like, what? Nobody knew what he was doing. No. I knew what he was doing. No. I knew absolutely what he was doing. I didn't. Who? This one's from Jordan. Uh, I noticed after the last After Dark show, Kiefer went to his first country concert. Oh, I saw that tweet. You think it was because he found out all about the quote it's unquote, all about the pussy grinding that He's goes been on? The country before, pussy. though. He, yeah, it wasn't your first country concert. Yeah, it was. It was. Yeah. You never went with Heather, Heather through all those other Heather, no. Heather. So what was it? What was it? Do you think it was because he found out about all the quote unquote grinding that goes on that Mrs. Kiefer was talking about? Yeah. A little bit. Well, she did bail on me and go down to the pit when I was up there. So, uh, yeah, it was Luke. Do you Bryan. know I was in the it's pit? Luke, it's Luke Bryan. That's her <laughs> hall pass. So, if uh, she got down there and got lucky, hey, that's fair. It's fair game. Luke Bryan, bro. With yeah. Luke Bryan or with I'm a Luke Bryan. No, fan. just Luke Bryan. No, none of the none of the pit mongrels down there. Hey, <laughs> you got to clarify. I was a pit mongrel at the Luke Bryan concert. <laughs> oh yeah. Well, if she saw you. She might make an exception. Yeah, yeah. You yeah. Know. Kind of a big deal. Just uh, ask me. This ask one's from Keel McStovepipe. <laughs> Keel McStovepipe. Sounds legit as fuck. That's our listeners. He's uh, LAF. He's making those legit names as fuck. Up. He's making those names up. Ch- right. Chief Keefe, what type of testing slash writing makes you pretty sore the next day? Besides your wife. Oh. I saw that one too. Uh, well, durability. Does it to me all the time, no matter what I do. Because when we do durability, it's that's about... his girlfriend. If you want to know, <laughs> Dur- durability. Durability. <laughs> durability is his uh, girlfriend. Testing. Uh, high desk side piece. Durability. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. It's a lot of. She's writing. all about the dura dura. <laughs> it's four thirty minute motos. So that's why I'm fucking sore. Uh, yeah. He also wants to know when your next Insta banger is going to be posted, Steve. Yeah, we're working on that. Mm. I tried Tomorrow. to go. I tried to go this weekend. I tried to go riding this weekend, and Chris Cooksey and Tony Berluti turned me down. I, I was ready too. to go yesterday. I was rearing got my suspension back from Race Tech. We well, live in ready. the fucking middle of nowhere, either. I know. You I know, know like there's, there's a couple tracks. We'd all by. like to ride with yeah, you, but I know. You know. Anyway. All right. Next question. Um, GL, looking Shit. back, was there ever an offer that you were given that you wish you took? Honda. <laughs> Honda's a great company. I know what you're talking about. They are. You're right. Any offer? <laughs> Anything else you got? Um, actually, one. Care to expand? Yeah, let's talk about it. I was just thinking about it's it. It's only a five-hour um, fucking show. That's why I took my time. <laughs> it was... Uh, 
looking back, you know, you asked one day any regrets, this and that, but um, the reason I came to the States was actually Mitch Payton. So I kind of feel like I should have signed with him. But I chose to stay with KTM out of loyalty. I was on the team then. You should have went with Peyton. You said it. (laughs) I fucked up. But, yeah, that was that one time. I wrote for him later, but, yeah. He didn't deliver the outdoor title, though. All right, we'll end with this one. This one's from uh, (laughs) Kurt. GL, which rider has the hottest chick? Oh, boy. Here we go. I've oh heard boy. that one many, many, many times. I'm like, I hate to choose because I like current, all my, current, I like all my fellow current. athletes' chicks. Current. <laughs> yeah, we'll current. Go current. current. Stay, stay current. Yeah, it won't get them in, in as much trouble. Yeah. Right. Um, I've actually thought about this on the way up because <laughs> I knew this was coming up because it was a very, you know, widely, in, you know. Yeah, people are interested. Um. I'm going to go with Sarah. Yeah, Jesus. Dino's chick. Dean Wilson's missus. Sexy. She is super cool. She's hot. Yeah. I have a girlfriend, so I just yeah. want to make sure. Because some people didn't realize that. And I'm like, I don't yeah, know. I mean, like I'm married. Dick, I still think she's but, hot. Yeah. All right. She knows. Right. And, um, yeah. Sarah. Congrats so to Dean Sarah. Wilson, good for you with your tall, Scottish, fucked up Canadian. <laughs> That's really fucked up. If you've got a Canadian accent, it's so bad. He's Scottish. I'm yeah, not Canadian. I'm going to Canada this He weekend. just sounds like a twat. I'm who do you think has the hottest one? Yeah, uh, tell us what you think besides oh, Pookie. Yeah, Pookie. Oh, the um, Pookie. Uh, Pookie. Sarah, Sarah's in the mix for uh, sure. You know who Cole Seeley. Shut the fuck girlfriend. up with the corporate answer. Go to the point. Um, Say something. Come on, let's talk shit. Come on, Mathis. Put your fucking I balls. Got, I got two that are just... Good looking. Okay, spit it out. While he's thinking. Brock Tickle's wife. Yeah. And Christian's wife. Paige. Yeah. Just good looking. I feel like if you took the makeup off, they're not shapeshifters. They still look good. <laughs> I feel like they're t- those are two different extremes. Well, there you go. Well, yeah, you know what I, I mean? Like say extremes. They got similarities. Yep. They're kind of tall, petite, you know. Kind of tall, Good looking girls. Yeah. Okay. Um, kind of tall but short. Well, Mathis, <laughs> you're short and fat, and I'm short and fluffy. I'm, I'm six feet tall. Fat and so. I'm six feet tall. I'm not short. Um, Paige, okay. Craig, then sure. you're yeah, just Paige. fat. Yeah, Paige. Yeah, yeah, just fat. Paige, sure. Uh, Sarah, I think I got like. Do you want Sarah's curves? Yeah. What do you like? You know, I think. Like, I like Sarah's curves, too. I agree with that. I, see, the thing is, what's weird is I'm not a curvy guy. I like... You like sticks? I like... Yeah. I like, like you know, whatever you can shove and compact it, you know, like yeah. in a little, like, mini-me, you know, a little tiny, mm. short legs, tiny He's going to keep that moving. The only thing I want big is tits. <laughs> All right. Fantastic. In fact, I would trade a mouth... For a tits, like so you're double a boob, up you're the a tits boob, and take guy. the mouth away. I'll get you a toe on Thursday. <laughs> I'll get you a toe by two o'clock. Can you um, toe a tit? 
and then that, that is the btosports.com btosports.com tweet at travis segment everybody <laughs> thank thanks to btosports.com thank you, BTO. uh thank you bto for coming on i really appreciate BTO it don't bro me the other guy <laughs> also too uh chris Kiefer tonight is brought to you by roost mx roost mx.net oh, yeah, pulp nation to save 20 percent cycle trader rock river team uses roost mx cobra uh they have a complete line of official cobra merch uh graphics as well uh, pitch shirts wrap arounds wraps i should say reach Pulp around MX, reach arounds pulp mx graphics as well they'll help you out roostmx.net bringing you the chris kiefer thanks to uh cody webb thanks to andrew short for coming on btosports.com fly racing nfab jeep and truck parts race tech suspension and engines vortex racing gear alloy roost mx pivot works the pivot Pivots, it works. If it works, it brand goggles, Michelin Starcross 5, Works Connection. Love the guys at Works Connection, Kiefer. Oh, yeah. You recommended their lever setup, their easy clutch pull lever setup. Great holiday gift. FMF, uh, Kurt Caselli Ride Day, Atlas Neck Brace. Love the guys at Atlas Neck Brace. Dean Wilson uh, used to wear one, and uh, now Martin Davalos is rocking as well as Jason Anderson. W Wheels. Love W Wheels. Great company, great guys. And uh, EK Chains, Guts Racing, the official seat foam of seemingly half the teams in the pits. And Get Data. Uh, GL, you've used the Get stuff before. Yeah. To great success. You enjoy it? Yeah. No, they, they, um, they've brought some innovation to the sport. I think it's been you know, pretty cool. Um, when I worked with them was with, uh, I'm trying to think, through the race team in 2012. And they were very... Very helpful. Was you that know? when you were doing the manager thing? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, with wit. And uh yeah. yeah. So Fly was involved and uh Dan Truman was there. But um they brought some stuff with with Get and all that and then I mean I hate to be honest and say we didn't use it, utilize it to the full potential, but mm-hmm. we right when we were trying to figure it out and getting used to it, I was like, This is cool stuff. Like this is I hate to use the terminology. This is the fucking shit that we want to hear and yeah. see and get the behind the scenes. Well, it helps give the privateers a little bit of an advantage of a, of a factory It guy, does, but know? it doesn't because half the privateers are fucking useless. So you realize that they <laughs> don't that just... that also? Yeah. Hey, but <laughs> it's true. It, 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 it puts it in there that lets you know that yeah. they don't work as hard as the guys that have the factory rides. Yeah. They bitch they don't have it. But then half the guys, I swear, we realize real quick through that... Mm-hmm. No, you're like, so oh. it's good and bad, right? But it shows you the bad and shows you the good. And we realized who was for real and who was, right? I don't know for shit. Also, two folks, the folks that get data. Did I go? Since fa- did I go sideways on that one? Well, anyway, <laughs> get was fucking awesome. I'm just saying. You went a little right. It was yeah. really good. I didn't off. know if we we're going on a story. I didn't know. Just anyway, yeah, it was amazing. You're it was like, great. Uh, you like shorty in the rally. Just you went a left. You yeah. hung a left. Anyway. Navigation went wrong. It, okay. It it. Seriously though, it it really was great information. Honda the World sucked. Though. Honda World Downey five freeway and six hundred five freeway meet over a thousand new Hondas in stock. If you're looking for a Honda and you ride a moto uh, guy, uh, if you're a moto, moto guy and you're looking for a Honda, <laughs> if you ride a moto, if guy. you ride a moto, over a thousand new Hondas in stock. Go down and see Steve down there anywhere thirty minutes anywhere from L.A. Thanks to those guys at Honda World Downey, great deal for all you moto people on a new or used Honda, and we thank them as well. And uh, again, we're going to go right into after dark. So oh, yes. this is sort of the end Children, of the show. Go to sleep. If you're listening, if you have a child in the car, turn Just, it off. Thanks for listening. Not asleep. We'll see you next Put week. Put him to sleep. Um, well, 
for the archives people. And uh, and so we're gonna go into after dark. So we'll give you a little bit of time here. Mm-hmm. And time. All right, Keith for after dark, everybody. Hey, hey people. Uh, okay. I'm so fucking horny. That is, I'll never, <laughs> it's a whole different fucking show. Now. I'll never. Shit got real, real um, quick. Yeah. That, <laughs> God, my cock is hot as a fucking hoot on it. All right, okay. We, <laughs> hey, let's shut the face. Shut the FaceTime. Oh, shut are the, we still on Facebook? It, shut the face. It's off. It's off. Shut it's that off. off. It's been off. Shut the it's face snap. Whole, face oh snap off, God. please. Okay. I'll never get. I'll never not laugh at that. that, that. <laughs> no, I laugh at it. I, just... I don't even know what you were okay. doing. Okay. <laughs> All right. Who the fuck is that guy? So here's an after dark oh, question okay. for you. Got a few go. of them. Here we go, Grant. All right. So some serious love advice uh, from Chris Kiefer and GL. We'll, we'll hey, take this tonight. shit serious, though. Thank you. All right. <laughs> Wife and I have an 11 month old. Haven't gotten to ride since before. Drown him. Drown him. Okay, this is going sorry, sideways sorry. fast. <laughs> Haven't gotten to ride since before baby was born. I like wow. to I like to need to ride every day. I suffered an injury from too much practice on my own midsummer. My injury is healed, but I haven't gotten any closer to the wife letting me ride with her. I help around the house and with baby, I'm going on well over a year. I feel like I cra- I feel like I would crash just letting the clutch out on my first ride back. What can I do to get the wife to ease up and let me take her out for a ride and not smoke the clutch getting off the lines? Any tips to avoid future injury if I am left to practice on my own? Well, 11 month old. haven't. God, I feel like it would be a two-hour show for that one. Here's the deal. I'll let Kiefer take this one. You have to help your wife somewhere around the house. You have to show her that you're going to help her. Polish the pony. Do some stuff around the house. Listen to her. Talk to her. Even if you, the shit that you don't want to hear... You're going to have to sit there and listen to it just for a little bit. She's going to feel like she owes you something. So in return, you'll get to ride no matter what it is. Like you'll, vacuum? No. No, just her just and the bike. Do a little laundry, yeah, do some dishes, vacuum. Yeah. vacuum yeah. Just do some honey. Vacuum's not that cool, math. It's, I don't know if you know, but I love riding vacuum. her and the bike is way better. Just I'm saying. saying to do to get the favor back. Yeah. You, you need to do a little something-something okay. to get it back. All right. Uh, this is from Anonymous. Hey, Keith, we're looking for some help with my stamina. I've been with my woman for four years. We have three younger kids, so we don't always have time to make it happen. But we do two to four times a week. Wow, that's impressive. I just have, trouble, I just have trouble lasting. If I'm drunk, I last, and it's great. But right. I guess we connect well. I get really into it and just can't hold it back. Mm-hmm. I have tried less foreplay and it doesn't really help. When we make it happen consecutive nights in a row, that helps, but it isn't always an option. Any suggestions? Edge. Dead puppies, dead puppies, dead puppies. Yes. They can, you can say when, that. When you're about yep. to fucking blow it, just remember, dead puppies. There's a lot of dead puppies out oh. there in the world. So here, 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 there's a thing called edging. You know what edging is? Yeah, dead puppies. No. Edging is you can say if you're masturbating and she's not around, dead puppies. you beat off and dead you get puppies. yourself, you get, shh, listen. <laughs> oh no. Oh, you, she's not around. Okay. You, you get hot yourself. Hot pitch, hot pitch. <laughs> you get yourself <laughs> to almost get to the point of nutting. 
uh-huh. and you back away from it. You step off of it, right? You're back. You're done. And you get back in it. Get yourself. Get back, back in it. Bowls. Okay. So same thing goes for when you're inside your 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 wife. Take it out. Make out with her. Just passionately, just make out with her. Get her take all. Take out with your and wife. And then put it back in. It gets you a little breathing time. Take, get that fucker some air. Do you, do you, do you talk about uh, maybe something while no, you're No, you don't talk. Okay. Just take it out. If it's out, you're not. No, I agree with yeah. him. Yeah. But, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, when you're but a little I'm overexcited, like, like, I've been there, you know. Yeah, you got to take it out. Do you take it out and be like, hey, did you see Did you see the news today? No, no, no. no, 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 no. no. Stay in the moment. Yeah, 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 Stay okay. in the I'll moment. Okay. This. Right. Come on, bro. I'll ask him. Just ask him. Stay in the moment. Yeah. There is such a thing as stupid questions. Okay. Okay. So, so you know. Take it out, make out, kiss her, do other things, and then get Maybe back Maybe even it. give it a little lick, you know, lose a little, yeah, you ah, can, right. you know. Yeah, how'd that go? <laughs> <laughs> do you, uh... <laughs> exactly oh, oh. what he just said. <laughs> so anyway, make sure go back not, and forth until you, know, you feel like you want to. You don't want to be like shorty and be completion. in the, the car. You don't, want, like, you don't want to be in a desert when you shove it in there. You no. Know, you want a little, you know. It's got to be tropical. A little mud bogging. Yeah, a little good. Okay. Mud bogging. So exactly cool. what he just said. So anyway. What okay. he just said. Ed, practice edging. You can edge. That'll help you. Or just take it out. All right. Uh, next up. From Anonymous again. <laughs> Jesus. Shocker. This is for Kiefer After Dark tonight. I have a major moto mechanical about to happen. I'm really tight with one of my track buddies and his wife. One day they made mention of sharing a bike for a night moto. Oh, boy. My buddy has an issue with his personal bore and stroke that I was made aware of. So with some thought and hesitation, I agreed. Let me be the first to say he has one nice bike. Bolt-ons, engine mods, graphic kit. The thing is a jewel. Great time, and I wish that was it. Fast forward six months. His bike has been in the garage collecting dust, and I accidentally started riding it without his permission. The last time while riding, my tube blew out, and in the chaos, my oil went in the tank. Oh, no. Now there is a 50 on the way. No. What in the hell do I do? Are you fucking me right now? I don't think You're it's real. You're fucking kidding me. That's not real. I don't think it's real. That's horrible. I'm that's, lost. That's horrible. <laughs> I was trying to follow, but I don't yeah. know. They were need another drink or some more If that's ice. true... What can you do? You're fucked. You got to tell the buddy. You, well, he's going to know you, regardless. The bun's going to come. I mean. Yeah, but you, the chick could, they could. She could abort it, right? Yeah. But. Oh, 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 oh. Here's the thing. Oh. One, you fucked up, right? You let the pussy take over the mind. And that happens to you guys. You fuck up. You fuck in. Right. You don't ever fuck with your buddy's shit. Especially if if you had an agreement to, to share it while together. And then you went behind his back and did it. Because. Chicks will do that to you. That's wrong. Oh hell! No, Kiefer I, has some experience in this, by the way. And I do. Yeah. Oh, you do. No, I can't. I can't out you on the air, but you have experience. Oh, I, a little bit. Yeah, yes, a yeah, a little bit. bit where, where you're like, whoa, whoa. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Not on Heather's end. On no, my end. Yes. Yeah, my end. So, um, yeah, what the fuck, bro? So, <laughs> like, and one, he's fucking retarded. If he he nutted inside of her, like you can't do that. He said, no, no. He said his two blue. Oh, it's too blue. Okay, well then, yeah. Oh, that so makes I'm things so much okay. better. Well, not really. Well, yeah. Yeah. I at mean, least it's not his. At least he's at not. At least he didn't blow in her. It's too blue in her. Right. You know, that makes things so much I more comfortable for the next guy. <laughs> and anyway. Okay, yeah. If, so, that, if that's kind of like that, that's going to oh, be. Am I, am hey, I cut? you think that's made up? Because I'll go piss if, if I'm not it, on that's the a, mic. That's a pretty common scenario, I feel like. I, I, that I, could I, be real. 
Okay. People but blowing in people. Why would you ask well, for advice? You already know what to do. People are dumb, you know. Yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? If you're at that, you're at that stage, and you know it's coming, or she's going to do something about it. <laughs> why would you ask for advice? Yeah, like she's you, coming, you, you would know what to do. Yeah. There's one, one or two options. You have it, or you don't. And then either way, you're going to have to tell the dude. All right, uh, Skippy's got an after dark. Is this Skippy? Are you, is this after dark, or what is this? This is more just advice, huh? Well, yeah, but. So my uh, my chick and I have been together for six months, and uh, she asked me uh, what I want uh, Santa to bring me. I'm like, well, yeah, the dirt bike would be cool, and I kind of just joked about it, you know what I mean? And so she goes uh, the next day. She goes, so kind of, I don't know anything about this dirt bike stuff. What uh, what do you want? And I was like, I just took a picture of a 2018 450. <laughs> like, uh-huh. Yeah, there you go. What brand? And she was uh, Honda for sure. Sorry. <laughs> oh, GL. Uh, good. Good man. Yeah, Good luck, man. I'm going to take a piss real quick because this shit's going downhill. <laughs> Look, Skippy, you just chased GL away from the away from the, the show. That's all right. He's not American. It's not important. Okay, all right. And so, and so uh, my first question was, what do you want for Christmas? And she told me an Apple Watch. And I'm like, okay, $400 investment. Sounds tricky. We've been together for six months. I've known her since, like, fifth grade. Uh-huh. Do I, do I need to read in between the lines here, or what's up? Kiefer? Uh, hold on. No, some chicks are just cool, dude. Kiefer's gathering information. Yeah, I'm Kiefer's looking at cool? the, I'm looking at all the intel right now. He's looking at intel, Skippy. Um, looking at the, did you write some codes? Uh, so anyway, uh, your sounds like, like, your chick is like my chick. Like if she, if I asked for something and I really wanted, she'd probably end up go get it for me. And she never really wants anything. She's like, nah, I don't really need anything, but this is kind of nice. And then you kind of should just do it. If Even if she doesn't get you the bike, let's say she doesn't come through and she just doesn't get it. And you get her the Apple watch, just get it for her. And then that way later on in life, you know that you, you got one up on her. She owes you something. Yeah. There you go. We'll get a new chick. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, I got pretty lucky, man. She uh, what does she do? What does she do for a living? Uh, she's actually semi-retired. She owned a uh, nightclub in Houston and made a lot of profit with it. And as soon as it started breaking even, kind of thing, and business started to get bad, she sold it, made a lot of money, and uh, okay, so she's got money. Yeah, like so it's not going to kill her to buy you a, a bike. ten grand bike's yeah. not going to hurt her. Yeah, and so she was. And she was like, "Well, what else do you want?" I'm like, "Ah, oh, that's a ten thousand dollar bike. You know, I'm kind of cool with that. You know, I don't really need anything else. Maybe Just, some." Dual, some dual FMS, or, yeah, that'll do me all right. <laughs> hey, just keep her away from the track from her, your dudes, your yeah. friends. Yeah, don't share, her, don't share the bike with anybody. Yeah, exactly. You know? Well, I'm thinking about taking her off-road racing, so that way she'll have to do with the hillbillies, you know? That, you know yeah, the there best, you go. Best-case scenario there, so. All right. Just keep playing full and just keep dicking her down, and I'll be all right, huh? Yeah, yeah. just, just do it. hook do her it. up. Yeah, do it. I, I'd go for it. Be a cool dude. All right. Thanks, fellas. All right, man. Thanks, Kippy. See you. All right, last one for Keeper After Dark. Thank you for all the questions. It's been good. Yeah, so far. You like these. I love these. You love these. All right, uh, I'm 21, anonymous. I'm 21, I live in SoCal, I ride. I'm a musician that writes records regularly. I'm also very attracted to the sister of one of my good friends. Mm, there we go again. I would like advice from Kiefer if it's somehow possible, whether it's on the show or not. I look up to his open-mindedness, open-mindedness to just about every situation ever. Mm-hmm. This girl is 19. I've known both her and my friend for about four to five years. I've never hung out with a girl alone, but sometimes when I'm writing music with her brother at their house, she comes in the room and hangs out, but not for very long. 
She's extremely friendly, but I don't know if she really thinks anything of me. She had a boyfriend for a long time, but they broke up. I've had a very tough time coping with a terrible relationship, which ended a little over a year ago, but still haunts me deeply. So he's got issues with this breakup of his own. Okay. Uh, because of this, I haven't been the most friendly towards my friend's sister. Not exactly a dick, but just vague and aloof. He's a musician, bro. That's how they yeah, do it. Yeah. I had no idea how to handle it for the longest time, so I acted like I could care less. Anyways, it's come to the point where I think I'm going insane. I don't want to be embarrassed from getting rejected and then have my friends know that I got rejected and look at me differently forever. Even if I ask my friend if he doesn't mind, I don't know if I want the rejection after what my ex put me through. I'm still dealing with that. I'll probably be too ashamed to have to cease the friendship with her brother entirely if it doesn't work out. If it does, I just can't imagine it not being weird. Her brother and I know each other closely. What in the hell do I do? Help me. I'm struggling. First of all, he's way overthinking it. Like I, I was feel just like, about to say, I couldn't like, even fucking keep up with the entire... <laughs> he's a musician, bro. He's overthinking it. So here's what you do, brother. He wrote a song through his email. So one of two things. Take her to coffee, hang out, and talk about music. Or play a song for her, ask her for like a decoy. Hey, I want to play you a song that I did. What do you think? And just chill out with her a little bit. You're going to get a vibe. If you're a dude, it's semi-smart. You're going to know if a chick's into you or not. If you got coffee. Yeah, and, it, and if it doesn't work out, you're just like, hey, we're, we're friends. Yeah, and if the you, music. yeah exactly. Yeah. We're hanging can I, out. Can I give my two cents? Yes, please. Move on, bro. Move on. <laughs> Move the fuck on. Like, wow. you wrote a poem about how you want her. Move the fuck well, on. If, Sorry. <laughs> don't want to be that dick. But, like. What'd you say? Don't eat that dick. No, don't be a dick. Oh, okay. Like, no, he said he didn't want to be that dick. Don't be yeah. a dick. Yeah. Well, he's, he's not seems, being a dick. It seems like I'm he's just, emotionally attached already. Of without course. Him. I mean, I don't know how else to explain it, but like, don't be a loser. Like, right. like move on. So you don't want him slipping. He's <laughs> yeah, kind of slipping. Like, I don't like GL's advice at all. But that's GL's okay. gnarly. Like, I'm not it. that gnarly. No, it's, it's true. Let the fucking dream go. She doesn't like you. She's sucking someone else's cock. How cop. do you know she does? How he do you doesn't know, know that? that. Bull fucking shit. He's he's so California tainted, like he's like this. I'm not California. I'm from Africa, motherfucker. <laughs> GL stuck on Kiefer, the X part. Kiefer's advice is perfect. Go as a friend. Yeah, listen to him, and then see what she <laughs> buy roses. Do this, do no, that. No, 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 no. Just go go as a friend to coffee when she's gobbling some other guy's knob. Okay, she'll feel like a twat bag, and then you can say, "Oh, there we oh, go." Okay, that was great advice. Anyway, but <laughs> I'm just saying. This guy. <laughs> anyway, Listen, I'll shut the fuck up. You're right. I he should has, shut the he fuck up. He's, he's, got a ch he's got a chance. He's like, what's it? Dumb and dumber? <laughs> so they're saying there's a chance. One a million. He's saying there's a chance. She wants him. She he doesn't him. even know. She comes in, hangs out, does a thing. If she's coming in, hanging out every now and again, she's interested. So play the music for her as if she likes Bruh. it. And then after you play the damn music, say, do you want to go for a cup of coffee? And she's like, no, nah, I'm kind of busy right now. I yeah, got some shit go. to do. Yeah, yeah. And you know it's done. And yeah, then yeah. no no loss. How much you want to bet? Nothing she gained. She says, no I'm done. Yeah. That, I bet you a million uh, bucks. Well, let us know, guys. Just, I yeah. hate to say it. Sorry, bro. Right. I'm, I'm GL School of Hard it. Knocks or Kiefer After Dark, whatever yeah. it's what you want. Yeah. Kiefer, Kiefer's being like, hey, you like have a chance. GL After Dark is very, like, well, very harsh. Very cutthroat. You have, man, you have a you chance, man. It's one in a million, a but you have a chance. I swear to God. That guy has a chance. I'm not even joking. It's one in a million. He's got a chance, though. So that's cool. Wait to hear sound check. We're really going to go deep. Are we? Oh, fuck. Oh, man. What the fuck? We'll be tears shed? There's some shit going on.
Oh boy, it's going down for real. Um, all right, thanks everybody for uh, good after dark, everybody. Yeah, good, good job, everybody. Are we good done? after dark. Good job, GL. I hey, didn't even finish uh, my drink. Are we done? Thanks for coming on. You That's had fun. It. That's, That's it. it. That's oh, it. Cool. Short show. All right, we're out of here. Let me chug this. Uh, thanks for coming. Yeah, had a fun? great time. Loved Langston it. Motorsports.com. Dude, the or, pay do do? is phenomenal. Yep. I am going to cash that check. Do you mind if I cash it tonight? Nah, you might want to do midnight? that tonight. Yeah, but do, find a bank. Okay. ASAP. Yeah, what is it? What's the website? LangstonMotorsports.com? Oh, yeah. Oh, hey. Real oh, quick. Yeah, let's. <laughs> Hold on. Fuck that shit. Yeah. One more thing. Let's do it. What? My uh, training DVD. Ah, uh, yeah. We did this last year. A couple year. years I know ago, yeah. No, not a couple years ago, last right. year. I know it feels that long. I know you're that bored of it. But Grant Langson, Training with the Champ, online. Uh, Donnie? GrantLangstonMX.com. <laughs> Go there. It's a DVD that you and Donnie put together about a year ago. You break it into segments on how to get faster on the track. Each and every, I, I did a thing at Dirt Rider, and I put it in Dirt Rider, so whenever that was. He did. Uh, he was awesome. Yep. That was a while ago, but just want to remind people. MX.com, yeah. Do what I say. Don't Can you do get what it on I iTunes? Do. Can you get on iTunes? Yeah. yeah. So iTunes, DVD, old school yeah. DVD ways. The and website iTunes. is on Donnie's, the best one. LangstonMotorsports.com, is it? Grand Langston MX.com. Yes. Um, and um, and best thing is you can put it on your phone on iTunes and take it to the yeah. track. Watch yourself go through a corner and be like, I'm going to so try So you break do down technique, body positioning, all that. Yeah. Okay. A little bit of everything. There you go. How Check long it is it? How long is the video? It's about an hour, but there's also... About an hour. Yeah, about oh, it's about 40 minutes of actual riding stuff. There's an hour interview. Oh, okay. There's a behind-the-scenes thing. And, oh, that's and cool. Sweet. It's, you know... It is what it is, but you know, I I I think like we put some good stuff behind it, and I, I think know a couple of people who have gotten it and they love it. They told me it was great. Um, one of my brother's friends up in Canada got it and uh, said it was awesome, and uh, I talked to other people at the races. So good I mean, job. You do know that. how to ride a dirt bike a little bit. You do know how to ride a dirt bike, yes, <laughs> a little bit. Not like not as good as Rattray, but or not Timmy bad. Ferry or, or Timmy Ferry. Yeah. Yes, I'm just happy to be part of the program. You know. Um. Uh, well, everybody, please check it out. Cody Webb, Andrew Short, Adam Cincerillo. Don't forget about him. I see. We cold called him. Uh, and uh, thanks to uh, Grant Langston, as usual, for coming on. Great show. And Chris Kiefer, thank you. Thank you for you'll, having me. You'll be back in a few weeks, a couple weeks, I think. A couple weeks with Seth. Yeah, come back with Seth Rarick. Yep. And uh, we'll be back next week with Kenny Watson in the in the oh, co-host nice. chair. Uh, thanks to Swisscore. Thanks to Moser. Thanks to Pookie. Marks. Hello. Thank you. Thank you. Hope it went well for you. Will, you. will you be back next week? Time will tell. Take your nitro circus oh, bike on the way out. <laughs> All right, everybody. Be here. And that's it. Thanks. See you next week. So you're telling me there's a chance. Yeah! There's something I want to get off my chest. And it's about that summer when you went away to community college. I got an offer to do Playgirl magazine, and I did it. I did a full spread for Playgirl magazine. I, I mean spread, man. I pulled my butt apart and stuff, and I was totally nude, and it was weird. I, I mean, you probably didn't hear about it because I went under the name of Mike Honcho, but I just wanted you to know that.
if you could hear me, if it got into your brain somehow, that I spread my butt cheeks as Mike Honcho.